There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles. They never could. The end is near. You're watching me glow. You're watching me go. I'm all in my zone. I'm holding my own. I'm feeling like Bane. I'm breaking your bones. I am a blur. Black and a nerd. So this is my own. This is my zone. And this is a show you already know. Like my grand blur. You too blur. Everything I do so blurred. Bet you wish you so blurred. Cosplay blurred. All day blurred. Everything I do so blurred. Bet you wish you so blurred. Bet you wish you so blurred. Talking about what we heard. Talking about what we seen. All through the eyes of a blurred. Everything that we do urge. Flying like a super person. Plus, I got super friends. We be teaming up early. Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... It's Thanos, and I'm here to destroy the world. Yeah, you kind of do have like the chin and the bald head, so it kind of works. Are, are you trying to say I have a nutsack of a chin, Jordan? That's disrespectful. <laughs> well, no, I said it was your beard, so, you know. Thanos has to have a beard. Uh, you know, if I were to imagine that the beard was the, the chin. I'm, I'm, I'm more Thor right now. No, you're more Thanos. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> like Gamora's dead. But with the two of us here, it's, we're, it's time to review the most anticipated movie. Probably all, all of like mainstream geekdom. It's like 10 years of building up to this moment yes. for Infinity War. No, I was going to say I feel pretty, Amy Schumer. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> 10 years I've been mm. waiting for Amy Schumer No, it is the to feel pretty. Ultimate comic book event. Whether you're a fan of Marvel, DC, and anything in between, if you are a fan of superheroes, this movie is, is it? You. Yes, more so the MCU uh, fandom. Because I heard some people say because they uh, only went to see Black Panther, and then they go uh, went to see Infinity War. They're just like, I don't know what's going on. No shit. Well, those trailers <laughs> were kind of built to be Black Panther two in some TV spots. But, <laughs> Bombay. That's because of advertising. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. But still, if you have those seen, trailers were ninety percent of what Black Panther was in the movie. If, yeah. If you only went to see Black Panther, you didn't see any of uh, the other movies. Then of course you're gonna be lost. Like this movie's not for you. Mm-hmm. Like especially with the payoffs. So it's like, of course you're gonna be confused. No, this is movie. This is, this is really a movie for someone who's seen most of the MCU up to this point. Yeah. You don't Luckily, have to. You never have to have seen all of them. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Sometimes more than once. Oh yeah. So, we're going to talk about that, but, you know, I guess we're going to talk about some other stuff in this episode. I, I, I don't uh, see why. Like, what's the care, point? I'm not going to lie. Like, I watched <laughs> it's, the, not, it's not important. <laughs> I watched some of the DC shows after Infinity War this week, and I was just like, what, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, you know, maybe we could reconsider, like, I know people like, are fans of these shows, but I'm like, do we really have to talk about them ever again? Like, why? they're irrelevant. <laughs> Infinity War is proof. <laughs> to, to, be, to be fair, though, they are on a TV budget. They don't have like three hundred million dollars like the Infin- like Infinity War. I don't care, man. I, it's been so long. Since <laughs> and Supergirl shows, was pretty good this week. It was alright, but it's been so long since like Arrow and the Flash has made me feel something so um, like something on such a, a visceral emotional level like Infinity War did. And even another superhero thing we're gonna be talking about this week, My, My Hero Academia. Academia. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was as if like <laughs> Marvel set up this game. Like, look at this. They planned Boom. it. Boom. 
Infinity War. They're like, Big Infinity War comes out this week. All right, this one, we're going to drop this episode. DC was like, huh? What's, what's, what's this week? Infinity War? What? Uh, I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> Batman Ninja, I guess. We'll throw that out there. Even though we didn't, I didn't watch that. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. We'll talk about that next week. But they were like, yeah, well, I guess we'll do that. I heard some people say it was pretty. I haven't heard anybody talking about it. Everybody's been talking about Infinity War. <laughs> I heard a couple people say it was pretty good. But at least over in Japan. Over in the world of anime, somebody was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, we got something for that ass." If you if you want a good, if, if you want a good DC universe, you got to go to Japan. Yeah, basically, <laughs> <laughs> I want this Justice League, Deku and friends, <laughs> Superman, Wonder Woman, take it back. I don't need any of it because my hero. It's been it's been a slow start. It's been revving up his engines the last couple episodes of my hero, but that first recap episode was trash. But yeah, this episode once again has proved why my hero academia is probably one of the best superhero shows on TV. Yeah, very, very Easily. much so. And for comparison to the DC shows this week, it's not even a comparison. <laughs> not even a comparison. <laughs> but we'll get there. We're gonna, we're gonna start off passionate with Infinity War. We're gonna lull into DC, and we're gonna end strong with my hero. <laughs> and then what's about news of the week, as per usual. But first, uh, as always, we have iTunes reviews. Uh, I want to thank everyone for sending some reviews. I think we have three this week, but like like I said before, guys, it helps out the show whenever you guys leave a review. Our iTunes ranking, all that jazz, uh, helps spread the word, and I'll be able to hear you from you. So the more the merrier. Send those iTunes reviews. I think we're probably gonna do another giveaway uh, at 200. We're at 188 now, so send them in. Be the final 12. First review comes from. Uh, Me Immaculate. It's a five-star review, and its title is Blur Vision, The Book of Forgetfulness. <laughs> Sounds like a Black Lightning episode. It, it does. Uh, you guys never get back to content you promised to cover on previous episodes, but still my favorite podcast. <laughs> what, what, what is he talking about? Everything. Yeah. Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's well, me. That's, that's more you. Uh, uh, I mean, I even said I wanted to talk about Krypton, but I haven't watched Krypton this week. Did you? No. That's right. Oh, actually, now that I think about it, you never uh, watched the Lego Flash movie, did you? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> Trash. I didn't figure you were. What's the point? He's talking about you. He's talking about me. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I'm going to hold up our end of the deal. We're going we're gonna to live up to our promises, guys. I'm going to watch these shows for next week, I guess. Maybe next week will be like the DC comeback week. So I'll watch Krypton and. Whatever. Guess, Fuck you. Krypton's Flash good. And, I guess I do have to watch Ace of Shield. It ended, right? Like, actual season no, finale happened. Not yet. Oh, so a couple no, ep- a couple more episodes left. Uh, I can totally wait. <laughs> Just, well, fuck we'll, you. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but and Lego, Lego Flash. Yeah. I will watch that for next week. It'll be a bunch of DC stuff. That and um, Ninja Batman. So, we'll do we'll do a DC week after this Marvel right. extravaganza we'll that. have. And then we, <laughs> Jordan, did you watch it? No. <laughs> uh, he goes on to say, thanks for correcting me a few weeks ago on Scott Snyder and stay nerdy, my blurry. I remember he, yeah, yeah, Scott Snyder, Zack Snyder, not the same guy, uh, to make it, uh, to make it up, make here, wait, to make it up, make here are two more black lightning facts. Oh, to make it up, here are two more black lightning facts. At 47, Chris Williams is the second oldest debuting superhero, only behind Ron Perlman at 54 for Hellboy. I didn't even realize that the guy that played Black Lightning was 47. Yeah, I didn't know he was 47. Man, Black Jeez. did not crash. I thought he was way younger than that. I thought he was like 40? Yeah, maybe early 45? 40s, late thir- late 30s. No, not that young. I no. thought he'd be like 40, 45-ish. Not... No, I guess that's close. 47. I was going to say, that's not that far from 47. Yeah. You're talking about 45. I was thinking Ooh, he was that two young. years. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> maybe 30, 40, more even 45 is pushing it, but like at least like 40. I didn't think like like almost 50. My, me either, but hey, black no crack. Unless, unless you're Don Cheeto. <laughs> oh, and here's the other one, other one he, uh, he left. Gamby may look familiar as he was Raiden in Mortal Kombat. I did not realize he that. He is? Oh. You, you can, now that he says that, I'm like, oh my God, he is. I, I, it's been so long since I've seen Mortal Kombat. I'm like, I can't picture his face. No, but I'm just like. Riding. He's Raiden. That's why he's so badass. You know what? New theory. Raiden. Oh my God. Riding, light, electricity, yeah. Maybe he's the father. <laughs> That's why he's so bad. Jefferson, I am your father. <laughs> uh, my theory is it's connected, and Raiden fell from being a god at the end of Mortal Kombat 2, and then he and became his power, and his power transferred to Jefferson. Yeah, <laughs> let's go with that. Uh, next review comes from, oh, but thank you, me immaculate. Uh, stay nerdy, my blurry. Next review comes from Plus. Oh, this is really cute. Their name is Plush. Ultra. Oh, that's cool. That is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a five-star review. And subject is smashing all night long. Hey. Awesome. <laughs> I can take, oh take that in a different way. <laughs> I think that was the point. <laughs> uh, I've been listening for a while now. Thanks to Anime with Jamie. Uh, since I found this show while searching for podcasts covering My Hero Academia. Yeah, we got to thank Jamie for that introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just finished season three, episode four. And I'm an emotional wreck. Oh, we'll yeah, get into so it. We. <laughs> Ooh, and after Infinity War 2. Right after Infinity It like, was like, yo! I'm still recovering from Infinity War. Then they gave me this episode. I'm just like. <laughs> I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of in shell shock from Infinity War. So I was like, I know it's Deku. So it's not, nothing's gonna happen, but. Is it? <laughs> I, got, I got so scared. Yeah, because I mean, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Can't wait to hear George's reactions. Well, he's got a sneak preview. <laughs> and Mr. Prediction Head's thoughts on where this season of My Hero will go. Hope you both enjoy Infinity War. I can't wait to see it. I appreciate your opinions and unique perspectives. Thank you for making my drive so entertaining. You are welcome, Plush Ultra. And once again, you have a freaking awesome name. Yes, you do. <laughs> so witty and clever. Uh, and the last review comes from our, our old pal, a.k.a. the Spider-Man Jacob 5-star review. Infinity War! <laughs> yes. Hey, everyone. My apologies for not writing a review last week. I was busy. Anyway, Infinity War was amazing, but it broke me as it did us. Mm-hmm. As I've been telling everyone that's been telling me that over like social media the past weekend, I've been telling them, um, now you know true loss. <laughs> now you've experienced the true depths of sadness. Just like Thanos in the Infinity Gauntlet comic turned Nova into blocks. And a whole bunch of different blocks on the ground. That's how I felt after that movie. I was just all broken into pieces. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was a reference too in the movie. That moment with you know. Well, I didn't want to mention the movie. That's why I went to the comic because we're yeah, not I'm talking. Just saying, yeah, I'm not gonna say who yet, but it's just that's cool. There was there was a reference to that. Yeah. Um. I never cried so much. <laughs> I've never cried so much during a movie. Michael, if you didn't cry at least at the ending, you are heartless. Wow. Even I mm. Kingdom Hearts. I'm a heartless. <laughs> <laughs> hearts. I, darkness. <laughs> I didn't cry. <laughs> I did, bro. Uh, even my dad shed a few tears at the ending. Wow. Anywho, gonna start binging Black Lightning now, as you should. It's on Netflix as well as some of your guys' recommended anime. Uh, a way to distract myself from Infinity War. <laughs> That's all of this week. Keep up the amazing work, true believers. And as always, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Love you guys. See you next week. 
don't steal my lines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good, great, ah, great hearing from you, Jacob. And I'm glad you like the Infinity War. I actually talked to him a little bit over the weekend. He was—he literally was hitting me up. Yeah, he he, like, he hit me up. Was like, oh, really? I saw Infinity War. I'm shooketh. I'm like me too. <laughs> he was like, I'm going in, man. I was like, you're not ready. He's like, I'm ready. I'm like, you're not ready. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he asked me. He was like, how am I gonna feel after Infinity War? I was like, I don't want to curse, but. He was like, oh, am I going to be fucked up? I was like, wait, aren't you underage? He was like, yeah, but I curse. I was like, oh. Who doesn't curse? (laughs) I didn't want to curse them. We live in the internet age, man. If you're over 13, cursing's fair game. That's why it's called PG-13. Well, maybe for him, but I'm like, I'm grown. I want to curse this little boy. (laughs) Why does he curse him out? Jesus. (laughs) No, not curse him out, but still. Anyway. (laughs) Let's get into the topics this week. Let's talk about what everybody I know is dying to talk about. Let's get into Avengers Infinity War! Avengers. I hope they remember you. No! I do hope those that survive remember everything. Oh, the emotions. <laughs> All right, man. This is it. The 19th movie in the MCU. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Before Blur Vision was even conceived, we were already like, what? How many years? I, I started this two years ago, really? So we were eight years deep into the MCU when I, we even started this podcast. I think we were already past Winter Soldier. Yeah, I was, I was, I was in college when Iron Man came out. Yeah, I was also in college. I dressed actually one of my first cosplays was I dressed up as Spider Man to go to the Avengers like the, the release day uh, to go to the movies and like it blew me away. I mean, people were like, "Oh my god, Spider Man! Hope he's in it!" Oh, how naive we were back then. <laughs> Avengers one. <Yeah. laughs> we're like, "Oh, there's a Spider Man cameo somehow." Yeah, no. <laughs> Nah, we'd have to wait until the Civil War for that. <laughs> but just think about that. Like, people, kids have grown up. Like, they were kids when the first Avengers movie came out. And now they're, like, going to college. That's crazy. I know, right? Makes me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are old. <laughs> All right, Thanos. <laughs> Benjamin, but I have the time, Jim. Combine, I, don't, so. I don't age. <laughs> but we've been hyped, bro. Every trailer... Every single little thing that's come out, we've been trying to avoid. I've been dodging spoilers on the internet, like Mission Impossible style, going through like laser beams, like <laughs> da, 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 da. No, like Neo spoilers. in the Matrix. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I, people! I've been like avoiding my direct messages. I've been avoiding any like just random comment sections, even my own comments on my Instagram page. I have not been looking at anything, and somehow I've always used to be yeah, spoiled I- slightly in the past, like in past major movies, but I didn't get any spoilers this time. Yeah, whenever I see a TV spot, because I made sure not to watch any of the TV spots, because they kept revealing more and more. I would run, yeah. I would run out the room. I would put the TV on mute and cover my eyes. Yabambe. I would turn the TV <laughs> off. Like I didn't see any of that stuff. I saw the Yabambe thing just because people like I, I couldn't not. Like, I didn't. We were I, like screaming on Twitter. <laughs> I, I didn't see it because uh, it came on TV and then uh, I saw it. And I saw, I heard him say, you Bombay, but then I ran out the room, so I didn't know what the scene actually looked like. Mm. But I was like, okay, I know what you Bombay. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but so. Uh, the translation is hold strong. Yeah, hold strong. I looked that it's up. Fucking dope. Yeah. 
And if you were to go by the trailers, you would think Black Panther was like a major driving force in this movie. Yeah, because I was like, what is he actually saying? Yeah, I wanted to look it up. Yeah, but he he's literally... I, I would say what's in the trailer is like 60% of what he actually does in the movie, which is like, wow. They totally like... you know. I, but it's kind of brilliant how Marvel's been doing the trailers. Because when we get into spoilers, there's been a lot of trailer trickery going on behind the oh, scenes. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. And it's like... I feel like it's fans who are like behind the scenes in charge of this stuff because they know how fans think. And it's almost like they're able to like like think a better thing. Someone behind the scenes is a better, better thinker than, than the actual DeVoe. Yeah. <laughs> because let's, able- put, let's put this scene in there to throw people off. Yeah, let's, let's change this scene. Or let's add this element. and let's, Or, or like, put them against this background. Yeah, and it makes you think like, oh, well, then let's like, you know, all of the like the people, like, all the nerds online do. Let's pick apart the trailer. Let's see like how these things might connect the dots to this, to how this movie might end. But the way they, they lay those breadcrumbs and kind of mislead you purposefully, masterfully done. Yeah, I definitely think Marvel, because remember I mentioned before, like usually the studio isn't behind who makes the trailers. They hire, they outsource it to another company. I definitely mm-hmm. think for this specific trailer, because uh, as gung-ho Marvel was about avoiding spoilers and stuff like that, I think for this movie specifically, they made they developed the trailer. I mean that would make sense if if not they actually they had at least a well, fan they, yeah, behind had, the scenes like actually going okay if we if we change this element maybe the fans will think this and we change that maybe they'll think this leading us purposefully in the wrong directions which is brilliant DC Warner Brothers they should do that for all trailers they should, mean, they should do it for all not trailers. just DC but like Jurassic World I hope they did <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it do you hear the pain in my voice <laughs> I'm like I doubt it <laughs> I know. It's, it's probably not the case because they didn't do that at all for the first Jurassic World, so I, I doubt it. But they should do it for all trailers moving forward because it it literally put me in a place where I, at the end of the movie I was like, you know, like at the eighty percent point in this movie, I thought certain things were going to happen based on what I had seen in the trailers, and that shit did not happen. Those trailers really tricked me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so kudos to them. Yeah, but I just want to stress what this movie means to us as fans. Because the first Avengers created nerd, nerd, uh, fan. It made fandom mainstream, and for Infinity War, I, I'm sure you're gonna talk about this in, in your in your news section. But for it to already be making headlines about it breaking the number one spot, beating the Force of Awakens as the biggest box box office domestic of all time already, that's crazy. People are already like, I don't know if it's gonna be Black Panther, but Jesus. It's, it, it is. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it has a very good chance to. It has a very good chance. Because we and, are thought it was going to be and, international. And, and, yeah, it depends. It depends on the legs. Because I mean, it's there. It does have some competition coming up. Where, unlike with like Black Panther, there was no competition for like weeks. I think the word of mouth plus what the <coughs> hype is already showing us. Because I, I mean, we got Deadpool and Star Wars and all that stuff coming out, so that might chip away at his box office. But we'll, so. I don't know. We'll see. I think we'll see. I think the, because of the way this movie is making everyone walk out of it shell shocked. Because like I, everybody's reaction is the same. Oh my god, Infinity War can't wait. And afterwards, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I heard. Was, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, part of me is like, I don't feel like this movie is for kids because there were some kids that were crying. I disagree. I and, think that's a perfect movie for kids. Did you not movie. think think back to when you were a kid? Like, what movies stuck with you? It was the movies that kind of challenged you, that made you like. This could be a kid's first introduction to death. Like, and that that stuff is poignant. Like for me. 
I remember back in the day. Do you remember see the the yeah? The but you know how some, sometimes nowadays parents are sensitive. They're like I, parents. I, I have seen parents saying like they they were upset that the kids were upset. But then in the day, like you know, if you be a helicopter dad or whatever, like Thanos and his Thanos copter, I have to bring it back references. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're gonna be that parent, whatever. But I'm just saying for the the kid, even if they don't like it at first, like think about Empire Strikes Back and how impactful that movie was for a generation because of how it ended with Darth Vader and like that 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 powerful ending of Luke Skywalker losing. Uh-huh. Or or think about in my life, like I remember um, Transformers, the movie, the cartoon. Where Optimus Prime died. Do you remember that? I didn't. I never watched Transformers. I mean, that was like, kind of before my time. I didn't right, watch. I had, I had VHSs. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch Transformers like that. Oh, Transformers. Where there's a movie and Optimus Prime dies in that fucking movie, and that that did strike a chord with me as a kid. I'm like, oh my god, they killed Optimus Prime. I was like, is that possible? <laughs> is that a thing? But I'm just saying, like, I think those movies are things that will like over the course of time proved to be something like I, I can't believe they did that can you believe when we were kids like it was like that remember even now when we think back to the movies back in the day it's like wow there's some dark shit in that movie that I didn't think about when I was a kid I feel like the kids now are gonna be thinking about that like with Avengers uh, with Avengers Infinity War uh huh yeah I agree and uh I think <laughs> I kind of feel like some nowadays we, we have gotten a little uh spoiled with like things like uh I was about to say Winter Soldier not Winter Soldier <laughs> The Walking Dead Oh. And Game of Thrones were like death. Yeah, main main characters dying. Where before they that hasn't been the case. Hey man, Marvel fans been asking for this shit since Age of Ultron. I remember, and I, me included, I'm guilty. They have no strings to hold me down. At that trailer, I was like, oh shit, Ultron's about to come in and wreck house. It was named after Age of Ultron, that comic line, uh, that mini comic where nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with the action at all. Yeah, but that comic was. It was dark. It took place in a dark alternate timeline where Ultron basically killed all the Avengers. So we all went into the Age of Ultron thinking it was going to be the first super dark uh, Marvel movie. It wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. So I, I I, didn't have as much of an issue that other people did with Age of Ultron. I think we both talked about that before too. Yeah. But like something like Civil War, when that was coming out, people were like, all right, Age of Ultron wasn't dark, but Civil War, people die in Civil War. Captain America died in, in the Civil War. <laughs> So Civil War in the MCU better be dark. And then same thing with the trailers. We thought, oh my God, is Rhodey going to die? Like, what's going to happen? Maybe Cap's going to kill Iron Man. Or Iron Man's going to kill Cap. No, not at all. No. That wasn't dark either. But I stand by that some emotional. There were some emotional moments. I, I was saying on my Instagram page that there's a high emotional stakes, but not like life or death stakes. Yeah, that's why that's why I brought up the Game of Thrones and Walking Dead thing. Like I think we've been conditioned because of those shows and how popular they've gotten that now we because ex- before before those shows came out, we didn't really expect main characters to die or anything or anything on that level, but because of, you know, things like Game of Thrones, now it's like that's what people want. They want to see main characters die. Where it's, but it's it's like sometimes you forget. It's like this is a comic book. What? I was I would say that the the person that would want people to die like in Game of Thrones like I feel like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are just mainstream especially Walking Dead. Those are just mainstream examples of things comic book fans have already had and and do want to see from the comic book movies. They do want stakes because even though you argue that in comics there are no stakes and everybody comes back to life, people die in comics. Like Walking Dead is a comic. Like people die all the time in a comic. Same thing with the the, the comics like the Avengers comics. Or even Justice League, stuff like that. The characters do die. There is a mortality rate in these comics that we haven't really seen translated to the Marvel Disney cinematic universe as much. Not as much, no. No, and, but there has been death. There has been. I was gonna say there has been death. Yeah, but people like they they want like main characters' death. 
Yeah. And Marvel was like, word. Yeah. <laughs> Thanos was like, was like okay. hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we got Infinity War. Every movie that every time we've had an Infinity Gym popping up in these movies, it's all been leading to this. We've been playing Thanos. You and I have talked about on multiple occasions that if Thanos was a trash villain, yeah, this would have been a mistake. If he's making a bunch of quips and shit like that, like Ultron. Oh, God. Like yeah. Ultron. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't do that. Their first mistake was saying, we're going to make him like Tony. Oh, you already fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you already fucked Whoever's pitch that was, is that was Joss Whedon's? Yeah, it's a bad pitch, bro. Bad move. I said, let's make Ultron the cold, calculated robot into a jokey, witty character. What? That's the opposite of what we wanted. <laughs> and you know what? I'll even say, in hindsight, I know we, we, we were saying, well, Thanos better be amazing, but Thanos in Infinity Gauntlet, he was pretty hokey. His whole thing was that he wanted to please his bitch, which was death. Mm-hmm. I want to please death, so I'm going to kill half the universe. And the Avengers can't stop me because I have the Infinity Gauntlet and I'm unbeatable. Oh no, Celestials. Like, it got ridiculous. Like, his his motivations were ridiculous. They were just, like, generic evil bad guy. But the twist is he wanted to fuck evil. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he literally would have sex with the so, incarnation yeah, of death. It was evil for the sake of getting a booty call. Getting his yeah, dick, getting so his dick stroke. It was stroke. even dumber. Yeah. <laughs> it was dark side. It's not because he wanted to do it. It's because he wanted to please. He was like horny dark side. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. And, and then, you know, like, and then it got ridiculous with, like, the celestials and the supernatural, like, out, out there elements. So, really. Yeah, I'll talk about that later in the news. Like, Russo Brothers addressed that whole. Oh, good. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. But, I mean, so, so really, even that was wacky. So, for them to take that character, for the Russo Brothers to distill it into what they did, to make it so powerful, to the point where I think. Thanos' plan was really better than even Killmonger's. It was more rational, more practical, more fair. <laughs> yeah. Less less driven by hatred. It was actually uh, driven by heroic motivations. More or less. I mean... Really twisted heroic motivations. I was going to say, he's more of a psychopath, but I mean... He's an anti-hero. And I'm like, Venom, he doesn't have to announce it in his trailer. <laughs> he well, is an anti-hero. I wouldn't call him an anti-hero. Like, I would say Wolverine. I would say Wolverine is more of a... In his mind. I'm not saying he is. Oh, I'm like... <laughs> in his mind, he is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I his, think in his in, mind... In his mind, he feels like he's burdened with this responsibility. Like, this is a responsibility only he can fulfill. Only he has the will to fulfill. He he sees it as a necessity despite whatever his own desires might be. And it's exemplified multiple times through his actions in the movie. And then also you see other sides. Because this, this is Thanos' movie. So you even see other sides of Thanos where you can go, okay, somebody with these this type of morality and this type these type of, like, these type of emotions, I can see how he's not truly evil. Because if you just saw one side of him, you might think like, oh, he's just a bad guy. But then you see other sides of him, and you're like, oh, he might actually genuinely think he's doing the right thing. He doesn't see himself as a bad a, a, a bad person, which is insane. The things he does are horrendous. Yeah. But yet, <laughs> he sees himself as like, no, it's necessary. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. But we're already getting into the movie, Michael. Before we get into all that, we got to give our non-spoiler reviews. If you're new here to Blurred Vision, our rating system is thus. I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. So, Michael, give us your 
we'll do a quick, concise, like, you know, just our general thoughts on the movie, non-spoilers. And then we'll just jump right into spoilers. I just want to just unpack this movie. All I just yeah, talk I just about want, favorite I'm ready, moments. I'm ready to just jump into it. Like, oh my god, I've been. It's like <coughs> it is like I, I went to a con this weekend. So I've been really busy, like you know, working on cosplay stuff. So Power busy. Rangers, so, Comic so, Rock so, Studios. So busy, hundreds of DMs. Yeah. But yeah, going to the con, literally every person that I bumped into, <coughs> like it was like meeting someone in an oasis. Like, have you seen Infinity War? Like, it was like you needed therapy and like you needed to decompress to anybody that was around you. Like, please, please just talk about Infinity War. Like, do you know what happened? <laughs> and yeah, even, like, even after we saw, we didn't really get to talk that much because we were going, we were, we drove separately, and I was like, I want to talk about it more. I wish we came together. Yeah. Well, then I was like, yeah, we'll save it for the podcast. And we're like, Jordan. <laughs> like in the movie, we had to we had to separate before we come back together. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like, what? How did you feel about Infinity Wars? Your overall thoughts. Uh but yeah, and your rating. But yeah, I, I, let me say this before I talk about what I thought about Infinity War. So as you mentioned, this movie was ten years in the making. And I'm going to do the Nick Fury quote. There was an idea. Mm. Stark, <laughs> Stark knows this, called the Avengers Initiative. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. Duh, duh, duh. See if they could become something more. <laughs> see if they could work together when we needed them to fight the battles we never could. And I bring, I bring that up because... Truth of the matter is, I got to give a round of applause to Kevin Feige because golf clap. Yeah, with, without without Kevin Feige, I'll put it like yeah. <laughs> yeah, without Kevin Feige and the planning that he's done between Iron Man one up to now and even beyond this, looking back on it, it's so cohesive. It's very cohesive. It's so well done. So many like throwaway references they make in, in passing conversations. This movie connects so many dots so, in the MCU. Yeah. He's like, oh, every conversation is so good. And pretty much the entire 10 years, not necessarily because, I mean, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been pretty successful uh, for the most part, but I would say everything hinged on this movie, more or less. If this, like we said, if it was less than a perfect vision, we both said it's kind of a failure. It needs to be an amazing dismount. What do people remember? The finale. The finale. <laughs> yeah. The beginning and the end. Exactly. And because you think about other cinematic universes, DC can't do it. The Mummy couldn't do it. Justice League didn't feel like a beginning. It felt like the it end. It felt like the end. <laughs> because it it was... felt like the end in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just I just had to get that out the way. Like kudos to Kevin Feige mm-hmm. with culminating this entire universe from start to finish and showing that they had a plan. Yeah, and the plan the plan did diverge in some point. Yeah, it, it diverged. And some, humans yeah. fell off, and but for the most part, yeah, it stayed consistent, running as well or machine. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, like it showed, like this movie was fucking like epic from the opening. Like when the movie opened, it didn't open with the traditional. Like you still saw the Marvel crawl, but usually you hit that whatever that music is it's all happy and boisterous and all that but no when this movie started it was like somber shit's about to go down like there was no loud adventurous type music it was just like a piano playing I was just like damn it already started even the opening music is dark yeah and that like the opening scene like I feel like that was like one of the best opening scenes of any Marvel movie 
And I'm not I'm yep. not gonna go into it until we talk spoilers, but yeah, that was like one of the best opening scenes. Agreed. I'm like, this is how you start a movie. <laughs> it's like, are you seeing yeah. this? <laughs> I'm like, fuck, what is those? <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> but yeah, like even the score, like everything was just like I was on the edge of my like. It, there was a certain part in the movie. Oh, I, I literally kept grabbing you. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> like the whole movie, I was like, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. It was either you or the guy next to me. I was like, I know Michael. So it will be weird. Do you though? I'm like, who are you? Why are you touching me? But yeah, there was, I think like halfway through the movie, there was a certain part. And it was also in the combination. I was starting to get cold. But it was more than just that. Like were cold? A little bit. But oh, wow. it was, it's part, yeah, it was it's, so hot from the excitement. But, but no, it's half parts. I was cold. But there was whole parts of the movie. Like my whole leg, my, my legs were like shaking. Oh and, wow! And part of it is because I was cold, but other part because I'm I've been cold before, but not that to that. Like, I was like sh- like you shaking the whole fucking movie, <laughs> and I never had that type of reaction in a movie before. Just had you skirt, <laughs> so you were literally shooketh. <laughs> I, exactly, that's why I'm like I was shooketh, wow. like literally shooketh, like my whole leg. I was like, stop it! St- like I was like I couldn't stop convulse. Like literally, I was convulsing in the whole movie. <laughs> I, was, like, I, was I about look to, over here, you see you. Seizure, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the Holy Ghost is Michael. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, like, <laughs> I can't even talk because I was like, because somebody asked me, "What did you think about this movie?" I'm like, I have no words. All I can do is scream. Like that after you posted that oh, meme of a vision screamer, I'm like, that's me. yeah. I'm like, that's me right now. <laughs> that's all I can do. <laughs> that's what it felt like, bro. As soon as I left the theater, I was like, oh, that's what it feels like. <laughs> Yeah, like all the the character interactions were gold. It made you uh, uh, like a disciple of like you know a apostle. Like you wanted to go preach the word of Avengers. Like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Thanos is coming. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> go see the movie <laughs> so we can talk about it more. But yeah, but because again, going back to the payoff of seeing all the individual movies, so now when oh, you yeah. see these in- interactions between you know Tony Stark and mm. Peter Parker, or Tony Stark, well, we saw that with Homecoming, but I meant Tony Stark and Doctor Strange, yeah, yeah, or the Guardians and 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 Thor, like even if they weren't like long moments, just the fact that we had the build up and we know these characters mm. from ten years, like we f- like. It was great to see those interactions and it was gold. And I got to say, like Thanos, he's definitely, Killmonger was my favorite villain. And it's crazy to say that because we were just yeah. like, oh, Killmonger just topped it. That's crazy. You're talking about uh, Marvel's bad villain problem? Pff, Killmonger proved that's not, that's not even like uh, relevant anymore. And Thanos was like, you thought that was yeah. a good villain, bitch? <laughs> move, move over, bitch. Move the fuck over. <laughs> I'm getting up a throne. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, Vulture's the best villain. Then it's like, oh, Killmonger's the best villain. And then Thanos like, nope, got you. So, mm. yeah, this is de- – and, and, and when uh, the Russo brothers like, this is going to be – Thanos's movie. I was like, yeah, it's probably, he's probably going to get a couple scenes. No, this is Thanos's movie. Yeah, but I didn't feel like he had that he, many yeah, scenes. He didn't because they said he had the most screen time. Like I didn't necessarily feel but that. When you, but when but you the, think about but the, yeah, how the many scenes characters that he, there yeah, are, yeah, the scenes that he had. Yeah, but you think there's like what twenty characters or so, something like that. Like I think it's more than that. But yeah, probably yeah, it probably is more than that. But I just mean like spread over two and a half hours. Like the most screen time translates to not that much more than everybody else. 
but in terms of like you know relative to the movie, he hit the most. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I guess but it was balanced well. Everybody had I go say before a good amount of screen time. And I guess they they calculated by saying, well, it's just him more than more or less specifically yeah. as opposed to like oh, well, it's a little bit of Iron Man, a little bit of Doctor Strange, a little so. I think that's probably how they calculated more mm. or less. Like he's te- definitely technically main- speaking, he has the most screen time. Like you could call this Thanos Infinity War. Yeah, you could, it could be his call movie. it Thanos Quest. <laughs> yeah, really, it, this could be his movie. Yeah. So yeah, he he was he was great. He was great. I, I hope. Actually, I, and on that on that note, it ends with Thanos will return. That's, yeah. like a, that's a total like if that's your solo movie like Iron Man Iron Man will return Black Panther will return. It treated him as if he was the hero of this movie and he got that. Like like that in credit like stinger of like yeah he's, he's coming back yeah he's coming back and I'm and, and funny enough like I was gonna say like I hope he comes back even after Avengers four like I want to see more of Thanos like I hope they don't mm. do the typical Marvel trope and, and kill, kill the him. villain yeah I would I'll be like oh come on you killed Killmonger you kill like don't do this to Thanos <laughs> but yeah overall like I loved this fucking movie mm. so perfect you vision. Perfect vision. No, Uatu vision. Uatu vision. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus ultra vision. Oh, plush ultra. <laughs> plush ultra. <laughs> so cuddly, soft, and warm. <laughs> That's actually how I feel. I feel. I felt warm inside just anticipating this movie. I've never felt. Before I get into even how I felt about the movie, I talk about our theater experience. I've never been in a movie theater where I could feel the energy, like. I could tell we went opening night, so everybody there were, were fans. This movie it bridges the gap between the comic book fan and pleasing that, and also pleasing the mainstream MCU fan. And those two things are very different. We're comic book fans. We're also MCU fans. My mom really probably just an MCU fan, <laughs> not so much a comic book fan. Uh-huh. I have to say it. I have to compare it. But things like BVS and Justice League, those are not movies for the fans. Those have just throw away like like a montage of yeah, the best trying, of scenes. They're trying to appeal to like everybody without they, appealing to anybody. I think they, they are trying to appeal to comic book fans, but they don't understand that by just having comic book moments, that doesn't necessarily mean that your story or characters or the things you built within your own movie are actually good. Just that you're referencing things people like. That's not the same thing. You know what I mean? You have to make the actual... Yeah, I mean, they they, they have, like, panels from the comic books, but I'm like, it's not really... Because you say a comic book fan. Like, is that really Superman? No, no, no not really. Like, No, but he does things that are from the comic. Like, yeah. remember when he, did, he lifted that truck? It was just, like, in that comic book panel. Remember that? Remember in the cover? Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> who, who cares? Yeah, it's shallow <laughs> stuff. It's like making a, a shitty cake with all the best ingredients. They don't know how to actually congeal those things into cohesive, actual delicious cake. Um... I want cake. Yeah, me too. Thank you, you, Jordan. (laughs) But I have to say that because something like Justice League compared to this, this is everything Justice League tried to be and failed. This is the second coming of what made fandom mainstream in the first place. This movie had all the same earmarks to me. When I watched the first Avengers, just watching Tony Stark and, and Steve Rogers meet for the first time, just their conversations, Stark. Stark, Captain. Captain. That gave me shivers. It, it made me sit on the edge of my seat in, like, in awe. And once again, the Russo brothers were able to hit that same tone where just the characters interacting, just just uh, Bruce Banner being caught up. And yeah, it's kind of his exposition. It's just kind of like, oh, in case you, you missed these movies, here's some like quick backstory. But just 
Bruce Banner being caught up by Tony Stark about what's been going on. Oh yeah, we've been in the Civil War. You weren't around. Just those conversations. I'm getting chills right now. <laughs> right yeah, now, kudos, I'm getting chills just talking about it. Kudos to the Russo it. brothers, because I can't imagine having to take on this giant task of putting together all like even Joss Whedon who had no, way yeah Joss Whedon who had way less characters was yeah. burnt the fuck out from Age of Ultron Age of Ultron burnt him yeah. out yeah so but, taking this on like Jesus there was no wasted space every conversation had a point every word said that's why I love like the, the script writing is so tight in this and the pacing is so good it's so fast every, every scene carries into the next everything ties back together and at the end yeah we break into like three different divergent stories but it all comes together into one thing at the end because they all have one goal unlike the, unlike the Flash <laughs> and unlike Justice League like that thing is tra- and the fact that they were able to give it an emotional core with a villain that actually you can relate to and does have a lot of really impactful emotional scenes and he spoilers not really spoilers but just saying he does take away some of the characters we love by the end of the movie so it's like bruh you blew me away bravo <laughs> but yeah just being in the theater like people applaud it twice before the movie even started yeah twice twice <laughs> and then right it, when the previews ended and the movie's about to start and then when the actual opening crawl yeah like there were so many like this is a movie for the fans though for the MCU and for the comic book fans because there were so many moments with just characters showing up that created genuine applause. Like, and I applaud it. I usually don't just like, I, like, I, I don't know. I, unless something really moves me in a theater, like my top movie experiences, that's when I get really like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. You've seen it come out in, in moments where you player one. You've seen it come out in moments in, uh, what was it, some other stuff recently that maybe geek out like that? Uh, this... Uh, oh no! But I'm saying Ready Player One. The difference between this and Ready Player One, though. I would say Ready Player One, and that's pretty much. I mean, you had some moments in uh, Rampage, but not really. Nah, not really. Yeah, not really. You're just like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. But yeah, on this on this level, no, it's just Ready Player One. But even Ready Player you One was a, a little. Witness, yeah, I was gonna say even Ready Player One was a little tame. The entire movie, I am turning like, you. You, <laughs> didn't, you didn't you didn't touch me as much as Ready Player One. No, I was like, I need to hold on to somebody because I just an adventure like, that I can't handle. I'm glad I don't have like physical boundary. Like, why are you touching me? <laughs> I felt bad at first. I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry. You're you're technically my date now. So. <laughs> like you, I got something that I'm like, ah, I'm you, you didn't put out though, so no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. It's a terrible date. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there were moments of pure fan joy that hit the entire theater. Oh yeah, there there's, were, there's a moment I wanted. To, I'm going to talk about. Oh, later. we're going to talk about all, uh, all the moments. But there were moments of pure fan sorrow that the entire theater felt. And like you could you could feel like a wave hit everyone around you, like I did not expect to cry the way I did. This was a new kind of cry for Jordan. There was a moment in this movie that like it was almost like I I literally burst into tears. Like I was in a <laughs> tears flew up my face. Okay, and I, I think it's the moment everybody had that same reaction, but. I was not expecting this movie. N- having read the comic, having known the source material as intimately as I do, for it still to hit me, for it to be played out in such a way that it was still so emotionally evocative, I, I can't give this anything less than a Uatu vision <laughs> or a Beyonder vision, whatever you want to call it. A plush ultra. A plush ultra. I don't care. And, and, and funny enough, and 
only because this is the most recent recent movie I can compare it to. There, there was a certain point in the movie that I've never heard an audience so quiet. Mm-hmm. Aside from like a quiet place. Yeah, and I don't think it's. I don't think it's just that it was quiet. It was just that everybody could. It was like the the space between a gasp. <gasps> like everybody was like holding their breath. Because yeah, like, the way like, it played like a, out, like in a quiet place. Yeah, the way it played out was like, oh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> White knuckle thriller. That was that moment. Like, it ex- to say this movie exceeded our expectations is an understatement. And it could have gone so easily the other way. It could have so easily been a Justice League. It could have so easily been an Age of Ultron and been like pretty good, but not great. But it was able to not only hit the tone of so many different movies that like built the MCU to this point. Could we go to Black Panther's world? It feels like Black Panther. When Thor's in the movie, it feels like Thor Ragnarok. But for it to pay off so many individual movies so expertly, 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 expertly. There we go. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, like it took it, a couple takes. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like. The genuine end to like solo movies like Black Panther or Guardians of the Galaxy or Spider Man. It felt like there was a or Iron Man or Captain America. It felt like the characters that we watched up until this moment. And if you've never seen any Marvel movies going into this, you have no idea what's going on. This yeah, movie's you don't. not for you. It's not, not at all. That's why I meant. <laughs> yeah, it is that not before. apologize because I not saw a couple people. I saw a couple people on Facebook. Not that not anybody I know, but people responding to. Uh, criticisms like they're like oh yeah there are a couple people that only saw black panther and they went to see this movie and they were mad because they didn't know what the fuck was going on that's your fault or it wasn't a black panther movie that's your stuff. fault <laughs> it's like yeah that's your fault it's not like you're stupid it's yeah. been 10 years leading up to this of course you're not gonna know what the fuck's going they on they try and give you the connective tissue they try the talking, but it's like just if you just watch avengers but even then it's like you still if this is the only no, or you only saw like two so, movies you're missing 90 percent of the the emotional core yeah because most of it is just character interactions mm-hmm. it's not really character development or anything like that it's and that payoffs because, character yeah, development payoffs, payoffs yeah so if you haven't been following the character from their inception then you don't get the emotional payoff of where their character ends up here and they do that so well for so many of the different characters for so many of the different movies like we said what do people remember the finale and this movie could have stumbled but if it didn't land like greatest showman with the this is the greatest show <laughs> like the the it's everything you ever want oh, everything you ever need <laughs> and it's here right in front of you and it's about to be snapped away <laughs> <laughs> oh let's get into let's get into spoilers bro let's talk All about right. this movie let's, let's let's try and go uh, chronological. Let's start from the beginning. Right. Into well, the before we before we talk before we talk spoil, I know this isn't a YouTube page, so people can't see me, but I'll describe it afterwards. But I gotta, ah, I'm dread. I don't want to do it, but I gotta do this for Jordan real quick, guys. What? So bear with me. What are you doing? He's standing it's, up. It's, it's from the movie. Yeah, I'm standing yeah, up. I'll, 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 just, I'll describe it afterwards. But well, he's standing up. I can describe it. All right, he's standing up. He put his hand on my shoulder. Oh, he's knighting. Oh, he's the Jordan. You are now officially kid prediction. <laughs> yeah, he gave me the the, the you're an Avenger now thing that Tony Stark did yes. to Spider Man. Yes, that's the, exactly the what I did. You're <laughs> an Avenger now. <laughs> Is it because of my prediction of Thor's eye? No, no. Actually, what made what made me what made me do it? I was like, I'm not gonna give it to him. I'm not gonna give it to him. <laughs> Don't you resist? <laughs> but I was like, it was the it was a Thor's eye thing. Hmm. I'll give you a half a point for the snap. 
half okay. a point. Okay, all right. We had a big debate <laughs> no, after this yeah, movie. Yeah, I'll give ended. you a half a point, but okay, not we'll, a full point. We'll talk point. about it later. Yeah, we'll but... talk about it later. But what made me go, all right, I'm going to give it to him because uh, it beats Force Awakens. Oh, that's right. I just said it was going to be number one. Yeah, and I said I don't. I, it wasn't going to do it. It wasn't oh, going to be Force right. Awakens. Well, so I took like, three things. So three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll give it to him. When all your predictions align, then the you ca- shall become the, 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 the Council of Mikes have have met before okay. the podcast. I'm I'm honored, sir. I'm finally. I'm glad to be given a chance. We keep. I won't let you down. <laughs> I won't let you down, Miss Prediction Head. Don't don't fuck it up, Wally. <laughs> I'm, like I'm, I'm gonna be a better mentor than Barry. <laughs> Please, or or even Tony Stark. <laughs> Please, well. don't let me, don't let me, don't let me go. I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I we'll get into that. Let's let's start with the beginning, because you even kind of mentioned it in your review how the movie started. It was like, oh, we ain't fucking around. There's no da da da, da like there's in the scroll. Yeah, the, kudos, uh, the to Al, thing. kudos to Alan Silvestri that he re, he re, he remade the. Uh, he was the original Avengers mm. uh, composer. He finagled that theme to make it sound darker. Did he do the entire soundtrack? He did the entire. He, he did the entire score. So kudos to Alan Alan, Alan Silvestri. Oh, okay. Wow. Because it was a great score. Yeah, and he brought up he callbacks to like the Black Panther score or Captain America, like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which actually came from James Gunn. They he he threw that idea to do Rubber Band Man. I'm jumping forward, but since you mentioned the theme song, the mo- the first moment that made me cry tears of joy in this movie when Captain America showed up, and I know that part of it was shown in the trailer. But this is the difference between DC and Marvel. And that Avengers theme started. And the Avengers theme kicked in. And, and after a fact, I did see that that was a TV spot. I am so happy I did not see that as a release scene. Yeah, why, why would you release that that's scene? That's why I'm so glad. I, I'm glad I stayed away from those TV spots. And me usually too. I'm the type of person, like, I don't care about spoilers. That would have ruined it for me. Like, like yeah, I, like, I don't care about spoilers. Like, way back in the day, like, when Buffy and all that stuff was on, I would, like, after an episode end, I knew this website that I would go to. I would read the entire episode mm. of next week, and I would watch the next episode. I would still be excited as if I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> but even though I still knew, like, now oh, this is... and jaded, so... <laughs> yeah, but now I'm just like, I don't want to know. Like, with this movie, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't know anything. Same. Because that's what ruined um, the Hulkbuster fight for me in Age of Ultron. I had seen basically all of it by the time it happened in the movie. Yeah. So it was a cool me scene, too. but like it, it landed flat on me in the movie because I was just like, I've seen it, so I'm just waiting for it to end, basically. Um, but that was not the case. And I'm glad I did not see that Captain America introduction because, God damn it, it was just Falcon, Black Widow, and Captain America. But that might as well have been the entire Avengers to me because yeah, when that they, theme kicked in, I was like, oh, this is fucking epic. And they whooped Pops well, they Midnight's ass. Midnight and the other guy's ass. I forgot his name. I don't know. Who cares? The, the dude with the, the glaive. Corvus Glaive. There you go. Oh, wow. That's really his name. Yeah. <laughs> his weapon is his name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're just humans and they're fucking them up. I was like, God damn. Vision was getting the mittens from Corvus Glaive, but Falcon was whooping his ass. I was like, go, Falcon. Yes. <laughs> For the first time, I was like, actually, Vision, Vision got nerfed in this movie. And, and they even wrote it, I thought you were formidable. Well, he got. The, yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Vision. <laughs> but it was smart to take him out right away. But yeah, when Falcon and Captain America and Black Widow trifected their asses, Oh my god. I was I turned to you like <gasps> so fucking awesome. It was shown in the trailer, but without the context and without that emotional beat of like the Avengers theme kicking in, it was did not do it justice in the trailer. So I'm so happy that oh it was not spoiled for me. But let's start from the beginning, man. Cause we even we talked about 
what could possibly happen to Loki. Loki wasn't in a lot of the, any of the scenes aside from the ones he was in the ship on the trailers. There was no scenes of him outside of the Asgardian ship. Yeah. We kind of speculated. Yeah, we we saw that. Yeah, we both predicted. Is is this where Loki might actually yeah, he's, die? He's gone. Yeah, man. Boy, before that, let's. I, I kind of suspected, but then I was like, huh, it still it still hurt when Heimdall died. Well, let's go even before that. Let's <laughs> keep jumping backwards. Yeah. The, the well, way to, well, it, let's it, start. The movie started with you before before the screen faded to you saw the uh, the wreckage of the Asgardian ship. You heard the somebody the, the doing the SOS. SOS. I think it was a really cool touch. Instead of having like instead of having the theme song play in the opening crawl, it was just the SOS. And was that Loki? I couldn't tell by the voice what that was. I don't, I don't think it was Loki. I think it was just a regular Asgardian. Okay. And Thor did mention that only half of the Asgardians died. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's what Valkyrie and Korg and, Korg. and all that. They, they are no they, shows. They, they, yeah. They got in an escape pod and went away. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see five packs of that maybe in Thor Ragnarok 2 or whatever it's called. The yeah. next Thor movie. But yeah, that opening scene, right away, they show you. Thought I was like, no fucking joke. We speculated, hey, like, how? who's going to be the the Mephisto of the, the Infinity War if it's not, if it, Mephisto's not introduced in the MCU? He didn't need one. No, he did have one. It was, they You're ended up making Ebony, Ebony, Ebony Maw. Yeah. He ended up basically just being his hype man. He was like, y'all don't want shit. When Thanos comes to town, well, this motherfucker well, is the strongest. Say, that's not because that's, 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 the, that's the role he played in Infinity the one we were supposed to read. And oh, really? And didn't read. Oh, well, yeah, that's, well, his, that's, well. His, that's his actual... That's what he does. That's his hype man? Yeah, like he has like... He's a, he's the hype man. He's well, a, he still served both roles. Yeah, like, he, it, it didn't feel like the same kind of relationship as like, he had with Mephisto and Infinity Gone. His underling that was kind of the dude like, like the man of many words. Because mm-hmm. Thanos, I like that... At first, Thanos isn't even saying anything. And I'm, glad it's, they, it's just, I'm glad they also paid off something. Like he always fucks with Doctor Strange. So I'm glad they kept, kept that in the uh, movie. Oh, right, Lily? Yeah, like oh, okay, him and Doctor cool. Strange have a thing. Yeah, Kirstie's good were great. Yeah. But just that, like the fact that it didn't even start with Thanos talking. It started with another guy talking about Thanos. About Who's Thanos. standing right there. Yeah. But he's like, you don't want shit Yeah, you don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is my dog right here. You don't want... He'll he gonna... destroy you and it's mercy. I'm, holding him, him, I'm holding him back right now. Yeah. <laughs> but the entire conversation between... Uh, Cor- like uh, Ebony Maw and Thor. Thor's already getting beat, beat the fuck out. They don't even show you what Thanos did. Like they don't. They. I thought it was gonna be a whole opening scene where they show you the destruction of the Asgardian shit, but it no, opened. I, it already done. Yeah, I, which I think is better. It is better because it, it builds up the the, the Thanos' presence. Because like, yo, he beat Thor off screen. <laughs> Although I heard a well, it was crit- terrible because it completely reversed the ending of Thor Ragnarok. I was just I was just about to say oh. I, I heard a criticism of you know people saying oh well you know Thor Ragnarok ended with the whole oh, oh Asgard's not a is a place it's a people and you save half the people but then the next movie they're all dead. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, the next movie they're all dead. So somebody Jeremy Why Johns Jeremy Johns was like he didn't like that. I didn't watch this as a review. Yeah, he said he didn't like that. What that makes it even more impactful. That just means that Thanos is because he because his his essential his essential criticism was just like it kind of erases the ending of Thor Ragnarok. And I'm like, yeah, but you knew this was happening. Like this was coming. Not even that. I, I don't think that doesn't. I don't think that takes away from Thanos. I think that makes Thanos a bigger threat. Yeah, it, I agree. Yeah, because it, it it shows you the threat of that. He took out Asgardians. Asgardians ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah, and it took away like Thor's like a lot of his last attachments. And like there's a like that's a really important part of the the movie later on where he has a moment alone with Rocket Raccoon, 
And that was emotional. Just like Thor Ragnarok, they had that one moment, just like in the elevator scene with Loki, they had this one moment in Infinity War with Thor where it was like he breaks, there's no jokes, and he just has a really emotional like line. And that's when he tells Rocket Raccoon, like, like, well, like I'm going to kill Th- Thanos, and if I die, you know, whatever. I have nothing else to lose. I was like, oh, and yeah, ah. like, the, like the cat, like the casting. Say what you will about like your criticism of the villains and all that other stuff, but like in terms of like Marvel casting the heroes, like Chris Hemsworth, like they've all like really sunk into these characters. They've all like that's why you don't want any of them to die now yeah. because it's like they're all perfect for the roles now. Like you mentioned, you <laughs> you mentioned you didn't like Thor one as much. You talk about his the eyebrows, eyebrows. Yeah, his eyebrows oh. and stuff like that. But even look at how he p- portrayed Thor in that compared to how he is now. Like he's Thor. Yeah. And like they've all grown in terms of how they portrayed these characters. So I, I just for sure. I don't want to see him go. <laughs> That's really what it is. No, <laughs> I think Thor might be safe in Avengers Four anyway. But oh yeah, I think Thor is safe. But I, 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 I have a predi- yeah. I, but we'll get to that later. But just that in that that opening scene, I love the callback one for Loki to be playing on the side of because at first Infinity uh, Infinity War Wow Thanos goes to kill Thor and Loki's like unless you give me the test yeah unless care. you give me the Tesseract yeah, I'm gonna like, kill him. He's care. like yeah I don't care go ahead and Thanos is like and. Donald himself is so soft spoken. That's not even soft spoken, but he's so articulate. He's so measured. He's not cackling. He's not like a generic. I will destroy. He's not stepping that's, that's racist, Jordan. I will destroy you. That's race. Are you trying to say purple people can't be articulate? What? <laughs> <laughs> that even sense. Josh Rose not even black. <laughs> he's purple. <laughs> I just mean he's not like like apocalypse yelling, everything they build will fall. Like he's not bigger than he needs. Like, he's a huge character, but yet he's not big like that. And I think that's what makes him more intimidating because he feels more real and grounded. He feels more like, look, yeah, he's not a mustache twirling villain. No, he's like, this is my mission. I'm gonna do it, and either you're gonna help me or I'm gonna torture you until you do it. How about that? <laughs> like he's just like, oh, okay. So then. Loki breaks, and we see that character development from. And again, kudos to Tom Hiddleston. Like you saw, like he, you saw the conflict of both him enjoying it and him crying. Like he was both smiling and crying at the same time. He's like, stop! Yeah, he told him to stop. But then he he breaks, and then I like the callback to where he fakes out Thanos and is like, "But we have a Hulk." And Hulk jumps going out. Back and to, yeah, going back it. to the Avengers. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, he thought back to Tony. And before that, he even called himself Odin's son. I'm like, oh, all these callbacks to like the Thor movies and the Avengers movie already in the first like five seconds of this movie. Already. I'm like, just from the dialogue, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, the, the the writing was... On point. I said yeah. no wasted space. <coughs> Fast pacing. But then it goes right into that, that fight between Thor... I mean, Thor. Uh, Hulk and Thanos. Hulk and Thanos. What amazing move to showcase how powerful Thanos is just with that one stone with the power stone but to have him go one on one with Hulk and I don't even think he used it in this fight because I don't think the I don't he did, did it was he? the moment where um, Hulk and him they they go into like the the classic Dragon Ball Z like grab each other like moment and like because like, I don't struggling. remember seeing the light I don't remember seeing the gauntlet light up in it that lit fight. up I when, think it was just I thought it was just him but I could no, be no, wrong it lit up when he started to overpower him like in that moment they were like they were like in a, in a locked in struggle and then Hulk gets his hands like kind of like you know pushed to the side. In that moment, the, okay. the gauntlet's glowing. Okay, so that's when like that's why he's stronger. I think I think it would have been more of an equal fight, 
But then, yeah, actually, that makes the most sense because right after that moment, because before that, Hulk was kind of rocking with him, and everyone all was like, no, "Let him have his fun." Let him have his fun. He beat him up a little bit, but then in that moment, his his gauntlet glue, and then that's when he rocked the fuck out of the Hulk. It was like it was like uh, like a boxing match in the best way. I wish the Black Panther fight scenes were this good. And, the, and this was all CGI. It was all CGI. <laughs> it was in the very beginning, just like the Black Panther fight. But, but the thing is, like, I don't know what the difference is because those two CGI characters look like a PS3 game, but this these two CGI characters, I forgot they were CG. There were so many times in this movie, I forgot Thanos was a whole CG it just, character. It just depends on how, how much you work on the CG and who does it, because don't, I don't think they always... I don't think the people that did the CG for Infinity War did the CG for Black Panther, did the CG for Spider-Man. I think they always... Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's just like, yo, you gotta do better. Because <laughs> when you can make Thanos, who's like a giant purple monster, I feel like he's human. And he's like the main character of this movie. But yet, Black Panther can't wear his suit without me thinking he's a fucking PS3. Yeah, I mean, if, when you have a CG, especially if your main villain is CG, like they have to look real. <coughs> Justice League. <coughs> <coughs> no comparison. Steppenwolf looks like trash compared to Thanos. Mother! Mother! But even just like, there was, like you couldn't read his expression no. nearly as well as Thanos. His and face didn't move really that no. much. Just his eyebrows and his mouth. From anger to sadness, you could kind of see all the emotions of Thanos' face, which is like, it, it was like Planet of the Apes level. Like, it was that good. Yeah, Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. Or even ju- ju- Jungle Book. But the way he throat chopped Hulk, <laughs> like, like, you, like the, that first hit that landed cold on the Hulk's throat, it was like, <laughs> Like, there's no wonder why the You got was... knocked the fuck out, man. Like, literally, he got knocked he's out. Like, beat the shit out of him. I know how to save his ass. But, like, there's no one reason. Like, there's no wonder why later on the Hulk was like, No! I don't want to come out. Don't make me fight also, this guy. It also makes me wonder. I'm like, why only Hulk, though? What do you mean? He couldn't send Thor. He couldn't send Thor away. I, th- I think that was maybe the plan, but he got killed while he just opened up the hole right away, right? And then did he mean to send him to Doctor Strange's, or did he just happen to conveniently land? Because Hondo, well, I don't know, because like he Earth? does see everything. Because I'm like, Hondo doesn't know Doctor Strange is. Yeah, he sees everything. He has to know who Doctor Strange is. Maybe. Yeah. So I assume it was on purpose, but the, that, yeah, that sucked. And right away, you killed the black guy first. <laughs> it's like, really? He just elbow though? Come on, that man. Was, that was a mistake. <laughs> but I mean, it, you know, it. Right away, it shows you that Donald's makes like he means business. Like, there's no, you wanted stakes, you wanted a dark Marvel movie. They fucking yeah, gave it to you. How just in the opening? In the very opening. Because yeah. then right after that, then you get the moment where he breaks Loki's neck. Yeah, after Loki tries to uh, tell Thanos, "Oh yeah, I'll work with you. I'll work with you." He tried to pull a Loki. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah," man. and like you know, in a, in a in any other movie, it probably would have worked. But in this one, Donald's was like, do you, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting on a chair. And then on top of that, years. I'm like, this isn't the first time. And I, I kind of wish they would have alluded to that a little bit more. Like, this isn't the first time they've met. Like, Thanos sent Loki in the first Avengers. So I wish they talked about that a little bit more. They didn't really touch on that that much. I except, guess that, but he except, did talk except for, if... except for uh, uh, Hulk mentioned it to... Uh, to Tony, he was like, "This guy that I'm talking about, he's the one that sent Loki mm-hmm. and the attack of New York." But I'm talking about when Thanos and when they were talking I mean, together, they, there was they, no they moment with them. Like they knew each other though. They talked like, "Like you failed me before, and you're gonna fail again. Like I'm just gonna do it myself. Fuck you." Like, you know what I mean, it, it 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 seemed like he knew what Loki was about. It wasn't like they just said it without saying it. 
like without explicitly going, and this is what we used to talk about when we were plotting to attack the Avengers or attack Earth before. Yeah, I mean, I didn't need it, but I kind of wish they had it. Okay, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, but yeah, and then in that moment, I, I was still scared for Thor, but to have like literally... I loved how Thanos would just step out. Like when he was done with the place or done with the person, he's just like, and now I'm going to leave you to suffer. Peace out, bitch. He was just, he was yeah, just going he just to his He didn't bother to kill Thor. No, he's left them. But he probably thought the explosion would. Did he, though? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just felt like there were sometimes he would leave people alive because he either respected them or he thought he had done enough. Like, there are even moments later on where he does that same thing to, like, to Iron Man. He just leaves. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. Whatever. Or even to the other, like, once he does what he well, well, does well, well, Iron Man, it was because Doctor Strange begged, pleaded for his life. Otherwise, he was going to kill him. Yeah, but even Doctor Strange, he didn't kill Doctor Strange or anything. No. He didn't kill anybody. But yeah, that, and that's that's the goal, show, uh, what I was going to say, uh, in terms of, like, his motivation, like, <clears throat> even though he's definitely a psychopath and, and a killer, like, you could tell, like... He feels like this is something that he feels like he has to do, but it's not necessarily something he wants to do. Like he doesn't necessarily get off on killing all these people in in a in a sense. No, he kills what's necessary. Yeah. Like if you're if you are preventing him from doing what he needs to do, he'll kill you. Or if he feels like or if you're part of the culling where he like he'll kill half the population, that's when he'll kill. Because even jumping to the jumping to the ending real quick and then we could go back to the beginning. Like at the end when where they zoomed on his face and you, you saw that he smiled. That because he, he accomplished his goal, this is this is what I was gonna say uh, before. Like you saw, he smiled, but you saw it was like a heavy, like he had a heavy heart. Like it wasn't like ha ha ha, I won. It was like, oh yeah, but you didn't even need the smile. It was like, I can, right I, yeah, it was, it, it was just more, and it was just more on the lines of I can rest now. Mm-hmm. Like I did, I did it. I mean, I want to talk about the pacing of the movie because it goes. Like, I, I love the pacing and how quick everything goes. Again, if you're not familiar with these movies, I feel like you might get lost. But if you are, I feel like it's very easy because they, they break it up into very digestible like bits where like one team goes in this direction, another team goes in this direction, but everybody has the same goal, so it all ties back together. So it goes right it goes right into stuff in the trailer with Doctor Strange and Iron Man and New York. And that's another criticism I heard I saw of this movie because because it has it's sitting at an eighty nine percent around tomato. So Which a good is crazy. so yeah so a good like ten eleven percent or whatever of the population didn't like this movie. And some of some Wait, of I didn't audience or critics critics I mean not not audience but oh, critics. Like critics are <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the audience. Like, oh, you need to know too much of the MCU. Yeah, I don't, really I don't pay. It. Yeah, I don't pay attention to the it's audience rating. But yeah, because some people, some people were just like, it was too fast paced. There was no time to breathe. Too fast paced. Yeah, this is a giant third act. Exactly. To the entire MCU this, being one like, movie. Like we mentioned, this is basically a payoff movie, yeah. more or less. So, so like, if you're not a fan, like if you're a fan, I can't see how you would not like this movie. I can't see how you don't love this movie if you're a fan. Like, what else did you want? <laughs> I, f- I feel the same Fucking way. Critics, because <laughs> I saw, I saw, because I don't read all the criticisms, but yeah, some of the criticisms was too fast paced. It was too much going on. It was no time to breathe. No, it was all, it was all action, 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 action. That's like, yeah, yeah, good. But it built up. It wasn't, it wasn't like some movies where it's just action for the sake of action. They worked up to this. Yeah, and there was a lot of character development in between the action set pieces. There were so many good emotional conversations. There were so many payoff moments. Like it wasn't just. Transformers is action, 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 action. This is not that. Like, get the fuck get out of here, critics. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I feel the same way. Fuck them. But I didn't know that we would even go right into like 
I thought the the New York stuff, like the attack on New York, was something like the midway point or something. Yeah, no, it came like that was in the very beginning, like right away. As soon as he left, fucking uh, the ship. Yeah, oh. and I like the little bit of rap because it felt like the end of the Iron Man movies. You get a little bit of rap with Tony and and Pepper, and like they're yeah, getting married, now. and and it kind of made me go, oh, oh fuck, Tony's gonna die because they do that thing where they talk about children and they talk about one marriage. more day into retirement. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, you're gonna die. <laughs> Don't say that. So you're like Peggy. Didn't, I mean, uh, Peggy. Uh, Pepper Peggy. didn't do enough. It's like, what did you want her to do? Like, what? Somebody's. I've seen people complaining that like Pepper didn't do enough. What's she gonna? I mean, it's, I she know. did exact. She essentially did the same thing she did in Avengers. She, she did was, too much Iron Man three. So how about we let her be? <laughs> let her just chill up on the sidelines while Iron Man does his shit, right? Yeah, like she served it's the same. Sexist thing. She served the same role she served in Avengers. Yeah. Like she was the. And, and granted, she wasn't an Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. which I think that was a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. But yeah, I mean, what what is Pepper gonna do? But I love that you jump right into it. We get we go right into Hulk falling Doctor Strange's like uh, his place. And then uh, Doctor Strange bring Tony Stark back to the Sanctum. Just their conversations. Again, this is like the nerd moments I'm talking about. Just, this is them talking to each other. When Spider-Man comes in later and like you know goes from the the bus, hey, can you give a distraction? And uh, and, it all, and it also goes to show because a lot of people, especially with Doctor Strange, people criticize, but like, oh, well, he's essentially the same as Tony Stark. Like, what's the difference between them? Because like they, they kind of in some ways have the same origin in, in the sense that they were both well, yeah, ass- we were in calling both him assholes. Magical Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, in the sense that they're both assholes. But just the fact seeing them interact shows that no, they're not the same person. It was smart to make them angry, like antagonistic towards each other. Because and actually, this kind of leads credence to them being alike. Because people that are similar kind of hate each other right away. <laughs> Usually, you don't like a person that's like you. So I feel like that kind of makes sense. Well, I would say, I would say they're not really the same. I, I think in the sense of, I think Doctor they're, they're Doctor Strange, Strange is ways. what. Yeah, they're both assholes in different ways. Yeah, I think Tony Stark's definitely the more egotistical of the two. Doctor Strange is more dry asshole humor. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just their conversations when when Bruce Banner came in and he just again just giving exposition really, but just. Him filling in the dots between this movie and the first Avengers and even Civil War. Like, I was like, oh, oh man, boy tingles. <laughs> Have more conversations. It was like, call Cap. And he's like, yeah, we're not. Don't speak in terms of Oh, Why? my God. And he busts out the we, cell yeah, phone. Yeah, we, we had a Civil War. It was like, I love about Jamie because Jamie pointed that out. That the little cell phone. Yeah, the cell phone. For, and like, it's, yeah. For Cap. And surprisingly, I didn't realize that they weren't even going to talk this entire movie. There was not one interaction between Tony Stark and, and Steve Rogers. No. Like he tries to call him, but as he he calls is when the invasion starts. Which we'll get into more in Avengers Four, but I because I have predictions. Yeah, oh, Mr. predictions. I could <laughs> be I could be wrong, but I mean, this movie destroyed a lot of predictions. That was like the, what really surprised me. Like they they were like, oh, you think this? No, this is gonna happen, bitch. <laughs> and a lot of it was because of the trailers. And I, oh, we even mentioned that, but the, how the trailers were different. Yeah. Um, but like specifically how that was, like the fact that Infinity Gauntlet had way less stones in those like cat moments in the trailers or even uh, yeah because at the end it only had he, in the trailer it only had the two stones but that was the end of the movie so he had, had all, all he, he, had, he had all of them except the uh, mind stone. the mind stone or even when he was on Titan they showed him he, again he still only had two stones yeah he had four at that he point. had four at that point yeah he had all, he, he didn't have the time stone yet but he still so yeah, it's the same thing they did with Thor, Thor's eye, and actually going with that Thor's eye thing. Kudos to that as well because that eye patch was CGI. 
that was, was CJ the entire that time? That wasn't a real eye patch. Did they show him take it off when he put it in his robot eye? Yeah. Yeah, but so we talking about the CG patch? <laughs> I don't wow, know. I don't good. know. I don't know if that moment where he took it off, they they put a real eye patch on him. But the whole time, as you see, it's it like glued on his eye, or whatever. Yeah. There's no strap or anything like yeah. that. That's all. That was all CGI. Wow, so Chris Hemsworth cool. talked about having to like sometimes he would forget because he had his eye. Like he he was like, oh yeah, my, oh he had to pretend. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Really? Why? Why do it though? Why don't you give him a real patch? I don't know. <laughs> I can't I'm act like, unless it's, I it's have like, It's not like eyes. we don't have a character in this universe that has an eye patch. Yeah, he has a, like, yeah Nick Fury has a real yeah. eye patch. Whatever. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, even that, like the fact that Rocket Raccoon, we talked about it and he literally had in his, his eyeball in his pocket. You're like, and I look at you, in his pocket? I look at you, I'm like, like, get off. Just like, and I'm, I'm like, this kind of on par with the Black Lightning thing where people are like, get the fuck out of here. That's how I felt when he pulled the, when he pulled I was the, dying in the theater. When he pulled it out of his eye. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> because that was the whole joke. He wanted a fake eye from that guy. So I was like, well, he's missing an eye. How's he going to get the eye? It was cool. That was a different color too. Yeah, it was a different color. But I'm like, well, my but my prediction still had some weight to it because I mean, at the end of the day, because I was like, it can heal him. But that's ended up what happened. He was pretty much on the verge of death until oh, they made the hammer, hammer yeah. and they was like, he needs the hammer to bring him back. Mm. So that's what I'm. But it didn't heal his eye. No, it didn't heal his eye. I mean, but, but if you think about it, the magic if magic can heal your eye, wouldn't Odin have done that? Like, what was Odin doing? Odin, just... Odin didn't have a hammer though. <laughs> Wait, would he make one? Like. No. The yo, yo, Peter Dinklage, real quick, can you make me a hammer so I can fix this eye problem real quick? The, ha- the hammer's for Thor. And it wasn't even like, I know we're skipping around, but it's just the Peter Dinklage part. I love that he was a cameo. Yeah. The dwarf that was the biggest the person biggest in the The biggest person in the whole movie. Hilarious. <laughs> and it was like the. Everybody was, I thought he was going to be like the voice of like Ebony Maw or something like that. Like, I thought he was just going to be a voice, not an actual character. But no. No, no. Giant Peter Dinklage. Yeah. It was awesome. Giant Tyrion. <laughs> but the tragedy of Iron, like Thanos taking his hands away so he had the big male hands. You can keep your life, but your hands are mine. It's fucked up. I'm like, how does he eat? How does he pee? Maybe they don't how, does he, how does he wipe his ass? Maybe they don't need to. Asgardians maybe not, maybe not need to. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, uh, it was just interesting to me that it didn't seem that hard if you have a cast to make a god weapon. Because he didn't really do any forging other than, yo, can you I'm open assuming, this thing real quick? I'm assuming most of the weapon was already forged because, like, the metal was already in the thing. He already had the casing. No, I'm saying the cast. You made the cast. So once the oh. cast is made. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying, if it's that easy, if the cast is already made for something like that, hey, Odin, want to fix your eye? <laughs> if that was the case. But obviously not. Obviously, science is the only way to fix eyes in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. But ha. Ha 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 Whatever, whatever. <laughs> fuck you. I already gave you your I, I already gave you your title. I'll, don't don't make me revoke it. I'm sorry, it was just too random. I was just like, I can't believe it. I, I could strip you it. of your rank! No! <laughs> I cast oh. you out! <laughs> uh but we're jumping around. But just the just even from the beginning. You might be part when, of this council, but you do not <laughs> qualify the rank of master. Don't make me go anarchy on this podcast. <laughs> But to me, it is Michael who is evil. <laughs> but uh, just like the Spider-Man jumping at the last moment, saving... Uh, did he save Iron Man? Yeah, Iron Man. Like, Hey, Mr. Stark, what is this guy's deal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's from space, and he's a, he's a wizard. <laughs> it's like, what? He's trying to go after a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Like, only in the MCU can you say some ridiculous shit like that, and you're just like, yeah, with Sp- all right, I got with, it. Yeah, when Spider-Man showed up, the audience clapped. But I'm just saying, like... The mainstream audience can hear that dialogue and be like, yep, got it. I'm in. Yeah. 
Marvel can make ridiculous shit like that work, and DC still can't make shit like I don't know, Dark Side work. <laughs> they even show Dark Side. They even bother. <laughs> Lex Luthor, Doomsday. Oh. We can go through everything. But I'm just saying, like, it, to to me, that's just a testament to how masterful the the MCU's been put together so far. And it's just a joke, but it's just like wow, like it really makes you appreciate how far we've come. Stanley cameos the bus driver. Could you? Ima- oh my, that was so good. But could you imagine back in Iron Man one that sentence being uttered to Spider Man? No, no, not even, close. not even. It's like it's never gonna happen. We're never gonna see Spider Man no. interact with these characters unless it's the animated. Nah, son. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but from right away, started from Sony. Now we're here. <laughs> but right away, Doctor Strange being kidnapped. I was just like. What are you doing, bro? I was on, I was on uh, Doctor Strange's side about not being like put to this. Like, Tony Stark was like, "Get the hell out of here!" If he wants your your magical gem and your little necklace, leave. I got this. Was dope. They never, and then, you know what? They never once mentioned where their armor came from. He said it was nanotech. He said it was nanotech, but, but he didn't talk about Wakanda at all. No, <coughs> I'm so I'm assuming it's not Wakanda. He made it himself because I don't think he's been to Wakanda. Yeah, but they released like their infor- like the the Wakandan information and possibly technologies after Black Panther. So the, my assumption was that's why. So he maybe had he got the maybe he got the idea from that. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, the fanboys, Tony Smart, he, exactly. As so I'm like, don't give him ammo. Yeah, he doesn't need Black Panther. He did it himself. So I don't know. I don't Even know. Even though later, Shuri definitively was like. But that was what, that was what bannered though. That's why I was. I wish there was a scene. But it was both of them. Yeah. Well, it but was, she was talking about. Both she was them. talking about both of them. Yeah, because yeah. they both created vision. She was like, "Why didn't you guys do this?" Science, science. science. Yeah. He's like, "Because we didn't think <laughs> of that." She's like, I'm, "I'm sure you did your best." <laughs> that was so hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, nobody's gonna talk about that though. <laughs> Defender's smartest. <laughs> but yeah, just again. So I'm, hope, I'm hoping. I'm day. hoping in Avengers four. Granted, we don't know if she's still alive, but she definitely is. I think it's gonna be Shuri and Tony Stark trying to. Yeah, I'm, out. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that she's she's her and Tony have a scene together, and I want I want to see her and Tony have a scene together. I want to see her. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say I want to see her and Peter have a scene together, but oh. never. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, this the, the intro with Ebony Maw and them. Um. Like, it's all with the Black Order for a little I'm bit. I'm just like, Doctor Strange, come on now. Sorcerer Supreme. Granted, yeah, we you still, were mad we, this we entire don't, beginning. Like, we still oh, we're your magic, bro. We still don't know if he's a Sorcerer Supreme. Like I said, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man are my two favorite characters. So, and, but and, Doctor Strange is some real like, yeah, but that wasn't until magic the, That wasn't until the end, though. But I'm talking about Ebony Maw. I'm like, come on, Doctor Strange. Well, let's, let's jump into this. Thing. Let's go from character to character. Because like Doctor Strange, I think his progression... I, again, he's been more Doctor Strange in these other movies than his own solo movie. Every yeah. single time. Thor Ragnarok, more Doctor Strange. This movie, this movie, end, way more Doctor Strange. Yeah, when he fights, uh, when he fights Thanos, Thanos, and he starts doing like the the mini arms of Shiva. The audience, shit. the audience started clapping. Yeah, I was like, yo, he's doing Goku after images, <laughs> Kagebushi no Jutsu, <laughs> and just the the, the oh, that whole battle was so fucking tough with Thanos. But yeah, he held his own against Thanos for a while. I mean, it makes sense, and like the uh, yeah. I, we're, oh, God damn it! I'm gonna talk about the. Yeah, we gotta skip it. Go, go, go back to the beginning. <laughs> uh, what part of the beginning? You, we're talking about. You said let's talk about individual characters. We're talking about uh, Doctor Strange and Ebony Maw. Then you said let's talk about individual characters. But yeah, so let's talk about Doctor Strange, and even like that goes in the part with the ending because like 
the moment where leading into the final fight, where he's doing like and like, lo- like looking into every possible timeline, and the oh, so you want you want to jump there? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to talk about that 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 battle and how he did hold his own for a good portion of the fight, and when he does get overpowered, Thanos is like, he makes mention of something that I didn't realize until that point, where he's like, I've noticed that you didn't use the the yeah. He said he said you have once. a lot of tricks. But you didn't use your uh, most your greatest weapon Even once. Once, but I'm like after I, during the movie I thought it was dope. But after the movie I'm like, why why didn't he? I, I know that the, the the maybe the threat of having it around his neck during the fight was too much, and I guess he's seen all those timelines. Maybe he's like, where's my warp on my neck? Straight out and used it. He took it away. So yeah, I'm pretty, I can't I'm pretty really sure. Argue I'm pretty that. sure there was a timeline where he did use it and it still didn't work. Because I mean, if you could control, but like why? Because I'm pretty sure it's if you, time, <laughs> but, but yeah, but at the same time, what is time versus reality like? Does, reality is not like it. It really changes reality. It just creates like an illusion that we know. Well, that we know of. Because I'm because I'm pretty sure him snapping changed reality. Like that's not an illusion. But he can't like change the reality of you having a time stone or anything like that. Like those, I mean, we, I, I'm granted we don't know. I don't know how. It, I mean, let's think about logically. Those two powers can't overlap. So it's not like reality was like actually changing reality anything permanently either like that like it was just like temporary changes because i'm guessing one infinity stone compared to like five i'm guessing maybe it doesn't there's no comparison like at some point maybe yeah maybe time will have the upper hand at, at for like a, I mean, time for, for a moment like if he does anything you would think he'd be able to go pause reverse that but i guess not i i, I guess not and plus that also to unlike with the gauntlet all he has to do is close his fist to be able to access that. But Doctor Strange has to do like hand motions and all that, but to access. It's like one so gesture. I think that might, so I think that might take it might take longer to do that. Where Thanos could just stop him before he does well, it. Kind of like say- with Ebony Maw, because he was about to use the time gem with Ebony Maw, but Ebony Maw stopped him right before he could finish doing his hand movements. Well, right before he kills Iron Man, first time. <laughs> like, like I don't understand even that. But I, like I said, he saw all these timelines, so you could very easily make the excuse that that he did all this already. That he tried and it didn't work. So it's fine. I'm just like, nah. I still at least I like to see one attempt time gem because Thanos did it. <laughs> Goddamn. We'll talk about that later. But I'm just saying, later he does use it. So I'm like, come on, Doctor. You you beat Dormammu with this. You can't try once. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But yeah, even like Ebony Maw, I I did like. I didn't, it didn't feel cheap how a lot of the big guns had their powers kind of nerfed. So if you're right off the bat, it, it did at least show. That there was a threat. You just couldn't just haphazardly use a time stone. Because even Ebony Maw was able to kind of counteract it when he was fighting Doctor Strange in the city. Mm-hmm. And like, can I just say that the action was on point for everything? Oh, yeah. The, the action was on point. From the first fight in like New the York. Russo, the Russo brothers and act, the action scenes. Granted, I know main directors aren't the ones that do action scenes. They have an action, choreo- action cinematographer. But yeah. whoever they have... As their action person from Winter Soldier to Civil War to mm-hmm. this movie, like that person is fucking gold. Yeah. And the cinematographer, too. Do the same thing in the end with the battle with Thanos when all the like the Avengers kind of team up against him there. Like, the battle was amazing. Yeah, I could see everything. <laughs> yeah, I could actually follow it. <laughs> yeah. And it looked crappy despite it being all almost all and CG. It wasn't a whole lot of shaky cam either. On a CG backdrop. All CG. It was like 99% CG. Yeah. I think part of that also has to do with the fact that they shot this movie on IMAX all IMAX cameras the entire movie. Mm. Some people did complain about things like War Machine and Hulk Hulkbuster. 
like a CG look kind of weird in some places. Not, not, show not to me. His head. I didn't really see it either. Yeah, I didn't see it. But I guess if you're looking for because Iron Man's face did look kind of weird in Civil War, but I didn't notice it as much in this movie. I might have just been too engrossed with like the, the shock. I, say, I didn't. I didn't notice any of that. Like weird, weird CG moments. Okay, but I like the movie how it was very easily. Like people say it's too fast, but like I like and hard to follow. But like they they break the movie up into like three parts. Basically, you got like Team Space, which is Thor, which I think was genius to take the comedic Thor and put, and him, put him with, Guardians. with Guardians, yeah, and have them kind of split off and do their own things. And that splits off into two teams, one with Thor and Rock Raccoon and Groot going to make his hammer, and then on the meanwhile, Star-Lord, Gamora, and the rest, they go to the Collector's base at first uh, to kind of cut Thanos off at the past to get the reality gem, right? Mm-hmm. Um... And then on the Earth side, you have Team Wakanda, which is everybody in the in Black Panther, uh, Captain America, Black Widow, blah, 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 you see in the trailer. But I mean, even aside from the comedy, it would make sense to put Thor with the Guardians anyway, because Thor is a cosmic level, outer space-like character. He's the one that travels the cosmos, the nine realms, yada, yada, yada. So it would make sense. Yeah, but it's just so great how they set it up for him to be there. For it to make sense. Yeah. They, like, they're the ones that answer the distress call, so he's the one that falls into the ship. And then like that, we've seen that in the, in the trailers too, but but we didn't know how they they came upon each other. Yeah, it was we, we just thought it, we just thought maybe they were just traveling and he just crashed and like smashed into their window. Mm-hmm. But no, they were going towards. And again, every moment with these characters felt like a continuation from their solo movies. So this felt like kind of like Guardians three to some extent, even when you just meet 2. Guardians 2. of the Galaxy. Two point five, yeah, yeah. Like groups of teen, their little conversations are like, oh, they're like a family now. And I love yeah, when, now now they all understand. Before they only Rocket could understand Groot. Now they all understand Groot. Yeah, it's adorable. And, and I like even Thor understood Groot. Yeah, because it was an elective in Asgard. In Asgard. <laughs> it was like you understand Groot. Oh yes, it was an yeah. elective. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, they should have just kept it the way it is in the comics. Asgardian can speak all languages. It's called it's called the All Speak. No, this is way more hilarious. <laughs> he took like a Spanish elective, basically, and he can understand Groot. I mean, it was funny, but I'm like, what? That's so random. It was have- cute. Because <laughs> like, like, this is a fucking dark movie. They have colleges. BBS is not dark. I mean, it is dark, but it, it's... It's dark, it in term- dark. it's dark in terms of like color palette and all that other stuff. Even in tone. Like gray wash. And- no, no. Even in tone, it's dark. But I mean, like, people would use dark as an excuse for people who didn't like BVS. But that's not why people didn't like BVS. People like BVS because it was shit, okay? This movie is dark. But just in its characters' interactions, because not everybody's dark all the time. Like, like for example, Thor, he was deflecting for most of this movie about how he really felt about his, his guardian family dying. Loki dying again, but yeah, it's not like real. Yeah, this movie did a great job of balancing the darkness and the 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 dread that they're trying to and the threat level that they're trying to get across. Like there were movie. jokes, a lot, and, of jokes. and the humor. Yeah, there were a lot like, of jokes. Yeah, like you said, not everybody can be brooding and dark like Iron Fist. Okay, <laughs> defenders. <laughs> but, but but it was all it all was true. To their characters. So like Thor was making jokes, but you could tell he was. It, it was like if he wasn't trying to make people laugh. Or make himself laugh, he was gonna cry. Yeah, going back to what I said about Loki, he too during that scene when he was talking to Rocket, he was smiling and crying at the same time. Where he was just like, "Yeah, I'm good," and you know, "I'm mighty." He he well, he hasn't fought me twice. Like he's making, but oh, you can yeah. see he's crying at the same time. It's like oh, he hasn't fought me twice. Now, so I'm like Chris Chris Hensworth. Oh, he hasn't fought me. Yeah, he did. He beat you. Well, he hasn't fought me twice. <laughs> I was like, oh. Thor, average movie is my Superman. Like. 
his emotional arc. Can we, can we just can we put this to rest right now? Going to <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. And granted, it's not because we had an argument about it, but just what? just the whole pan. We're gonna put this to rest in the whole geek pantheon because Blurred Vision said it. We're gonna settle it. Thor is the might. Thor is the strongest Avenger, isn't he? Yeah. Remember going to Thor Ragnarok? Thor, strongest Avenger. Oh. Incorrect. Or Hulk. Uh, well, Brute, now strongest he is. Avenger. Yeah. That storm, like the Stormbreaker. Well, until Captain Marvel comes. <laughs> yes, until Captain Marvel comes. I mean, but even then, kind of arguable. I was gonna say even before Scarlet Stormbreaker. Witch, I wonder. I was what... gonna say even before Stormbreaker, he took a fucking star to the chest. <laughs> but at the same time, like Donald still kicked his ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's super durable. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying like in terms of like raw power. Because once he got Stormbreaker, he I felt like he could have sold Thanos. I mean, he kind of did. He did. Like Thanos was using the gauntlet, and Stormbreaker still went through all of that. Yeah. He's like rainbow bees, <laughs> but but I'm just saying like Thor through his emotional journey from Thor one to now, and then when he shows up at the end of this movie, that again another it, the I, audience clapped. I cried it, in his original suit. In his original suit, I, I didn't even put that together. That's true. Yeah. Um, but the like, his entrance. On the level of but Gandalf, yeah, since, since you, yeah, since you jump no, on yeah. the level of Gandalf in Two Towers, when Gandalf comes back at Helm's as, Deep, as the white, yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh! but no, since you jump to that, I'm <laughs> like, I've never came so hard in the theater when he, not just when he came back, but when he was like, bring me Thanos, and then the whole screen got dark and lit it up with the electricity, and his oh, eyes, his eyes were glowing, yeah, and his eyes were glowing, and he slapped that hammer down. I said, ah. Oh! Dude, it was better than anything, any Superman moment, even for, I love Man of Steel, but I had a scary, anything. scary movie explosion moment. It was a Superman moment. It was like, the chips are down, we're being overrun, someone please, we need someone to save us. Who's our MVP? Somebody. Thor comes in. I'm like, ah, oh, Somebody awesome. save me. Because even, oh man. We got, we got. There's so much to talk about. Because even like Captain that's why I said I was like, do we even gotta talk about the DC stuff? We could talk the whole three hours could be about this movie. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> and then news. Because in that final battle was skip again, skipping around. But even in that final battle, they showed the beginning of it in the trailers. But my God, no, yeah, I was gonna say not even because even like. In the trailer, like they, you saw the moment where like Hulk and all of them were running. They like they were doing a charge. No, they showed the they showed the actual charge. But the 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 background was different because no, because it looked they, they like, showed that charge too. Well, they I was gonna, different charges. I was gonna say there was a charge where they looked like they were in the forest area where the final battle took place. That didn't happen. In no, the movie. that didn't happen. Yeah. No, but I I'd, I had seen that charge in the it's in the trailers even uh, when the outriders were running through the field and they, they oh collide. yeah they yeah they show that yeah yeah but even I've seen that. The actual of them charging with Black Panther and Captain America in the front with like the light, like the the sky behind them and shit. I saw that in TV spots too. No, I didn't see it. That's why I'm glad I didn't watch TV spots. But yeah, can we talk about since we're talking? Let's talk about that charge, bro. Like when when T'Challa and, and Steve running for bucked in front of everybody. I was like, oh. it was so dope. No, let's take a step back. When my man T'Challa said, uh, we were like, this could be the end of Wakanda. I turned to you and I was like. No, <laughs> Wakanda is a. I, that was Wakanda that, became Mb- a character. Mbaku said that. Yeah, this could be the end of because if they said that it would be the glorious ending in history. Because the the idea was if the outriders outflank their their perimeter, they could destroy them from both sides. And like, okay, so we got to keep them in front. So let's yeah. open up the barrier let's open up ourselves. The barrier. And like, but the the risk of that is they could overrun the city. So 
him going Wakanda forever. Like, I felt that shit. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, when did Wakanda become a character in itself? Because I was like, if this movie ends the with Wakanda, Black Panther being, movie. But Wakanda, if Wakanda is destroyed in this movie, I would be as upset as if a character died. I was there. I was like, fuck, man. So with the child and, and fucking Captain America ran forward Yeah, when they ran first, forward in front of everybody, like they were booking. And they started comboing together. I was like, oh, it's so fucking tough. So I'm like, oh uh, can we get a moment between them, like, and the end of Justice League where you saw Superman and the Flash racing? I want to see Captain America and and Black Panther race. Bro, it was an amazing throwback to Civil War. And Civil War when they were chasing each other. Yeah, and it was like, oh, but this is the, now they're on the same side. It's fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> but that entire battle, fucking Jesus Christ! And, and get this man a shit. They even did. They even that was different from the trailer. Yeah, there was a lot. Of, or when you open up the shield, you mean? No, I'm saying that's the scene when he's like, get this man a shield. They use a lot of different takes, it seems like, from yeah. the trailers to the, the final movie. Which is I like, though. Because yeah. it gives you a sense of it, but like the delivery being different make, could, could change the scene a little yeah, bit. Yeah, even the joke with uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, so we're using our made-up thing. Even that was different. Yeah, the delivery was different, too. I like the movie version better. Yeah, I like the movie version better. Um, But that final battle, man. Like, and because of the differences in the trailer... I thought, like like I was saying before in my, my review earlier, I thought that the 80% mark, I was like, oh, okay, so thing, the chips are down, Thor just came back, I'm sure now Bruce Banner... Yeah, the Hulk, Hulk is going to come out. Because the Hulk in the entire movie's been a bitch. Every time he's... No! And that, oh, we missed that in the New York scene in the beginning, that moment where <laughs> Peter's... I got Peter, oh, names. Tony's like, all right, Bruce, show me what you got. He's and like, all right. So it's like erectile, it's like erectile dysfunction, right? Like, uh-huh. It's like... A, you can't get it performance up. issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's happening. I'm trying. It's not work. It's like, not happening. Cool, man. You're embarrassing. Yeah, you're embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene was hilarious. But yeah, he's been a bitch the entire movie. Hulk would not come out. So our prediction was right. Hulkbuster. It was Bruce Banner in that. Yeah. Um, but I thought at some point he was, he was gonna, gonna pop out, out the, of it, yeah, yeah, bust out the Hulkbuster. I think there's even and a moment- also mostly because of that trailer. You see him in the in yeah, the trailer. In the yeah, running in the Hulk. background as Hulk. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Brothers like, nah, son. He a bitch. But he did end up fighting uh, What's-His-Face by himself. By himself. I'm, I'm actually glad the, they gave... What's his name? I'm glad they gave him that moment. I don't know what the fuck He reminded is. me of the Zod villain. Bootleg abomination. <laughs> oh, he reminded me of uh, the big lumbering dude from Man of Steel. Yeah, I don't know what his name oh. I don't think that was Corvus Glaive. Nom? No. No, no, no. Glaive no. Glaive, yeah, Glaive died, right? Yes. Who killed him? What, wasn't it uh, Black Widow? And it was like, you'll pay for his death? No, that was Widow killed the uh, what's his face? Approximate midnight. No, but they remember during the the subway scene, there was another guy that was on the ground, and they they had and Falcon had the gun on him. He was like, "We don't want to." And uh, Widow said, "We don't want to kill you, but we will." Yeah, there was somebody on the ground. Wasn't that was no, that Corvus? He came Clay? back and was fucking up Vision at the end. Oh, that was him. I'm like, it yeah. was it was somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I think the person they were talking about was um, because I'm like somebody died because she said you you'll pay guy. for his death or the whatever. Why am I but Ebony Maw? You said about Ebony Maw? No, no, no. Ebony Maw wasn't in the subway. It was. I don't no, know. no. They. You're talking. Oh, so confusing. But she, that's why I'm when, like I'm when confused. When she said you'll pay for his death, they're like, "Aren't you missing somebody?" They, they were talking about Ebony Maw. You're missing Ebony Maw, and they're like, "You'll pay for his death." Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What were you saying? I don't remember. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> But I mean, okay. So I was talking about Hulkbuster and uh, fighting 
whatever obsidian. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what his name is. But yeah, I'm glad the they gave. Brute I'm glad guy. they gave him that moment where they let Bruce have the win as opposed to having to rely on the Hulk. That was a joke in Thor Ragnarok, where it was like Bruce Banner's strong too. And Thor was like, is he? Yeah, though? is he though? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that he gave like, fine, I'll, I'll do it myself. I'm like, was that like, like an actual reference to when Thanos said I'll do it myself? I'm like, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not sure. Probably not. But it was it was nice that he did have like the, his own hero moment. And at least he had a hero moment because other characters didn't, like, uh, no. like Vision. Yeah. Vision got fucked up. But to rewind, from the beginning. From, from the beginning. Let's rewind back to that, the how Vision and we how, we how we were introduced to Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Could have not. Clearly, it is weird? clearly they're having sex. Well, clearly. <laughs> he's, 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 he has a robot dick. He's disappeared off the grid for like two weeks and he's in a human body. Yeah, obviously they're they're, 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 they're fucking. They're for in those a two hotel weeks. room. Yeah, they're in a hotel room in Scotland. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and she was in the bed, like in her panties, <laughs> basically. Um, but I mean, I I think they're probably the best couple in the MCU. I think so. I feel like their chemistry has been built up pretty like well since they're in like their first introduction in Age of Ultron. I don't know about the best in the MCU. Who's better? I still like. We didn't have that much of them, but I, I, and I'm betraying. They my, had great chemistry. I, I'm, I'm betraying myself for saying this. I, I already know it, but Steve and Peggy, I would say, are probably the best. Hmm. I guess so, but um, yeah. Maybe I mean current then. The only one that's still around. And I'm like I'm betraying the. I'm, I'm hearing the gay, the gay, the gay, Bucky. the gay, the gay fairies are, are yelling at me right now. Stucky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? No, I think that's that's a that's a good point. Peggy and, and Steve are close, but I mean in terms of like raw chemistry, Vision and and Scarlet which are up there, especially with how little time they've had. Just their one, their one or two conversations in the beginning of this movie really sold to me their relationship. I bought that they they, they had been together and trying to make. Whatever this with, is, with work. her with her disappearing accent. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, her accent was pretty much good. Like, yeah, there, you're right. There, there was some there was some scenes which where it would come back a little bit, a little bit. But for the most part, it wasn't part, nearly as thick as Angel yeah, Ultron. For, for the most part. But I mean, also, I mean, if she's been around only Americans since Age of Ultron, you know, people do lose that's their not, accent. That's not not that quickly. That's not how that works. Trying work. to give it. I was it's, gonna been, say, it's been a couple years. I'm trying not, to give it. That's not how that works. It's only been it two. Some, it's only been two years. <laughs> I mean, I've met people. That, I've known people that have gone down south and they've gotten a southern twang in like a year or so. So possible. All right, I'll get. I'll, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to give it excuses, right? But I mean, I, I bought vision. Re, vision reprogrammed her accent. Yeah, yeah. Or imagine right. she waved her hands. I mean, but you know, you tell they're like star-crossed lovers too, because like they're both different teams. Like he had to go off grid because he's still with Tony. Yeah, he's still with Stark. Tony. Yeah. But he, she's Team Iron Man. I mean, uh, Team, team Captain Cap. America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was important that you buy the relationship because that their introduction, I was completely invested emotionally in their scene together. They're just talking about like them wanting to be together, and I think that really was a good way to set up that fucking cheap yeah. jump scare. Him telling her, telling her to stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we can make it work, shit like that. But then that jump scare though. I literally stick. jumped in my like, ah! yeah, I did too. I was saying, oh shit! I was not expecting that. But once Stabbed again, right through the back. But once again, it felt like the Russo brothers going, "It's Infinity War, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget!" Like, oh shit! 
Yeah. <laughs> the glaive goes right through his chest and it immediately takes out his phasing ability. Mm-hmm. So it completely powers him. Plot hole, though. I think it's a plot hole. Tell me if I'm wrong. That glaive immediately pierced his, his, his vibranium armor. But yet, when he fought Captain America, the vibranium shield was deflecting that same thing. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. <laughs> vibranium. I mean, uh, uh, Vision's made of vibranium. But yet, the glaive could pierce him. And I thought maybe it was like, oh, some kind of crazy alien tech that can like demolecularize the vibranium metal and cut right through him. Uh-huh. But when he fought Captain America with that same weapon, the shield was deflecting it. And I was like, wait. Well, maybe because he wasn't trying to pierce the shield like straight on. It wasn't like a like a straight stab. Yeah, it wasn't like a straight stab. It was just like a like a down a downward motion. Maybe it's possible because he was I think it was all like deflecting blows he was doing. Because Captain America's that motherfucker. <laughs> he's that so, ninja. So maybe, maybe that I don't know. Possible. And, al- like, and also because he's he's also I, he, I bought it. In the movie I bought it, but after I started thinking about it, I was like But I think it's also and then I think about it, it might also be a combination that he's not just pure vibranium. He's also he has robotics and all that other stuff, so it's not just he's not pure vibranium like Captain America's shield. I thought that was the whole point of him though. I thought the whole point was that he was pure vibranium. I don't know. Is that what Ultron wanted I'm to try, make? I'm, I'm trying to make I'm trying to, I'm trying to excuse it. <laughs> but again, these are small quibbles. And again, like the, w- this is more proof that if the movie's fucking good, you just feel like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, sure, Pearson, whatever. Because it, it gave you... It took away what would have been my complaint of like, just phase away. Like, you know what I mean? I would, my entire time, I'd be like, phase. Just phase. You can't get hit. Phase. <laughs> yeah. Some guy, they took the ability away like right off the bat. And I'm also glad Scarlet Witch was the MVP. Oh, she was, yeah. They they show what Wanda can do it was, in it, this movie. There was not even a moment where it was like, I was worried for Vision every second. I was like, what? Scarlet Witch said Wanda, save him! Because, like and, 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 and granted, this doesn't, uh, it negates my theory because of what happens to her. But my, my thing was, if anybody could take out Thanos, it's going to either be Scarlet Witch or and it's going to be Scarlet Witch and Captain Marvel teaming up together. Like they're the most they're the most powerful out of all the Avengers. Well, but yeah, got some bad news for you by the end of this movie. But I mean, te- <laughs> but technically speaking, like if she wasn't so focused on Vision, I feel like she could have been the one to take out Thanos because she's the only one strong enough that can destroy the Infinity Gems. Yeah, she can hold it. Well, is it like, all the gems I don't, I don't or just the mind gem? I don't gem? think it's just the mind gem because because essentially I feel like all the gems are somewhat connect. Like they're connected. Maybe, but specifically the mind gem that give her her powers, right? That's what, yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe it's only the mind gem she can destroy. Maybe. Maybe I think I think. So yeah, it's funny that like she got the best version of the Infinity Gem power. Meanwhile, Quicksilver, if he was around, what would his you can destroy it too because your powers are also linked to the mind gym. How can I do that? I don't know. Run. Run fast. <laughs> run into it. Yeah, I don't run, know. run fast. <laughs> you run into it so fast. Create, that you break no, it? you gotta create a create a vortex. You like gotta flash. create a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta destroy like, it. I watched all of season one of the Flash. This is how we're gonna beat Thanos. <laughs> it's just like, man, you really got jit, bro. Your powers are whack. Right? Com- compared to hers, yeah. like fuck. The entire battle like, with yeah, Proxima Mid- Midnight and uh, Corvus Glaive was dope. Yeah, I agree. And how she, she threw uh, Proxima Midnight into a into a truck. Like, yeah, I feel like if she wasn't so if she wasn't so preoccupied with Vision, I think she could have took them out by herself. Maybe, but I also liked how again they did a good job of knowing these characters in and out to the point where no, there was never a time where the characters got overpowered in a fight where it felt cheap. 
So even though Proxima Midnight, she was like a close combatant type. Yeah. And she would seem like on the level of like stronger than the Black Widow or something like that, but not like crazy powerful. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was smart that in the fight choreography, she kept getting in close range with uh, Scarlet Witch. And it kept like... Yeah, because you can't, you can't, she, do, you can't do a range battle with, with her. Yeah. So she kept her off balance, so she couldn't use her magic like, you know, fully. So I was like, oh, that's smart. That way it didn't seem like, why don't you just throw, like, I was just like, toss her ass to the side. You've got psychic powers. But every time she would try, like, she would get up close to her and, like, get her off balance. So she mostly used her magic to, like, create, like, shields to, like, block her. Mm Mm-hmm. That was dope. Because she's not really a fighter. Even though she was able to, like, she was dodging. She was, she had some good, pretty impressive footwork, but she's not really a fighter. And again, that save, when Captain America, that was the best fucking, the, you could not make a better hero moment than when Captain America showed up. To save Vision, because it once again it felt like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? Is this is this the end? Are which, they gonna get which, the stone now? Which going back to the beginning, that came from the moment that uh, Tony dropped the phone and Banner called to let them know let them know what was going on, and that's Cap. how yeah Cap and Cap and Black Widow and all of them yeah so then Cap because to, Tony didn't make the phone like uh, Banner was like call them and Tony didn't he didn't want to do it. It's not that he wanted to. He was, he was about to when the invasion happened. And he dropped the phone. Well, yeah, he opened. He, well, he opened the phone. Yeah, and he hesitated, and then yeah, then the invasion happened. It's like worst timing he ever. Was like, <laughs> he was like, "Are you making your hair move?" <laughs> oh yeah, when uh, Doctor Strange's hair moved to the left yeah. a little bit. I even like the, the the introduction of Wong and Doctor Strange talking about going to a deli. It was like, you know, you, that's like, not money. <laughs> yeah, do you have money? Yeah, I have a rupee. Rupees or whatever. Yeah, rup- it's like, what is that? That's like a dollar. Yeah, no. He's like, I got this. <laughs> but I'm also like, but Doctor Strange doesn't have money either. Remember, he, he wasted his fortune on trying to find a cure for his hands. <laughs> Can't he just Sorcerer Supreme some money? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not. There's no equivalent exchange kind of thing? I don't think they could do that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> A plot hole, kind of. But I, I just like that, like, humanization of them, even, like, from the beginning. Again, jokes, but not not overly humorous. It was, like, it was all jokes from the characters themselves. But, uh, yeah, Captain America's introduction, fucking dope. Just applause-worthy. Mm-hmm. But the Vision and Scarlet Witch stuff, their relationship it being so strong, I love how that carried through to the end. And it really made that end. Even though there was no... Captain America or Iron Man death was what we both expected. Like, Vision dying, I think, was just as fucking impactful. And then the the aftermath of that is even fucking worse. Uh-huh. Um, and not only just that, the fact that she had to relive him dying twice. Oh, my God. Like, when that motherfucker... And I, did you see that coming? What, him bringing him back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I did too. Like, once once she was like... like I, I, for, it was a moment where I was like... Is she actually going to be able to destroy it before he gets yeah, to him? Yeah, at first I was like, she's not going to be able to destroy it before he gets to him. And then I was like, but then as soon as he, stone. yeah, then as soon as he blew up, I was like, time stone. Even before he started talking about time, I love that though. Like the way he did the wordplay at the end, and it was like, what did he say? It was like, but time's not doesn't matter anymore. Or something yeah, it like doesn't. That. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But I just love his like his playing with phrases. Yeah, like, as soon like, as oh, he exploded, I was like, he's going to use the time gem. Yeah. And then, can you imagine being Vision? And like, you, you just you just died. The love of your life had to kill you to save the universe. And it's like, I did it for the greater good. And then you immediately come back, what? What? Ah! <laughs> and then the dude just like, plucks something out of your head and it kills you again? So maybe we're going to get White Vision? Can he turn That's gray? what I was thinking. I don't think he's dead. I think there was a reason they brought his, like, brought his body back. 
Mm-hmm. But it turned white, like the white. Yeah, he, the yeah, he's white. Yeah, like in the comics. So I think sh- between Shuri and Iron Man, and then even Banner, I think they're gonna rebuild him. But that whole because there's been plenty of times a Vision's been destroyed and he's been rebuilt. Because I feel like if they were gonna kill Vision, they wouldn't have brought him back, like the, the actual body. And I feel that. I, I feel like. And then also, I kind of feel like was, they wouldn't they wouldn't have made mention to the fact that oh, your body is from all these connective neurons where it's not you're not just the mind stone, but you're made up of Ultron, me, Tony. Like I feel like they wouldn't have made that reference either. Maybe if, or yeah. that could could have been them just literally setting the table for your expectations to think that because I thought there was gonna I was like oh maybe they can take the stone out of him before Donald gets to them and maybe he will get the stone but it won't be in in Vision. I did fall for that. Because I thought Shuri was going to be able to take the stone out of him before Thanos and his armory got to Vision and got to Wakanda. Uh-huh. But again, this whole movie is, oh, you, you ran, you just ran out of time. Because <laughs> it was like, all right, we're going we're, we're gonna to start operating you now. How long is it going to take? Well, as long as... As long as you can give me. As long as you can give me. Wow, wow, wow. What, what's that noise? Oh. Thanos' army is here. You're like, like, fuck, Sh- man. Shuri, are you done? She's like, I just started. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, <laughs> it's like, I, I, it's like the most crazy timing ever. She's like, well, you need to hurry up. <laughs> but I loved it. I, I loved the the payoffs in this movie and like the care, like the, the follow through and so many different themes. A big overarching theme in this movie, I thought, was sacrifice. Like there was a lot of characters that had to make sacrifices that either couldn't or made them too late. Like in Wanda and Vision's case, uh, she did ultimately make the sacrifice of having to destroy Vision. Like they, they tried everything in their power to not do that. And I love the, the lines of Captain America going like, uh, "You shouldn't have to trade one life. You shouldn't have to. You have to, shouldn't have to trade a life to save uh, the day to, to win this battle. We shouldn't have mm-hmm. to lose even one person." But I'm also glad Vision called him out on it. Yes, and the, the Captain America won, and it was like, "Didn't you sacrifice yourself to defeat Red Skull back in the day?" Uh huh. And it was like, "Yeah, you're right, but." Now nah, we can fix this. <laughs> it was like, nah, you should listen to it you back saw, then. You saw, you saw Steve, he was like, he, he didn't have a ready to respond. He was like, yeah, you yeah, right. You right. <laughs> <laughs> but, like for, like, uh, other characters, like Peter Quill and Gamora, like, there was also the theme of sacrifice there, where, it was about dark, Gamora straight up turned around and be like, yo, Peter, if Thanos, if Thanos gets, gets me, me, kill me. You have to kill me. Swear to me on your mother. On your mother. Yo, when she said mother. And I love this movie. It's like, um, again, this movie is like Metal Gear Solid 4. And I don't know if you played that game. I have, but it's been so long. I'm not going to make a hard reference. It's just, you know, the, the, the function where there'd be a scene and the X button pops up in the corner and you mash X to see a memory from a past Metal Gear Solid oh, game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every reference in this movie felt like X popped up, popped up and I was like, mash X, memories! Because <laughs> I, I immediately thought back to Guardians 1 and I thought back to his mother and that scene where she reaches out to Peter. Mm-hmm. And I think that's on purpose because that comes back in the end where I think the reason why Peter does something that is probably the stupidest thing anybody's oh, ever yeah. done in the Avengers or in, Peter, in, in the MCU in general. Peter is the reason they lost. And straight up. Like there's, a, like there's a lot of people you can, you can blame like Tony, his no. dumbass fucking plan. Peter. Also Tony, his dumb also plan. T- yeah, also Tony, but at the end of the day, it's all yeah, because ultimately because Peter, because even though Tony had a dumbass plan, it worked. It was gonna pay. It was go- it was about to pay off. But it was also maybe Peter maybe. was also well. That was also Peter's plan. No, you know what Peter's it was, plan? It was his plan, quote unquote, air quotes. I think part of that, like how that was, because it seemed like a Guardians. Like, thing. It's a good plan, but only if I do it. Let me do the plan, and then it'd be a good plan. I feel like, but I felt like it was, 
the way it was, uh, they beat Thanos. Beat Thanos. Well, even a callback to Guardians, even though Tony doesn't ha- have any uh, reference to the Guardians, he's like, I have part of a plan. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, it felt, it didn't feel like a Tony plan. It did feel like a like a clever, like, tricky Guardians of the Galaxy kind of plan. At the end of the day, it was kind of like, jump him! <laughs> Almost, as it felt like. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it, ultimately, even though I'm pretty it does sure, fall on Even though I'm pretty sure that's part of that 14 million, uh, like, they got the gauntlet. But who who's strong enough to win it? Because remember, going back to the comics, Thanos is one of the ones that's only strong enough. He, only he's strong enough to be able to wield such was, godly power. Wheel it. I think it was just to grab it and run. You know what I'm saying? Run. Yeah. And then, but once Thanos doesn't have the gauntlet, then someone like Doctor Strange could fight him. I think. Probably. At, at least on better par. Than on they on were. better par, yeah. Same thing with Iron. Like, yeah, with Iron Man there. But I'm pretty sure. But I'm pretty sure 14, 14 million different possibilities. I'm sure one of those possibilities they got the gauntlet from Thanos and they still lost. Yeah, but but just go back to Peter and Gamora. Like that that payoff. Like and, and that reminder of what Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the what his relationship with his mother was like and how that affected him when he lost her. And even back with the uh, ego. Uh, yeah, they, they, Thor, they, yeah, I was going to say, they, they referenced it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I killed my sister, my, my my father, and all this other stuff. He's like, well, I had to kill my dad. Yeah, my dad killed my mom, and I had to kill my dad. That's I think probably, that's worse than killing your sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that like little like back and forth they had. Or even when um, Peter did, like the he made his voice deeper. He was like, are you mocking me? Are you no, mocking me? My voice is just like this. <laughs> Rocky was like, no, it's not. <laughs> Rocky was like, quill. Are you making your voice deeper? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Like they're they're bantering. Or, or even Drax's man man crush on Thor. Oh, you, you are, are a you a dude. This He's a man. man, a pirate mixed with an angel. Gamora's <laughs> like feeling his muscles and shit. It's like it's like it's like, it's like made me- of metal. <laughs> He's like, can you please stop feeling his muscles? I will say though. Oh wait, one line did stick with me that hurt. When, when they're like, uh, Peter, you're one donut from being fat. And he did look like he gained weight. Yeah. I'm I, like, oh, it's me. I but feel I think that, that But <laughs> part of me is like, eh, it was funny, but part of me is like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Because like, uh, I think part of, A, because I feel like that's a reference to uh, Chris Pratt being formerly, formerly, yeah, big. Maybe. And then also I'm like, oh, we're doing fat shaming jokes. <laughs> Really? You're really that sensitive? <laughs> well, no, I didn't, I didn't have. I laughed. I thought it was funny, but I'm just like, eh. fat shaming. Come on, I'm fat. It wasn't even that bad. I felt. I felt I yeah, felt it. exactly. That's why <laughs> they're talking about me. You're sensitive. <laughs> I feel the same way, but I'm just like, I laughed. I was like, ah, whatever. But uh, go on. Get, but also, yeah, he's not, he's, but yeah, because he's not as ripped as he was in Guardians One. Exactly. But I think that's also because it's also been like years, though. Yeah, it's been in real also, world. It's also been years, and then I think he was filming Jurassic park at the same same time and he's not as he's not as buff i don't think he has to be as as buff in jurassic world mm-hmm. but i liked it. it it was a funny ass joke and yeah. like, the comparison was even better but but going going to what i said I, I was gonna say my one uh criticism and it's not a big criticism it's more of a nitpick J- just more so based on what how they introduced him in guardians one i feel like now drax is just a straight up buffoon at this point I mean, he more or was, less. Like he's just he's just a joke character now, and I don't mean like in a bad way. I'm just saying he's just a no. Like, he was great compared to how he yeah. Like every joke we're talking about Gamora as and opposed, Peter, as opposed to like my criticism with Guardians Two. Like his jokes didn't land for me in Guardians Two, Same. but this one like they all landed. But I'm just saying compared to how he was in Guardians One, even the to joke, how he is now. Yeah, I'm just saying he's a straight up joke character now. Like which is fine. I think that's what he's better at. 
Honestly, I mean, I think his comedic timing is like on par with like Thor. It belongs. That's why I, I like their banter, like uh, them being in the same room at the same time. But what I really liked, and I feel like in a, another movie might not have worked. But we're talking about the really dark scene between Peter and Gamora, about Gamora wanting to Peter to kill her if Thanos got her hands on him. I mean, in that same scene, it pans like they have a really passionate kiss, and it's like, oh my god, like they're together. Like we didn't even they, at the end of Guardians two, they weren't even together. No, they weren't. So like, I was like, it felt like a resolution. It was just, their, a, it was just a will they, won't they? Yeah, but now it's like a, a definitive resolution to her arc, and then it pans over. And fucking Drax was standing there for like an hour, he says. Like, how long have you been standing there? An hour. An hour. <laughs> I've, I've mastered the art of non-movement. So that you can, I, I've become I can completely so, invisible. so slowly, I become invisible. And he like slowly now. puts a chip in his mouth. We see you eating a Zardnuck. Yeah, yeah, but my movements are so slow. <laughs> I can't see. No, I see you. They're like, hi, Drax. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was straight up just a joke for the sake of a joke yeah in like a, I said I thought it was funny yeah, I, in a dark movie but it works yeah. it fucking worked cause that's just his character and that, that just illustrates how much of a family unit they are but then also so when that gets disrupted later you really feel that and you believe it but then talking about throwing all theories out the window like I don't think anybody predicted like cause everybody's like where's the soul stone where's the soul stone is it in no. Wakanda is it in Wakanda or does Captain America have the stone? We saw his eyes light up. Oh my god, that's stupid ass <laughs> yeah, theory. Yeah, that's stupid ass theory. <laughs> but like, I don't think anybody had predicted like Gamora is the one that she knows she where the stone. Was, yeah, yeah, knew where it was. Granted, when she gave that look, where he was like, nobody knows where the soul stone is. She had that look. I was like, oh, so she knows where it is. Mm-hmm. And that's but that was during the movie where I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, but the fact that she knew where it was, it's in Vormir, and then the fact that Vormir has the red skull. <laughs> But the movie is so fucking amazing that the Red Skull is such a footnote. It's like so whatever compared to... I mean, it's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But it's, it's, but again, it's a it goes to how good the movie is. I was going to say, but again, it goes to the fact that if you have no investment in these movies, when you see the Red Skull, you're just like... Uh, like, you don't... you don't Yeah, you're just like, who is that? But, like, we've been wondering where he's been since Captain America 1 when the test rack teleported him away. Mm-hmm. And looking at the scene again, it was space. So he did get tele... Like, he literally got teleported to the location of the Lasso. And, and funny enough, they the way he was... They uh, dressed him up... And, he looked like death, right? He Well, he looked like the Unseen. The Unseen? Uh, in the original Sin comics, uh, based... Just All right, nerd. <laughs> comic geek. Fucking nerd. Comic geek. <laughs> nerd! But yeah, in the original Sin comic, it was all about the death of the Watcher and stuff like that. And uh, and uh, Nick Fury, he basically took out the Watcher because he uh, the Watcher saw him do some shit and he didn't want people to know. So oh, wow. the other Watchers basically cursed him to become the new Uatu, more or less. But the only difference is he's changed to the moon. And now he's... Weird. He's the unseen. I'll show you what he looks like. To but, me, I thought... It's, it's, it essentially looked like what the Red Skull looked like. But when they showed him, did you not get the sense... I thought he was death at first. Because I was like, oh. I mean, I know they weren't going to put Lady Death in this, but like it seemed kind of like an homage to it. This is what Nick Fury looks like now. White Nick Fury. The unseen. And that's oh, wow. essentially what... How Red Skull looked. More or less. Kinda. But I mean, even that looks more like the um, the stereotypical depiction of death. Because even... Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, the average person, did you did you not think of death when you saw it, or did you think the unseen? I mean, I thought it was death until he started speaking, because I was like, oh, that's a guy. That's not yeah, death. Yeah, it, it seemed like... I thought it was going to be, like, a guardian of the soul stone, but I thought maybe it was, like, that was meant to 
be like, you know, an homage to death in the Infinity Gauntlet comic. But then when he pulled back the cloak and his red skull. Yeah, like, that, oh, but shit. I was also like, where he get this power from? He was like floating and shit. <laughs> you know, I was like, I get this. I get, get teleport. I get teleport him away, but teleportation gives you power. If that's it the case, like I need this, to teleport. But it seemed like the soul stone made him like the slave, like a slave to the soul stone. Or Probably, something. I, I think so. Yeah, because he said something like, "I'm cursed to be able to. I'm, I have to guide people to a treasure I can never possess, or something like that." Yeah, like he was punished for trying to get to it or something. Yeah. Like that. Uh, but yeah, no one predicted that to get the soul stone. You have to sacrifice what you then, love the most. Because I, I saw some people, some people still thought it was Hugo Weaving. It's not Hugo Weaving. No, it's Aaron from The it's Walking Dead. It's Aaron from Dead. The Walking Dead. It's Ross Marquin. What? Yeah. He's looking even like Aaron. I mean, it's makeup. <laughs> I guess it's true. <laughs> I'm like, it's his face. But he does impressions. That's why he does, he yeah, he does, imp- like, he does impressions. Yeah. He sounds like Hugo Weaving almost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I thought Hugo Weaving hated the MCU. I feel like he had a bad experience or something. That's why I was like, oh shit, they brought Hugo Weaving. I was like, no. Nah. I looked at the credits. So kudos to Ross Marquand. Even being in the a- movie, though, I didn't think that was Hugo Weaving. It didn't. It was close. But well, no, I'm saying before he started talking, I, went, I was like, oh shit. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, it's just the fact that you had to sacrifice what you love the most. And the fact that Gamora did not understand. She didn't see it. Because, I mean, she said... Because even she, she was like, this doesn't feel like love. Yeah, no. Great writing. It was like, this is not love. But... But for him, it is. But I'm just saying, like... Because I got... I think Thanos was characterized so well from the, from the beginning. Every scene he was in with Gamora, you could tell he loved her. So, yeah. like, we, we kind of skipped over it. But the scene where they, they go to the collector's base and Thanos uses the reality gym... To make them think that he's like he's got like the collector at his boot and he's like give me the soul gem or what do you say give me the uh, the reality gem right yeah, right to 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 Vaughn. yeah and the guardians bumbling like idiots and I thought Drax was gonna die right there because Drax is like oh I'm just gonna attack him now yeah. Peter's like don't fucking do it but Gamora jumps out which is a callback because then people did the same thing to him at the end like don't do it Peter. And then he ended, up, True, doing this, he ended up doing the same thing. True, but worse. <laughs> but much worse. There was no Mantis to make. Mantis was preoccupied. She couldn't. But Gormora jumps out and like two fucking sick moves, stabs Th- Thanos, and you think he's dead. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of fake out Thanos. But, but they even said Peter Quillen, he was like, whoa, that was, that was easy. That was easy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot easier than I expected. But it turns out Thanos just used the reality gem to make her think that because he wanted to test her. Because he didn't believe that she had really turned against him. Which is amazing. But it also goes to show the training that Gamora... Because he even mentions, like, that's why you're the most deadliest woman in the galaxy. Like, I've trained you. Even Nebula. Like, Nebula was giving him hands for a little bit when she showed up at the end. Makes sense if, like, he trained them. If, if, even though he don't give a fuck about Nebula. No. <laughs> he don't give a Zero fuck. I, I feel so bad for Nebula. Oh, no, my God. When the reveal happened and now, she granted, was dissected. Gretz, they alluded at in Guardians 2 when he was like... like he wanted me to be so perfect like he cut me down like kept b- rebuilding me and all this yeah, but he, to I be didn't me. know he sliced like salami and hung yeah. you up like, like I was like ah and then he you what gym was he using to separate her body parts I think the power gem was uh was power? Light, lighting up Jesus I love the attention to detail too in his gauntlet like yeah, every, I love time every he gem would, he would use, that specific gem would light up or if he would combo it some multiple gems would light up at the same time yeah. it was fucking dope um, but, but funny enough, going, going, to this, going to this movie since we we're talking about the reality, I was like, the reality stone is way more reality in this movie than it was in Thor: the, Thor there the Dark was World. No there was no reality. It was like making like portals, portals and shit, or like, uh, like energy waves or whatever. Yeah. Like towards the end, like they did not do a good job of showing that power in Thor. In Thor: Dark The Dark World. World, no. 
that director needs to be fired. <laughs> I mean, I guess he was. <laughs> it's yeah, like he was. over. So, um, but just just even that first scene where Thanos and Gamora. And first of all, after that intro scene with Thanos, every time he shows back up in the movie, I am butt clenching. <laughs> I am scared. I told you at a certain win. point in the movie, I started shaking. Yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm surprised you didn't feel it. No, I didn't. Because even at the end, where and it was so effective, and if it wasn't built up properly, it would seem cheap. But when Donald shows up in the Wakanda fight and the whole battlefield goes quiet, it goes and even before even before he shows up. Yeah, everything, everything goes quiet. Just, yeah, everything goes quiet. You like hear the wind. Like just like how they were like, what the fuck is going on? I was yeah. like, and Vision, oh, Vision, fuck. Vision touches his head. He's like, he's coming. He's here. And Captain America feel he's like everybody go on my move in my position. And when he said that, I was shows, like, oh, God, they're going to be there when Cap dies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, please, and, then no. he, and then he shows up, and it's just nothing but music playing. Like, there's no dialogue. It's just music and him just using the gauntlet to, like, knock the Avengers out the way. And even, so then, it, and even then, it just shows he only kills when he feels like he has to. He could have killed any he of them. He could have killed any of them. He just moved them out the way. Yeah, he's like, nope, you're weak. Because he's nope, like, you're pitiful. Nope. It's like y'all going to get opportunity. Like, y'all going to get a chance. Like, either you're going to die or not when I snap. Yeah. And that scene... Uh, that was in the trailer that had so much emphasis of Captain America grabbing the glove. Like, that was in that montage of him just knocking people away. But I love how they... Pl- it's a little bit longer in the movie. But how he looks at him and you can tell in his face he's like, this dude's really trying to fight me right now. That's kind of adorable. Because even when he <laughs> punched him... When, he was pu- when, when Captain America was punching him in the face, Thanos was like, really? that's it? <laughs> like, I, I didn't feel that shit. <laughs> but it wasn't like he was like, that's it. It, was, it felt like he was like impressed. Like, yeah. wow, he's really trying. Because I mean, even, even going back to Star-Lord, when Star-Lord, uh, we're jumping around a lot. <laughs> yeah, we are. But like when Star-Lord uh, pull, finally pulled the trigger in Gamora, because he was like, do it. She asked you to do it. He was like, Because he was like, you you think you ask too much for him, daughter. He's not going to do it. And he actually did it and turned the bubbles. He was I like, like him. I like him. That was such a good moment. Yeah. But we, we are saying that's all why, these... That's why I think that's why he left them alive, like Drax and all of them. Yeah. But to tie it back, I mean, I was just saying that to say he had that sort of presence. And it was genuine. So in moments of the Gamora, I really felt like, at first I was really f- afraid. But in how he would interact with her, I right away could tell, like, wait, he genuinely cares about her? Even, we sat down in the throne room, she's like, I hate this throne room. I always did. So, he yeah, sat down, always, and the way always, he looked at always, her. You've always said that. Yeah, the way he looked at her, he looked like a sullen father. Like, yeah, a, like, but I'd hope one day you'd sit on this throne. Like, that was a conversation you could hear coming out of Odin's mouth to Thor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, or Howard Stark to Tony. Like, or or Yondu to to Peter. Like it, it felt like like a genuine father daughter moment. Forget, uh, forget he gave her, for a second. I gave her food. Like I thought you might be hungry. And she just threw it away. Yeah. Like you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I? Uh, let me show you Nebula. This is what you could be like. <laughs> but I love you. And he didn't I mean, he, even, he even alluded to that when he was like. uh when she was like, I'm not disappointed that you didn't find this, the stone. I'm disappointed that you lied. And he was like, if you were anybody else, like, I kill people for failing me. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> or, but, um, what, what do you say? The, the moment where him and Gamora are talking before they go to the, the place with the soul gym. Oh, what do you say? Oh, you, he sounded genuinely disappointed when he was like, uh, you're so good at everything but lying. It was like the one thing I didn't, I didn't teach you. Yeah, I, I, didn't, so bad I, didn't, I didn't train you to lie. That's why you're so bad at it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, that's like a dad moment. <laughs> that's such a, like a, a disappointed father moment. Yeah. So forgetting that he's this imposing like d- death machine. Like in those moments, 
I right away could feel the chemistry of a father like daughter dynamic. I, granted, in a strange, strained, and very much damaged relationship, but it was I felt it. Yeah, I agree. And that was another criticism I saw of that. What? They they're like, oh yeah, the whole relationship that they tried to build between Thanos and Gamora, that was all forced and fake and I didn't forced. feel any of I was like, no, it wasn't. Like they've been building that shit up since Guardians One. It's so fucking impressive that I felt that way in the few scenes they had together. It was like two scenes that they were talking. So like fuck them. Like I hate people that just complain for no reason. Like, <laughs> what did you want? Like it, this is the first time like, I I couldn't have asked for a better introduction. Aside from the one time we saw them in Guardians One where he, she sent she sent uh, he sent uh, her to find to get the stone from uh, Quill yeah at that point he was just, she was full minion mode yeah she was still minion so yeah. it wasn't like they, they could have that really emotional back and forth it was just like but they even, but they, even but they even alluded to that too he was like you used to feel the same way I did back when you fought at my side yeah but that just so the one thing I think I would complain about that's why I'm surprised other people have these other dumb complaints. Was just the fact that it took Gamora so long. I understand why she didn't recognize it. She even made mention of it when she said, like, this is not love. But just from, like, his... his He didn't even have to turn around for me to know he was crying. But when he turned around and you saw that one tear... I was like, yeah, girl, you didn't, you couldn't tell. Yeah, but she thought he was crying for the fact that he wouldn't be able to get the stone. But Red Skull was like, the tears aren't for him. Yeah, that was, oh. When that realization dawned on her, she's like, no. She's backing up. She's like, no. And the way it paralleled with that flashback we got of Gamora and, and him together when she was a child. And him turning her face away from him killing half her planet. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we, we kind of mentioned before his 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 reasoning for the shit he's doing being better than Killmonger's. Yeah, he's essentially a extreme environmental, well, universalist. I mentioned this in the news when they talk, when I talked about his uh, motivation. Yeah, just in the description, it didn't do justice to it, I think. Yeah, he, he essentially, because he, he mentions it to Gamora, he's like, this universe is finite. Its resources are finite. If humanity isn't checked, this universe, all life will yeah, come to an end. Life isn't checked, not even just humanity, everything. Well, he doesn't mean human, but he he said he said humanity as I guess they all consider themselves humanoid. No, I guess so. But I mean, and the realization that in like two hard examples, we know he's right. Titan, he said that he would try to basically pull Jor El and save his planet. Yeah, but they and, wouldn't listen. And then also Gamora's planet. He's like, yeah. if you go to that planet now, it's a paradise. You would go. You were starving every night. Like, how many times did you go to bed hungry? And but you, and I love that you don't see. You, you, you see her memory of the event, but you don't see a, a glimpse into Gamora's life when she was a child before that. With that big-ass forehead. With that big-ass forehead. <laughs> she grew into that forehead. Yeah, she definitely did. She had a five-head when she was young. <laughs> she had a 12-head. Yeah, Jesus. But I mean, like, I think that was smart because it, it, it cast doubt. Like, if we had seen what her life was like and it... Let's although say it was I, like I, a sad existence. I, going to the future of the Marvel Universe, I have questions about his... Because I'm like... And, and I know there's a way they could do it, but it's make it makes me go, well, how are they going to do like the Eternals movie if his if half his planet... Like if his planet was wiped out. Because mm. the Eternals... Flashback. I mean, I, maybe it's a prequel. Maybe it's a prequel. Because even like Nova, they could do a Nova movie with just that one line they say in this movie. Like, what? how do you get the, the Power Stone? He destroyed Xandar. What? You destroyed Xandar, huh? But they could, but they could, <laughs> but I, 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 I think they could say the Nova Force came out of the fact that Xandar was destroyed. Or that, that works too, yeah. 
Because like, as far as we know, they're, on, they're like, they're Nova Prime and all that, but we don't see like... There's no, no power. There's no power. Yeah. So we can say that came out of, we needed to be able to protect ourselves so that doesn't happen again. Yeah, they could. I, and I think it was smart to not show that. But in the same way, I think it was smart not to show the Gamora like, flashback and just have him say it. Because it was like, to me, it was like, oh, okay, now I'm kind of swayed to your side because if, yeah, in her memory, that was a horrific event. Of course it is. You're seeing half your fucking race be killed. But then, you know, 20 years later, looking back on it, it was like, but was it for the best if now the world's better? Yeah, because truth of the matter is, like, you go into real, a real-world context, like, that's essentially what's happening here. Like, they said by 2050, there's going to be, like, 10 billion people on this planet, and they're gonna be war- there's going to be wars for food and wars. For- like, you have places like in Cape Town, Africa, mm. they're running out of water right now. Like they, 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 I forgot what the. So you're saying hashtag Thanos is right. Yeah, hashtag Thanos <laughs> is right. Like, and they did a good way, like, like they did a really good job of conveying his point, conveying his side. So like there was, like I didn't want to like him. Like, yeah, of course but I did. Of course, <laughs> like committing mass genocide is not that's not something you want to do. But at the same, like overpopulation is a thing. Yeah. Even in this, like I said, in this real world, like overpopulation is going to be a thing. I went off on, on this tangent, planet, but just to wrap it back up, like. It, the parallel, parallel though, of her flashback, of him dragging her by the hand, like down that like you know center aisle of the execution scene with the music, and then you the slow mo panel of her beating him on the on the arm, trying to get escape from his grip. Yeah, to have that happen again, but now it's in in the first context it was saving her life, but in this context it was sacrificing her life. Mm-hmm. And it, and you could tell his, like, you could tell he didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. And but then even but he more says, so. But he says like, and, and I kind of, maybe they'll allude to it in Avengers 4 or maybe they'll allude to it in the Titans movie because he is a Titan because he says something about, I, I and, and maybe maybe he's referring to uh, the fact that the planet was destroyed or maybe he's referring to something else when he said, I let destiny escape me once or something like that. I won't let it happen again. I think it was Titan. He's seen, like, I feel like there's more backstory there that we're going to get in Avengers 4. But they did a really good job of alluding to how that kind of shaped him and his philosophy. You could tell there was like a lot of history there that we didn't get to see. He just kind of made a passing mention of it. Um, but yeah, tossing Gamora off that fucking cliff. And then and then the watcher slowly fall. It felt like Amazing Spider-Man 2 all over again with Gwen Stacy falling. Stacy. Yeah. And then the and then this straight I'll be like, no, she did. Look, bloody hand yeah. on the fucking concrete. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I will say, because I have a thing. I have a theory that anybody before the snap is dead. So Gamora, Loki, Heimdall? But... I think Gamora's alive. I was going to say, but Gamora is the only one, like Heimdall, Loki, they're dead. dead, But like Gamora's the only one I'm not sure about. I think she's alive because in the end with the soul... She's in Soul World, it seems like. But that was like her young self. So that might might be like Thanos' hallucination maybe or whatever. Well, they've... They're unclear on what the Soul Stone can do. Yeah, they exactly. they never really said what it does. They just I, they just say it's the most powerful. I feel like it can revive life. Like I it know what it does in, in the comics. I know what it like in the comics. You essentially can control all life. Yeah, like so, you you can either bring people back from the dead, or you can kill people, or you can make people do whatever you want. I think your soul is trapped in the stone. Gonna, and also, in addition to that, the it. soul stone, there's a, also a soul world. So there's also a world within he, the soul that stone. Was, I think that was the world he went into. Yeah, at the end of the movie where he does the thing he does, uh-huh. and he teleports into that world with the little Gamora, and he's like, you know, is the deed done? And he's like, yes. And he's like, was the cost too high? And it was like far too high. 
And then again, like, because yeah, that was, that arm, was in he, his had, mind. he had a, he had a Deku. His arm was like shattered. The gauntlet was shattered. But like, it, it once again it drives home how genuine he is because that what it wasn't like he was putting on a show to people or like he was like trying to make himself come off a certain way. Yeah, that's why that I was in the, like the the sincerity of his own thoughts. Yeah, he that's why I mentioned like even though it. even though the movie ended with him smiling, like it wasn't like a ha ha ha. It was just no, like, it's like I can rest now. I love that he said it said he was gonna do that too. He was like when when I win and I will win. I'm gonna be sitting on a beach or whatever, like looking out at the sunset and thinking about all the people that like know that I saved them. What you like, bitch? No one's gonna think that when you kill half the population. Yeah. What you come <laughs> like, I'm still here, but you just just killed my mother and my father and my brothers. Like no one's saying thank yeah. you, bitch. Which, which kind of makes me go. I'm actually glad they took this line out the trailer where he was like, uh, I don't There's know. A lot of things I don't. I don't know verbatim, but he's like. Uh, something about a smile yeah having fun is not that wasn't even in it yeah yeah, having fun is not something that you think of when uh balancing balancing the the universe but this does put a smile on my face i'm glad they took that out yeah i don't know when that even would have gone in i heard it was like 10 minutes of deleted footage or something like that but i don't even know where that would have fit in well i think that was a i'm thinking i'm thinking there's like a three hour three and a half hour cut somewhere i I think i read the rooster brothers that there was like 10 or 15 minutes cut in the final cut I, i don't remember but there is stuff deleted but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they took that out because that would have made his. That would have made, made that would have made the ending a little bit different. Like you could say, like it would be more uh, evil. For uh, he, being evil it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah, it would have been him being evil for the sake of being evil, and it, and it would have changed the fact that he he like like Loki. I'm burdened with this glorious purpose. More <laughs> glorious, or less. purpose. glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. I love that moment where when Loki before he died, like was whispered to him like, "You'll never be a god." And he's just like. And snaps his neck. I'm like, he doesn't want to be a guy. Not even just snap, but he like strangles Strangle him. Snap like his, his eyes start bl- get bloodshot. His face gets red. You know what that reminded me of? If you read the Ultimate Universe, when Doctor Strange dies because he gets like he he gets grabbed and basically his head popped by Dormammu. No, oh. it was fucked up. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't come to make a bargain. <laughs> no, <laughs> that shit did not go down that way in the Ultimate Universe. Um. Yeah, we're just hopping all over the place, but that that whole Gamora thing fucking broke me. So that is why I understand why going back to the end when they have Thanos basically beat fucking Mantis, who is very important to this final battle. Keep that in mind. I remember before we were like, "The fuck is Mantis gonna do?" She was like, kind of MVP of that Thanos fight. Uh huh. Yeah. Her putting without sleep! yeah without without her <laughs> yeah there, they were there was no plan like they couldn't have won. No. Sleep! <laughs> I'm like that is like an OP move Jesus yeah. I mean she did it it worked on Ego too on his planet yeah um but I love like the coordination between the attacks like how they all magic yeah. magic kick <laughs> magic again oh my god that was the best with Spider-Man <laughs> magic yeah. kick and then Thanos grabs him and like slams him like oh god every moment though in that fight asshole puppy. but even Tony like even Tony like Tony was the only one that made him bleed but what? even that, that was, was like, like all, all, all that, that effort just for a drop of blood. But you can still, you saw he was like, he was like mad because I don't think anybody's ever made him bleed before. Well, Iron Man had the best suit he's ever had and he did so many amazing combo moves to even make that. Like he, The things he did to get that drop of blood was fucking epic. Yeah. So I was like, God damn, how are you going to beat this guy? Imagine if you fought Thanos with a suit from Iron Man 3. No. Exactly. <laughs> 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 you know, sneeze at Iron Man and his whole suit would have blown off like oh shit yeah <laughs> trash ass Iron Man 3 suit <laughs> this suit was like OP as fuck I'm like if you didn't have this this movie be over already but it makes 
Yeah, all well, that stuff was yeah, more I didn't even think about that nanotechnology because the first time we saw that was in Black Panther and now Iron Man conveniently has it. But it has so many but dope... Yeah I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It has so many dope like abilities, like all the different things that fan out and all these different laser beams that come out. Or like how he had the... Like when, the uh, shield come out. Not just the shield, but when, uh, when, when the Guardians and the Avengers fought and he had Drax on the ground and he made that like giant looking fucking oh, blaster... Yeah. He's like, if you shoot my man, I'm gonna shoot him. And he made that. Ju- He's like, do it. I can take it. And even like, this no, movie, you can't. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. I love the fact that even in this movie, they had a, a hero battle. They had like a little mini Civil War, a little mini Avengers Iron Man versus Thor moment. You know what I mean? Even in this. Guys, I just want to let you know if I get implanted with eggs and I try to eat you, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you give one more pop culture reference. <laughs> I love I all want, those references. I just wanted to let you know somebody's coming. How they beat Ebony Maw. They used the alien move of yeah. breaking open the, the Yeah, they brought the back the Civil space. War thing. You ever saw this really old movie, Alien? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're tough, but the kids see more movies. <laughs> but, yeah, and that fight with uh, between the Guardians and the uh, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, where's Gamora? Who's, Who's Gamora? Gamora? I've got a better question. Why is Gamora? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this Drax! Oh, I was dying. But, but yeah, just to go back to the whole Gamora and Peter Quill thing. Who's master? Again, what master do you serve? What am I supposed to say, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> the humor was so good in this movie. Or where he's like, I'm fifty percent human, which means. He, no, he says something. Fifty uh, percent me that is dumb is from yeah, you. 50%, it's 100% you. Yeah, hundred percent you. That's hundred percent you. Like what? And it's just so funny because in the trailer, that moment where he's like, "Yeah, your plan is good, but it sucks. Let me come up with a plan, and it won't suck." Like in the, we all thought looking at the trailer, like, "Oh, here we go." So I was fucking us up, like with a bad plan. But really, going into this, Tony's plan was stupid. His whole thing was like, "Let's bring the fight to Thanos." It's like, it's like, no, you got your ass whooped by his lackeys. Like I don't understand why you you don't understand. Thanos has been in my head for years. It's like. Well, <laughs> maybe you should go back to Earth and rally. Yeah, maybe. You, but I rally kinda, with the but I do kind of like that Stark. I mean, that Thanos knew who he was. He's like Stark. He's like, oh, so you know me? Yeah, you're not the only one burdened with knowledge. Like I like that there was a moment. Yeah, it's like if, like he respected. He's like, I respected. Like I hope they remember you. And he's about to destroy. Oh, that was such a good line too. But. I when he stabbed, like the whole audience, when he stabbed them, the oh, whole audience was like, <gasps> "That was one of the moments where I said, where like it felt like you're waiting between breaths." Because like, <gasps> the whole audience gasped. I, did you think it was done? I thought it I was thought done. it was done. I was like, "No, don't, don't do it!" And then Doctor Strange steps in. But before that, when Thanos is pinned down by all the Avengers, or half the Avengers, and it shows great like teamwork. Even with the gauntlet, if you, enough teamwork, they could take him out. Yeah. Because, like I said, like before that, you'd seen how you taking out Gretchen, Thor off screen. It's a lot less than them now. <laughs> True. But they had a plan, and it would have worked. But Peter had to lose his fucking cool. And I understand it. Yeah, I understand it. For It's not like it's a plot. Star Wars is a flawed character anyway, so it makes sense. It wasn't like, oh, how convenient. It was like, no, it made sense. But even, but even deeper, like when you think about it, he lost... Like this is the second time he's lost the woman of his life, someone important. Like you saw how he broke out of a spell of a god when ego told him he killed his mother. He killed his mother, yeah. So like of course when he oh my god and the the acting and then they Pratt, had that stupid ass Pac Man fight. <laughs> oh fucking dumb. <laughs> that was stupid. But but the the, the the Chris Pratt's acting that moment. Where I mean he's all like, of them. I had to, and Chris Pratt's like, no, you no, didn't. you didn't. No, you didn't. I'm like. Oh, but at the same time, you're like, P- 
Peter, no, no, Peter, Peter, don't do it. And then he starts yeah, even the Iron Man was like, like, don't do it. Like, we almost have it, man. I'm like, why, why is it taking so long to get this gauntlet off? It's taking off. Because he's probably, probably has holding his, it. Yeah. yeah, he has his fists like this. But even before that, I love yeah, how. They know some big ass hands. There was so much strategy in keeping him from closing his hand. From like like uh, Doctor Strange using the cape to keep his hand open, or Iron Man using like his Iron Man pieces to keep like uh, the hand from closing, or uh-huh. Spider Man in the webbing. Webbing. Like, it was like everything possible to keep this man from clenching his fist. <laughs> it was just such good teamwork and strategy and fucking action choreography. But yeah, that moment, I understood where he was coming. I, I get it, but god damn it, it was really Star Lord that fucked everything up. He was. But I got it. I mean. Like, I, Again, I flash back to Guardians. You just dis- you disappearing was all on you, bro. <laughs> but I mean, I, I understood. I understood. God, mm, Gamora and him. Damn, I, I was like, he killed Gamora. No? Gamora. Yeah. <laughs> part, part part of me though, I, I don't I, think that was a prediction at all. I think we no one predicted Gamora was gonna die. No. So, but but I actually hope her death sticks. You, th- you don't want her to come back in Guardians Three. I mean, it's not that I it's not that I dislike Gamora, but just in terms of what it represents and what it how it would affect the Guardians going forward no. in Guardians Three. No, I, ho- I it's actually, too dark. I, no, I, I want it to stick. It's too dark. Do you, do you remember and, and in Guardians maybe, Two? And then maybe have like Guardians Three about her, them like relit like going through like oh, past Gamora stuff. No, I wanted to st- I wanted to stick. Why I kill our, bl- our one of our few black women? <laughs> is she black? No, she's she's green. <laughs> she's always on it. Yeah, she's black. No, she's green. Wow, racist. Um, I mean, this whole movie killed pretty much all the black people except for Rhodey. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Like I thought. Like even going just jumping to the post credit scene. I was there's like, oh Maria Hill. Oh Maria Hill. But then nope. Nick Nick Fury, Fury too. I'm like, come on. <laughs> but. Because I'm trying to thought, man, you keep jumping from thing to thing, man. Stick to one thing. <laughs> you're jumping too, shit. <laughs> no, but in like one breath, you're like going from now you're in the post credit scene. I didn't get to respond to you. Uh, fuck, what were you saying? Uh, uh, Gamora's death. It being too, you said it'd be too dark. Yeah, it'd be too dark. Do you remember in Guardians two where she was like, like the the one thing she said before the end of the movie where she was like, uh, I'd be an honor to die amongst my. Or was it the Guardians one? Whenever she said that it would be an honor to die amongst her friends because she spent so much time living amongst her enemies like she didn't even get that in the end she died alone with Thanos granted but not with her friends no so it's like fuck no man it's too dark but even still like no I just, just got my Peter Quill Gamora why don't you take this away from me like I said it's she's not, the mommy it's not that I don't like Gamora but I feel like that's the death I feel like should stick even for even for what it represents, not just the Guardians, but even what it represents to Thanos, because I'm hoping he doesn't die going forward. I hope there's some redemption, though, for Thanos. And I hope in part of that it's bringing Gamora back somehow. But I don't think it'll be him bringing her back. I hope it is. I hope he undoes, like, somehow he's the one that undoes things in the end. You mean brings everybody back? Maybe. And Avengers, I don't Maybe. I don't know. I... I mean, that would help in terms of not killing him off, like how you said you wanted. Because <laughs> otherwise, I feel like he, he's he got to go. But if he's redeemed somehow, to some extent. Because because now we don't even know how this is going to... We can't follow Infinity Gauntlet anymore. Because this is how Infinity Gauntlet ended. Was with that scene with Thanos by himself looking at the sunset. Yeah. So... that's how the, Yeah, that's how the whole thing ended. And that's after... The gauntlet was stolen. Yeah, so like now it's like it's a question mark on who knows what the sequel is going to be based on and like what's going to draw from. But uh, and I, and obviously this this was the obvious choice. But now the only ones essentially that are left 
Oh, the original original Avengers. All the like, oh yeah, everyone, oh yeah, for the most part, yeah. And, and Rhodey, of course, and then Rocket is the only Guardian. But I'm talking about well, Rhodey's Phase One. Huh? Well, yeah, Rhodey's Phase One, and then Rocket. Okay, fuck it. We are two and a half hours into this podcast. Can we talk about this ending? Okay. I said okay. we could talk. The whole podcast could be about. There were two minutes. I mean, two minutes. There were there were two moments that made me cry at the end in terms of deaths. And like I mentioned before, that moment when <laughs> that weird noise I made and then tears burst out, that was when Spider-Man died. Oh, yeah. That was the one I felt the most. Jesus Christ. Mr. Stark, I don't feel good. No. I don't want to go. I'm sorry. I'm so, I don't want to go. Well, that's why they plucked I don't want to die. You I don't want to die, yeah. That was the moment they plucked from the trailers. That, uh-huh. was, that was only in that initial leak, that Tony, I'm sorry moment. Yeah. But that was literally when he disappears. And I'm just like, oh, my God. You, and I know Spider-Man Homecoming 2 is a thing, and it's right around the corner after Avengers 4. But, like, I remember we, we oh, yeah, were just I, laughing I mean, we know, we know about Black, Spider-Man. Black, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, we, Black know, Black, Panther, yeah, we know Black Panther 2 is going to be a thing. Yeah, so. he's, he's going to be fine. Fuck this shit. But, what are yeah, you talking I mean, about? It's so going to be was, Iron Man so and Captain America. So that's another criticism I saw. They're like, well, all, oh these, yeah, all these deaths, we know they're not going to, like, oh, yeah, really? They're going to kill Black Panther? Like, that was the highest grossing movie ever. They're really going to kill Black Panther? You know he's going to come back. Kevin Feige was like, bitch, you thought. <laughs> they're, like, you like, they're like, oh, well, you know he's going to come back. Or you know Spider-Man is going to come back. They already announced Spider-Man Homecoming, too. So it's like... I wonder if that was always the plan, or did they pivot, according to people's predictions? No, because I, no, I mean, these movies were filmed already. The the fading away part. Do you know for a fact when that? Well, no, I don't know. For, I don't know for a fact, but I'm like these, the movies were filmed already, so I'm like, and they, like they were filming, Bla- like they were filming Black Panther, like because like, uh, they said they walked from one set to the next, like while they were filming, like they were filming Black Panther and like Avengers around the same time. Mm, okay, so they walked from set good to point. set. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. You saw it a second time, right? Yeah. They didn't show... Did they actually show a snap happen? Yeah, yeah I didn't notice it the first time. I thought they did. He, they act, did. he actually snapped. Like, and, and then he went to the Soul World thing. Yeah. Because he's like, you should have went for the head. And then Chris Hemsworth turns and he's, he snaps. So I guess it's the Soul Stone that actually is able to take away those lives. I think it's a combination... I mean... The Soul Stone and the whole... The, it takes all the Infinity Stones, but it's the yeah. Soul Stone that is like being powered by all the stones. Well, I, yeah. Well, I think the Soul Stone powers all of them because I think, I think it's more so about a combination of the Soul Stone and the Reality Stone. Well, no, I don't know. I think it's, I, I think, think it's, it's just, yeah. Stone. I think it's just a combination of all of them. I think the Power Stone gives the power to be able to do that on such a massive scale. Time Gem, you can do it throughout the entire universe, which mm. takes time, make it do it in an instant. Yeah. Reality Gem makes it and makes it something that's in reality. It's yeah. not, you know, a figment. And the Soul Stone, you're affecting souls. There were so many fake out Thanos deaths in this movie. The Mind though. Gem, I don't know what. Because in that mind. moment where like Thor, like Thor leaps through the fucking bat, which is so fucking dope, and he goes through the Infinity Gauntlet's beam and hits Thanos with like the Stormbreaker, and then he's just like. Which I didn't notice. I didn't notice how fucking huge that axe was until it was, was in giant. until it was in Thanos's chest. And then I love how Thor pushed it into him like, "I told you, motherfucker! Yeah. You killed my brother! You killed my black best friend!" Yeah, I told you I was gonna kill you. Yeah, I was a fucking boss moment. But I just love when Thanos was like, <clears throat> "You should have went, for, went the, for the head. You should have went for the head." Yeah. And then in that moment, he does the the snap, and then. Everyone's just disappearing. I'm like, this movie, Thor is now the most fuckable Avenger. It was Captain America. But I told you... Wow. <laughs> now, now it's definitely Thor. But I told you going into this that like, I, 
there was no way that him having all the Infinity Stones was going to be how the movie, like, I, I didn't even think halfway into it, but Infinity Gauntlet started with him having all the stones. Because once he has all the stones, he's like a god. He can't be beaten. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like that they paced out him not getting all the stones to the very end. And then when he got them all, it basically was just a snap, and then it was the end. But there was and, so and much the, more and impact. the consequences of that. Yeah. But there was so much more impact in how it was handled in the movie versus in the comic. Because in the comic, it was just, they fade. It was just literally a fade well, not, not Not even. In the comics, you don't see it. They, just, they disappear. Mm-mm, no, they uh, in the comic you just you saw the he does a snap and then there's, there's they actually spell snap and then you see a white light and then it fades to black and then the next comic they just uh, the Avengers are like talking about how uh, oh the Fantastic Four are gone the the X Men are gone no they show somebody I thought they showed Hawkeye disappear I'm I'll, pretty sure there's I'll, actually a panel where they I'll, show him I'll pull it up on my Marvel app right now yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a couple panels where they show Hawkeye because someone's talking to him. And mid conversation, he literally like it's just a dissolve effect. He's like just he goes invisible basically. And uh, but in the movie, they literally have them like turn to ash. And they also do a thing where like I think in the comic they just show either pedestrians and, and just maybe just Hawkeye disappear. But they show you individually each character disappear in the movie, and they stagger it. So you're not sure. It's something they go to a new scene. Yeah, it's not like they, they all hold dis- on it. It's not like they all disappear at once. No, and it's slow. So it's and it's staggered in the way when they go to a new scene, it gives you enough time to go. Who, who's gonna disappear in the scene? Who who's in the, who's in frame right now? And who's in danger of disappearing? So, Spider-Man got me. Oh my god, it got me. But when it held on T'Challa and Okoye, and I was like, oh, not Okoye. And then and by Pan, yeah. I was like, "No, the child!" And then I saw this amazing thing online. But, but, no, let's do let's do it in order. First, it was Bucky. He was the first. First, he was the first. First, okay. And that was fucked up because Captain America's face was just like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to say I sacrificed so much for I this said, guy. I started a civil war over this yeah, guy. <laughs> he's just disappearing right now. And meanwhile, Bucky only had like one scene. It was in the trailer. That that moment where he like gives the handshake to Cap and he's just like, yeah, man, what's up? It's a good day to kind of like and, and him and, Ro- the and, world. Him, and him and Rocket. But how much? How that. much for the gun? That was just like they talked about it, right? I didn't see that in the TV spots. Just, oh no, no, no. I, well, I didn't watch the TV spots. We just talked about it. Yeah, yeah. And I love that moment too. But so only really two moments. But again, this is a movie for the fans. So if you know Bucky's backstory, you are invested regardless. I felt like Cap. Cap just sat down. He was like, I'm done. I'm done here. <laughs> yeah, so, so, as soon as Bucky disappeared, he like sat, he sat. Yeah, he's like, I can't. He's like, my boyfriend. <laughs> like, no. The one true romance. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Vision came back, dis- got killed off right away. He was already gone. I was surprised they killed off Scarlet Witch, that she disappeared. Yeah, that's why I was I was surprised about that too. Cause on like one hand, it's like, oh, fuck. Like I said, because I feel like she's the her and Captain Marvel will be the ones that can actually take out Thanos. But also, I thought she would stay Besides, alive. Well, now Thor has Stormbreaker, but... But I also thought she would stay alive just because it, that way she could deal with the consequences of Vision dying. You know what I mean? Like, she could feel the after effects. Yeah. But nope. Right away, she's gone. But no, because they kept, I mean, they kept the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcon, he disappeared. I was like, Fuck, man, Falcon. I was just digging you this movie, man. Why? Uh, Star-Lord. Another one I was surprised by. Cause I was like, I thought he would have to live with the consequences of killing off uh, or being the one to fuck up Thanos. 
Okay, yeah, you're right. So yeah, snap. This I know I'm right. Like you, you really took that entire time to look it up. Yeah, and then you see key prediction. That's not a prediction. I'm just saying I know things. Oh, okay. Do you? Yes. Okay, I I remember like that being so shocking in the movie of how the effect they gave it of them turning to ash. And then, of course, Peter Parker being the slowest for him. Like, he has the time to feel like, I'm getting cold. He falls over and he just slowly dissolves. Yeah, Par- Parker was the last one, I believe. Was he the last one? I think he was the last one, I think. I think the child was after him. Was he? I don't know. I don't no, remember. I don't... It was a whirlwind of sadness, to be honest. <laughs> I might be wrong about that one, actually. It might have been Peter or T'Challa first. I, just, I saw something online about somebody saying in theater they heard a kid behind them go, My king! I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> it's like we just got I mean, him! But, that, but that's what Okoye felt, too. Like, when she when he disappeared... You saw her like face. Like, you saw her face. <gasps> like, Mbaku's like... Because that's not just her friend. That's her king. Yeah. That's and, their ruler, like... And even they showed Mbaku, I, I thought he was going to disappear. Yeah, I thought he was going to disappear, but But he now didn't. he's like... I'm king now. Yes. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad. But I'm glad they also had a moment. Who's like my brother? Like, of course. Like, he was like, I'm glad you showed up. He's like, of course, my brother. And he said it in their uh, yeah, in their native native tongue. Native, native tongue, which is dope. I did feel that in that one 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 line, not even in English. Yeah, I felt it. Like it all resonated from Black Panther. Just like, oh, this is so fucking. It was like. But yeah, going what back, I imagine the end of Game of Thrones is gonna be like. <laughs> but yeah, going back to what I said, like in that final moment, like I've never heard of the theater was quiet. Like just as quiet as the, we're all just, waiting. Just as quiet as the movie was, because the movie was silent. There was like no, there were like the sound effects of them fading away, but there was no music playing or anything like that. Mm. It was just quietness, and the, the theater was quiet too. Even during, even when the movie ended, it was just quiet. How except for except for that seat? one person that was like, "Man, fuck Thanos." <laughs> Oh yeah, fuck Thanos. There was mad uh, audience participation. Yeah, because when it said Thanos will return, it's like said fuck Thanos. (laughs) But yeah, this is like the Empire Strikes Back of our generation, man. Last Jedi was kind of that for Star Wars, but in terms of I think mainstream impact, and and also Last Jedi was also met with a lot of like fan backlash. So I think in terms of like universal praise this is the empire strikes back of our generation because mm-hmm. like people left the movie theater like literal like, like shell shock shook. everybody like, shook like, like, legit, like we all just been through war for real I'm like, <laughs> i don't know how to i don't know how to process these emotions right now <laughs> i don't know what if and that and that's the thing where i'm like well i don't get people that say what like even somebody sent me a message that listened to the podcast was like yeah when they died i felt nothing because you know because you know they're coming back in the next movie i'm like but you just got but yes i know they're coming back in the next movie but you still got to take this movie for what it is yes like that's like saying yeah they're coming back in the next movie but for this year that they're they're dead yeah exactly and like for a lot of people that aren't super nerds like us who haven't read infinity gauntlet or who don't keep up with all the fucking nerd news every fucking week like for the mainstream audience they're dead but even critics for the mainstream but, audience but even they critics, don't know there's a Spider-Man 2 but yeah, they don't but, know there's a Black no, Panther 2 well yeah but even critics were like well you know Black Panther 2 is coming but I mean but it's like so what it's like that's, that's, take this movie for what it is like yes you know Black Panther 2 is coming because also some people were saying well the deaths felt cheap because you know they're coming back it's like, but this is not in this but, movie, dude. But, but also on top even, of that, no, this is, a, this is a comic book genre. 
comics they die, people die and come back like no, you said that's an invalid complaint because you know what felt cheap Superman dying in fucking BVS that's cheap there was no build up there was no character development to even hint at the death being a, like a, a payoff to anything it was literally an afterthought and at the end even though for that we know when Justice League is literally announced and around the corner as the next movie you know you can't make a Superman movie without a Justice League movie without Superman so and that for them to cheap. try to hide, and then for them to try to hide him throughout the marketing. No, but but then even at the end of BVS to tease the, the him coming back, cut to Infinity War. Yeah, they all died, but there was no tease of them coming back. This movie ended on a down note. It ended with everybody going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like you were talking about maybe being too dark of an ending for the snap to be the end, but like it ended darker. It oh, yeah, it ended way darker. It ended with the consequences of the snap. It ended with Captain America on his knees going, what the fuck just happened? It ended with War Machine going, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, the movie pretty much ends with Vision on the ground, Cap by his side. Dead bodies everywhere. Yeah. And then, like, the other, other Avengers behind him, like, looking, like, shot, like, sc- Black Widow running around the corner seeing Vision's dead body and her face, like, mortified, like, what the fuck just happened yeah and then the, the, like, and then the camera kind of zooms in on them and then it goes phase to black but, and then it goes to Thanos on the on the farm and before that it's just Iron Man by himself after the Spider-Man death yeah that was after, before yeah that was before that with him Peter on his knees after Mantis and Drax disappear after uh, Doctor Strange Doctor Strange which is a dope line when he's like he's this like, is the end game he, yeah he, he, and he says there's no other way do you, do you think he had a plan? Oh yeah, because 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 Doctor Strange, because even though they had that whole moment, and and this is the reason why they had it. Doctor Strange had the moment where he was like, if it comes down to the time stone of saving you or the kid, yeah, I'm gonna save the time stone. I'm because Doctor Strange is a big picture guy. Mm-hmm. He's all about protect. Because even because even that, during that moment at the Sanctum Sanctorum, Doctor, he was like, where have you been? He, protecting your reality. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Get him a level. <laughs> so there was a reason that he went through all those different timelines, and he's like there's only one that we actually win. So I believe him them him giving him the time stone for them having to lose is how they're going to win because and I be, I believe in every single reality that he looked at where they didn't win, Tony yeah. dies. Yeah. And Tony's integral to them winning. And also I think this is why they have the original Avengers left because there was no moment where they reunited after Civil War. No. So had Tony died, I feel like there cuz I feel like again, Tony's integral to them I don't know how, but figuring out a way to defeat Thanos. Mm. And then also them having to come together. Like the fact that this moment where everybody fades away, that that'd be their moment of coming together and, and reuniting. Yeah. I feel like if this was Thanos's movie, Avengers four is the OG Avengers movie. Yeah. It goes back to them for a last hurrah. And then I feel like somebody will die. Permanently. Yeah. And I feel like either Tony or cap are going to die or both. In uh, permanently, permanently in Avengers Four yeah. as a way to bring back the other Avengers. Mm-hmm. That's why I ha- like, and of course I don't know, and and I'll talk about this in the news. And I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think this is official, but there's, there's, there's a leak talking about, oh, we confirmed what the official title of the Avengers Four is. But I'm like, I don't really feel that. But like my theory is like the the title for Avengers Four is going to be Avengers Four: New Avengers. Really, I thought it might be Avengers Four in or just Avengers Endgame. Well, that. Just based off the Doctor Strange line. Well, yeah, that's that's what they say it's going to be the title. Oh, Endgame? Like, is yeah, that confirmed? End, Endgame. That's what they say. Is it confirmed? Well, it's not confirmed, but uh, that's what somebody says. Oh, we can, it say, seems like we can say what the title is. It's a badass name, and it does seem like that's what was teed up with Doctor Strange's line to him. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, that could be it, but I also kind of feel like, 
because they say it'll be too spoilery and I'm like that's not really that spoil because I mean it's all, you already know it's yeah, the end game because right. mm-hmm. remember they said the reason we're not revealing yeah. what the Avengers 4 title is is because it's it'll spoiler. be a big spoiler but I'm like I don't necessarily feel end game I mean, it would be if you didn't see Infinity War. Because I'm like, it wouldn't Infinity. Wouldn't you think an Infinity War? Wouldn't you think that's an End Game? No, I, I wouldn't. If I was a mainstream person, I would be like, what the fuck does Infinity War even mean? <laughs> a lots of wars forever. I don't get it. I mean, yeah, man. If you're if you're a regular person, but I don't necessarily feel like End Game is too spoiled. Be that so so spoiled to the fact that they feel like they can't release it. Yeah, but point is, I just feel I, that's why I was like, maybe, that that's why I was like maybe a new Avengers route maybe I feel like that might be Avengers 5 maybe maybe but I feel like um, th- th- that shit ended so dark <laughs> just... but yeah do you but do you agree with what I was saying about Doctor Strange what I was I was saying like th- him giving up the stone yeah I feel like he had a plan that's I, I, I because, that was because, because, because they need because they also need Tony that's why, because he because he said, "I'm I'm not gonna save you for the stone." But, but how like, does he know? He, real, he realized when he went to the future that Tony is integral but how to does that he know... reality that they win. My only issue with that though is just how does he know Tony's not gonna be the one that disappears? Because he went he went to 14 million possibilities. But how so does he, he know what possibility that they're in? Him giving the stone is one thing, but him snapping his finger is random. That's the whole point of a snap. It's random. It is random, but I'm pretty sure he's he because he had to have seen it. Like uh, it's, it might be random. But if you see 18 million variations, every variation would be different. And those some of the variations you wouldn't be be alive to see the like the but, result. But, but I also think that's probably why he said we're in the end game now because now he 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 made the he made the risk. Yeah. And, okay. I can see that if maybe he was a calculate. It's like if you do survive, that is our one chance to win. Mm-hmm. If. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because it's like a chess game and, you know, maybe this is like the equivalent of all the pieces on their board being destroyed, basically. And they have like only a few remaining. And he's just like, the the odds of I'm putting this... all my cards on the table now. Yeah. The odds based of, off of what I to... Based off of what I saw. Yeah. The odds of this leading to us winning is higher than if I don't give up the stone right now. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, But yeah, that shit ended way darker than just the snap. Mm-hmm. It ended with everybody literally going... Yeah, we lost. <laughs> do, you, do you realize we lost just now? <laughs> it's kind of like, kind of like the end of the Buffy musical where they bust out. I was waiting for them to bust out to song. What? Where, where do we go from here? I mean, to the point where even the the post credit scene with Nick Fury was like, "Oh, we're still losing. We're still losing. Everybody, we're still but losing." I'm, I'm actually glad they showed that. Like, m- even more of the aftermath, like yeah. with regular people, like airplanes crashing out the sky, cars, because yeah. cr- there are people. In like kind of like, like a I don't watch I don't watch this show, but it was kind of like the because because I mean I know what it's about, but it was kind of like the the what was it the leftovers the law lo- yeah, yeah 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 where people like planes falling out the sky it and felt shit. like an apocalypse movie yeah but I, so and I like the fact that oh, and he calls Captain Marvel on a beep, on a beeper <laughs> I say yeah a really high tech looking beeper yeah high tech looking beeper but I love that it completely teed up Captain Marvel and now we know how instrumental she is to Avengers but yeah so I, and I'm actually glad like kudos to Marvel on that because because it kind of make it kind of makes you go oh now you need to watch yeah. Captain Marvel like granted we were gonna watch Captain Marvel anyway but I'm like part of me was just like yeah part of me was just like Captain Marvel I, I'm gonna watch it but I'm like oh, I'm not you that, don't even like her from the comics yeah I'm like I'm not that excited about it but yeah. I'm like whatever but now I'm now just like, I am oh, fuck save us <laughs> I'm like now I need to watch like because like what can she do that he's like I, I need to call Captain Marvel yeah 
Like, I want to see what she's actually like. But now. it also kind of makes me go, where is she? That he had to page her on this, like, hot, this, like, space pager. Yeah. Like, and, like, why, where is she that he couldn't, some like, other he, he, dimension? Didn't ask, he didn't ask her to be a part of the first Avengers. She's definitely maybe trapped somewhere. Or, well, but I don't know, because she can't trapped, be, cause she cause can't be he trapped, because yeah. he can call her, call me. So maybe she's off on like some I'm deep space mission. I'm always there when you call. Wow. And I'm always. Maybe on she's time. off on like some deep space mission or something. Maybe. That's the deal. I don't know. But I am super excited now to see like that movie. Me too. Um, and I guess Ant Man and the Wasp is going to take place. I, I feel like the end. Yeah, is gonna I, I think that yeah, overlap. the end, the ending of Ant Man and the Wasp, Ant Man and the Wasp, I think is going to take place before Infinity War because mm. they made because they made mention that uh, they was like where's Hawkeye and Scott Lang? It was like it was too hard on their family. <laughs> not even in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they're not even in the movie. They say it's too hard on their family, so they took a deal and they're on house arrest because mm-hmm. we saw in the trailer he was on like house arrest or yeah. whatever. You saw him in cuffs or whatever. She was like. If you would have called me, you wouldn't have been caught. Yeah. So I think it's going to take place before. Then the ending is going to be people from his cast of characters fading away. And Probably maybe, Hank Pym. <laughs> and may, yeah, maybe Hank Pym. And maybe their way of trying to escape because they don't know what the fuck is going on. Maybe they try to shrink because I, I think the movie was about them going, be able to go to the quantum realm and be able to come back. And they already established like the quantum realm is beyond time and space and all that. So maybe they shrink to the quantum realm as a way to thinking like that so they won't be affected. And maybe that's how both Ant Man or Wasp or both aren't affected by the the being take being evaporated. I can see they the shrink thing to the quantum realm where they're in the micro micro realm, the quantum realm, and at the end of the movie they pop out. Or yeah, or, or they're the in the quantum yeah, or in the happening. they're in the quantum realm. And they pop out and they see what's happening, yeah, or like, they see what? what's happening and they go to the quantum realm to prevent them. No, I don't think that. I think it'll be a thing where like they're so just preoccupied with their own events in their own movie. So when they come out. Even either at the end of this movie or in the post credit scene of Ant Man and the Wasp, they're just like, "Oh shit, what did we miss?" Kind of like that's um, their way of getting them into Avengers Four. Yeah, kind of like Thor Ragnarok, that ending, like where it's just like, "All right, everything's fine, we won. All right, great." Giant ship. Oh fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what do we? Do we miss anything? Well, part of me is kind of like. After going from Infinity, I'm and I'm still excited about Ant because I, I I still like the trailer, but then still to go from like I'm like next movie's Ant Man. <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm so like it's 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 set my like hype level for all the like, upcoming Marvel movies so high because like oh, yeah I'm, I'm, just how saying, tie I'm, in. I'm just saying I, I want to know how it ties in too, but I'm just saying it's not the next chapter in like the, the Infinity. Avengers. Yeah, no, but it's even better. I, I like the cocktees. Like we have to wait, we have to wait to see what's gonna happen to our favorite heroes. Right, spoilers and oh wait to go a whole, back a whole just year. real quick I forgot to can we go all over the place but I forgot to mention when you were talking about people complaining about oh, like, oh well I know what's gonna happen so like what's the point like if you want to get that petty with your complaints about a movie like how about you get so fucking general was like oh well I, I can't get invested in any movie because I know good guys are eventually gonna win probably like you know what I mean 99% of the time movies are gonna end with a happy ending in some capacity yeah. so if you want to get that fucking petty just be like oh well like, oh, Rampage, you know uh, The Rock is going to be able to defeat oh. the monster. Whether George lives or not, you know at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like, so are you, you just can't watch anything because you just know there's going to be a happy ending in general? Fuck you. Like, fuck off. <laughs> that's a stupid complaint. No, within yeah, the context I, yeah, of the movie. I completely movie, agree. That's why, even was, knowing. That's, why people, that's why when people are like, oh, well, you know they're coming back. It's like, yeah, so what? Yeah, it's still knowing. I, Buffy died. I knew she was coming back. I still felt when she died. The execution and how it was like it plays out is what's important. And this movie did it so fucking well so well the fact that kids were crying in the theater is like proof of that the fact that people were like I, you could feel just leaving the theater how sad people were 
Remember those guys that were like talking uh, about the movie when we left? And you're just like, I can't anymore, man. <laughs> I can't. I need therapy, man. <laughs> That's how I felt. I'm like, I need therapy. That's what I'm I saying. Need, I need to talk to people. I need like, to talk to somebody. <laughs> Did you see what I just saw, dude? <laughs> They'd be like, who is this Thanos person that you're talking about? <laughs> you're talking to an actual therapist. <laughs> Uh, was it anything? Like you don't even know. Even you don't know, even man. Know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, was there anything we missed? Anything in particular? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's stuff we missed that people are like you didn't talk about the. Because I mean, we did jump around a lot. We did, but I'm trying to think of anything big that I might have really enjoyed or something. Can you think of anything? For we, for we get out of Infinity War, uh, our, our podcast. I think I think our review is about as long as the movie, so that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything major that we missed? I don't think. So uh, the Black Order, I really liked overall, especially Ebony I, Maul. He I was, did. He was like the the breakaway favorite, I think. Yeah, I like Ebony Maul the most. I feel like let they me could, talk shit I feel about, like about the like could <laughs> I feel like they could have did a little bit more with Proxima Midnight because they made this big deal about. Granted, I don't know who she is because I don't follow her, but they're like, oh, Carrie Coon is the voice actress That's of Proxima Lucia. Midnight, and it's like. For she henchmen, she could have been. Fine. She could have been anybody. I mean, but for henchmen, they were fine. They were. They were basically. Someone was like, "How can you compare Thanos to Steppenwolf?" First of all, like you're talking about a dark side. You character. can't. You can't compare them. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah they're, they're exactly the same character. Because they're way. Because Thanos is way better. <laughs> yeah, basically that's the real reason. But I mean, like you're like, oh, but dark side is the equivalent to Thanos, but not in the DC cinematic. Yeah, not in the not. DC. Yeah, we might not even get to a Thanos. I mean, we might even get to a dark. We might even get to a Man of Steel too. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like, like speaking of cohesive like movies and stuff like that, like and Marvel building up to a plan of ten years and like, but DC and stuff like are announcing like Black Hawk and, and oh, shit. We don't whatever. even have a we don't even have a Man of Steel too, and they're fucking doing all these random other movies like. That's yeah. why. That's why I said like Kevin Feige. That's why I said in the beginning he deserves a round of applause because these other universes they're trying to make this shared universe thing work and they can't. They can't do it. But Marvel is working. I was trying to thought. Fuck you. <laughs> I was just looking at you like, man, you kept talking and now I forgot Sorry. what I was saying. <laughs> that's what you be doing to me sometimes. Steppenwolf and Thanos. Steppenwolf, Thanos. They're not the same. Or you could no. You said you can't compare oh. them. You want to know why? Yeah, but you completely can compare them because like. For the equivalent of what these characters are trying to be in their equivalent universes, yeah, Thanos is way fucking better. But it it's just a, such a feat to me that, like, if you were to take Thanos out of Affinity War, the Black Order is basically a better version of what Steppenwolf is trying to be in his own fucking movie. Like, and it just shows you that, like, even the henchmen in Infinity War are better developed characters and Steppenwolf was in the Justice League. Mother! That is, like, unforgivable. Like, Ebony Maw is a better character than Steppenwolf was. Unforgivable. Corvus Glaive is a better character than Steppenwolf was. Unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> and even uh, Proxima Midnight. That that battle she had with uh, Black, Black Widow, Widow and Koye. Oh! Woo! That was dope! <laughs> I wanted, I'm, I'm glad to see though, too. Even, even though a part of me was like... It could uh, going back to move or you will be moved. I was like, "Where's Ao?" <laughs> I thought she was gonna die when Corvus Glaive attacked Vision because she was she was yeah, she the, was she was protecting Shuri. Yeah, but so they like, both. Oh, and she's such a, like a side side character, but, but I was still like, "No, they don't you kill Ao?" Yeah, they wouldn't have killed her because there would have been a whole lot of people like backlash. You killed the only queer character in this universe. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's she's a lesbian. Oh wow. Didn't know. In the comics, like she, oh, in the comics. she she's dating uh another Dora Milaje called her name is Anika. But that fucking fight was dope. And then Scarlet Witch with the MVP status throwing her into that giant turbine thing. That was so fucking awesome. Yeah, Scarlet Witch was she's definitely the MVP of this movie. She's like, don't worry, girls, I got 
it. I, that moment, I was like, I want the A Force. And Black Widow's like gross. Oh yeah, I definitely want A Force. Like that was it. I was like, this is what at its best it could be, and I was down for it. Yeah. So just call Valkyrie wherever she is. She's like in hiding somewhere. She's, she's, like, somewhere. she's like hiding somewhere in a bar, <laughs> drinking, drinking her whiskey. I would love for there to be like a throwaway joke in the next Thor movie when they eventually do like a Korg and Valkyrie and whatever flashback to the events that happened with Infinity War. If Meek disappears, I would want to see Korg's reaction. You know what I mean? They're like, Oi! What happened, Meek? Like, just his reaction was so adorably and cute. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, man! What happened, Meek? He disappeared, man! <laughs> oh, I can't do Korg's Kiwi voice, but... Um, was there anything else? But yeah, I hope if they have another Thor movie, they don't. They, they, they need to address where where fuck where is she? <laughs> yeah, she was drinking somewhere on some escape yeah. pod. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there was anything anything major that we missed. No, I mean we we already knew what the group making the handle. To yeah, the handle because of the toy. Acts, yeah. Um, Stormbreaker got a major upgrade from the comics, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's not. I don't that, remember it being that, that powerful. It's not that. It's not that powerful. It's not that big. It could also make the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, man. But part of me was also like, because Heimdall's dead. <laughs> but, but, but I was also like, but the Rainbow Bridge came from Asgard. Asgard is destroyed. So where's it coming from? Well, because that was like Heimdall's thing, like the convenient teleporting power. Well, no, but I'm saying it came from at like it, the the structure. It came from Asgard, like the giant beam. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Heimdall's sword that opened it. Yeah, but it opened. It was a device. It was like a robot. It was like a mechanical device that opened up from his sword. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like, a very convenient way to replace him. Though, like in the same it's so movie, po- it's so powerful it could summon the Bifrost. It's so powerful it could replace your dead black friend. What? Nothing. <laughs> it's like what? Okay. I'm like, huh, all right. Yeah, it's convenient, but whatever. I liked it. Um, I guess that's it. I don't want to stop talking about it. <laughs> I, I, but the, like, my, yeah, what? My favorite moment is still like. Thor coming, bring me Thanos. That's like my favorite moment, like my overall, like number. That's like my number one moment. And then the electricity moment for me, the tie between the the moment where Thor shows back back up with the lightning in his eyes and he slams the hammer down, and when Captain America shows up, because that theme song playing, it got my dick hard. I'm not gonna lie, it was like it was like all that tension built up from Civil War. I was like, ah. <laughs> And I like the moment between Thor and Cap on the battlefield where he's like, I see you cut my beard. <laughs> or yeah. No, he uh, said you you got you cut your hair. He's like, I see you copied my beard. Yeah, yeah. Or the moment between Groot and Captain America where he's like, I am Groot. And he's like, I, I am, am Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's so fucking cute. Just all the interaction. We can we can literally just list off every single interaction between all the and characters. I think, like they're small moments, but because We've had we've been with these characters for so long, and in their own individual movies, the fact that they were only small moments, it was still very impactful. All right, man, let's let's wrap this up. I don't I don't want to talk about DC anymore. Talking about spend the whole Infinity podcast War. talking about yeah, Infinity War. We're at like the three hour mark, and we just finished up on Infinity War. Before we get into news, I do want to talk about. Um, uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, so because DC TV is trash this week, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I could get it into Supergirl and Flash. Yeah, Super. And, uh, I mean, Supergirl I was pretty good, but we'll save we'll we'll that. Let's talk about say, yeah. next week. It's, it's whatever. It's not, yeah, compared to... I can't. <laughs> we, we, need to, we need to stay up. We're up here right now. Yeah, we, need to, we need to stay up here. I'm going to stay and all, high. The only thing that's up here this week was My Hero Academia. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about My Hero Academia. This week's episode was titled My Hero. My Hero. Of all things. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
spoilers man because this is it this is like what the best of my hero academia is those those amazing suspenseful heroic moments with action and just just so much unparalleled joy yeah character, the joy ca- of character character growth yes all of that shit all that good shit <laughs> all that good Mario hero academia uh, shit uh, <laughs> it took three episodes I'm not gonna count the recap episodes so really three not four <laughs> but for three ep- for three for three episodes, for this show to once again hit its main stride already, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so happy that, that I, one, that we, we watch this show, but two, the show exists. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I was getting the same feels while watching, like, that I it's got. The same exact during, feels during, during, Infinity, during War. Infinity War. And I was like, this is too close. Like, I'm still, I'm not, I'm still not ready. I was like, like how I'm, do I'm they still, know? I'm, like, I'm still processing my emotions for Infinity War. You're giving me this episode I right now. I just lost Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm not losing Deku. <laughs> I'm like, you son of a bitch. Because, yeah, because I was going to say, like, there were characters, like, it seemed like they were dead because you saw somebody's hand chopped off. Oh, yeah. Like, you saw the, blo- the other adult heroes. Yeah, you saw blood other, like, in, in, in certain places where it looked like there was, like, uh, well, one was, like, axes. Well, one was, um, Bakugo and Todoroki came, like, were, uh, the, the shadow guy, and I forgot what the other guys, who the other person is. Yeah, they said, uh, they, who, who went in front of us? It was, uh, the shadow guy. Sh- yeah, shadow guy. I don't ever recognize his name. And, uh, sh- I think Shito, the, the guy that eats the, the, the sugar, I think. Oh my God, was that Shinto? I think so. They killed the sugar guy? That's well, I don't know whose up. hand that was. It had to be, because it wasn't the, it wasn't the raven bird guy. No, it wasn't the bird guy. I, and it was a tan hand. He is tan. Yeah, he is tan. Fuck. That's I'm like God. They killed Sugar Rush. I'm like fuck. I don't know. Maybe. I was trying. To, I was like, who was that? Who who was that name? I don't remember that name. But yeah, I think you're right, dude. That's dark as fuck. Yeah, look it up while we're talking. But look it up. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know if they killed him. If it was his hand, I think that that villain ate him. Which is some dark ass. That's some like Full Metal Alchemist gluttony dark shit. But they probably won't reveal until the next episode. The next episode. But I think you're right because it was also the they they panned to the teacher, I forgot their name too. But they they apparently were also killed by the villains that were invading. But yeah, it's just a continuation this episode of the villains attacking once again the students at UA, but they're attacking the summer camp that they're at. And uh, how convenient 
that the last two episodes we've been introduced to this kid Coda, whose parents were killed by a villain. Wow! Only to find, only the to villain, find introduce the villain that killed him. The villain, like, oh, how convenient that one, the villain that kills parents is one of the villains attacking the school, and it's a psychopath named Muscular. Oh yeah, he's crazy as fuck. Crazy as fuck, and his power is creepy as fuck. He, I feel like he's stronger than Nobu. Do you think stronger than Nobu? Yeah, because he he said I hit him with one hundred percent power, and that's All Might's power, and he still but ate. it was one punch. All Might hit Nobu with like a million All Might punches at yeah, over a hundred percent All Might power. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't think he's talking Nobu, but I think he is out of Deku's tier. He was completely out of his league. Definitely. And at first, I was like, "Oh, it's the villain from the the, the the intro." Yeah, it is. So okay, this is gonna be Deku's moment to be. This is All Might moment. This is his first, basically his origin story as a hero. Stain was like the first time. His first outing, but he had training wheels because he could rely on his teammates. And once again, my hero does what it does best. It puts you in the state of mind of the character and the thought process, and they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do in yeah. a really stressful like situation. My phone, yeah, he's like, the phone is broken. I can't call. I'm from, on my own. Yeah, I can't call for backup like last time. I didn't tell anybody where I was going. Mm-hmm. So, like, what do I do? Like, it's just me versus him now. What do I do? And I love how they keep giving you insights into, into Deku's mind as he's thinking it out because... You you're with him as like fuck, dude. Yeah, I'm this like, what it. the fuck is he gonna this do? Is, this is the big boy moment. This is now it's time for you to be all might. And I love even how they parallel with him doing the smile, and you could tell he's scared as fuck. But he's trying to be all might to Dakota, and I'm like, oh my god. So but before that, I'm like, all right, let's do it. All right, this is the, this is your big like epic battle moment. So I thought it was gonna be like, yeah, he's a villain, but you know his like Coda's parents, no disrespect, their power was like water gun yeah, power. Water. They're basically Squirtle. They're Squirtles. <laughs> <laughs> and they took his eye somehow with Squirtle power. I'm not yeah, sure how yeah, they did that. I don't know that. how they did that. A really strong water Cause, gun. Cause it, does, it doesn't seem like they're like Waterbender-like power. Not that they didn't. They didn't show them no, fighting. Yeah, him. they didn't show them. But... So you don't really know. But they didn't seem that powerful. No. So I'm like, okay, so this is going to be like a little bit below staying. So somebody that could handle by himself. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nah, son. This is the Thanos fight of a, a fucking My Hero Academia. This dude was completely out of Deku's league. And at yeah. first, it's like, okay, full cowling. You know, it's, I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm doing the checklist of like, okay, what have you improved since Stain? So like now you have way more control of your powers. Now we, we've seen Deku fight like, you know, other like teachers and stuff before this. So we kind of give a sense that... He has more control, so now he's got a better bearing on his speed and what he can do with his like, you know, his movement and stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, I don't think he's gonna be completely outclassed here. Yeah, he's, nah. he's completely outclassed. <laughs> completely outclassed. And, and and I think more so only I think that has to do with the sense that at the end of the day, he's still a kid. Like if it was yeah. All Might versus this guy, All Might would have won. Well, but even Maybe. some of the other villains that the other people kind of got like you know cornered by, I didn't think some of them were like completely beyond the kid level because Todoroki and Bakugo are strong as fuck so I don't think like a lot of the other randos are on their level but this guy no this guy completely was and the same thing with uh, Dobby who attacked uh, Eraser, Eraserhead Eraserhead his seems like a more juiced up Todoroki power mm-hmm. so like I got that he was on teacher level and they and they also revealed like for some reason like the League of Villains they're specifically after the kids like they're not after the pro heroes, because they mentioned. Well, they, they're trying to make that point that you know if they 
uh, hurt the heroes in some way. Like it kind of you know hurts the case of All Might smiling. And, and, then, and then and then on top of that, they're not after smiling thoughtlessly. And then on top of that, they're not after all the kids. They're only after some of the kids. Well, the ones that were able to be... Some of them are like... I like that some of them were like stained out of acolytes. I was going to say, but not even just the stain, because even like they're after Bakugo too, and he wasn't in the stain fight. Well, the muscular guy mission Bakugo. Do you think they're related? I think they might be related, because they have they the, had same the same hair. They have the same hair and the same, same fucking crazy-ass attitude. Yeah. Crazy as fuck. That might be like his brother or something. Yeah. But just the way Deku was being... And from the first hit, when he blocked the hit, and it broke his arm... And it broke his arm. I was like, oh, oh Fuck, his arm was broken. I thought we weren't going to see that anymore. No. I, I actually thought back to you when you said that. I was like, fuck, man. And then he'd be like completely outclassed in terms of speed, too. Yeah, because he's, uh, he's not just he's not just bulking up. and Kind of like with Dragon Ball Z, where you bulk up and you lose your speed. It's no, like, no, when he bulks faster. up, he gets faster and stronger. And his power is creepy as fuck, because it's like literally his, his mus- muscle fibers. His muscle fibers like break out of his skin and become giant like muscles around his body. And like in some ways, shield parts of his body while he's fighting. Yeah. That's fucking gross. I was skeeved out like a motherfucker <laughs> during this shit. Because when he hits uh, the dude with 100% uh, full cowling, I was like, oh shit, okay. All for one hundred percent. That's a full on all might punch like that. If I I didn't think he was so strong that he'd be able to take that. Full take on. that? No, they, like that shit didn't even really damage him that much. He was just like, oh, it made him like, oh, so you want to really I was fight? Just, I was just playing with you before. I was gonna kill you, but I was just playing with you. And I thought he was but like. Now, now he's like, oh, okay. But I thought I'm not he playing was, anymore. He was like, uh, what's the word? Faking it. Like I thought he was calling his bluff. Nah, no. <laughs> he legit went like all might, and then, then I was like, "It's like he's fighting all might." What? He's like, "I'm gonna destroy you because I'm literally, I'm literally you, but better in every way." Yeah, and he was. So I was like, "How the fuck is he gonna beat this guy?" And he's just, every punch, he's destroying Deku. And like, even then, when he was 100 percent, because he's not ready for his body's not ready for that yet, it went back to season season one. His, his arm, arm was flabby. Yeah, his arm became that purple flabby mess. And then, oh my god. I was like, when you did that shit, like, oh! Yeah, the there's, moment, no, there's no nurse at this camp. There's no nurse. I was like, how is he going to fucking get out of this? So when he has both arms gone, that is when the explosion happens and Koda flies off the cliff, I was like, he, yo, who the fuck? And the whole yeah, time I'm waiting. He catches like, him with his teeth. Yo, that was the most clutch fucking move I've ever seen in my I'm fucking like, life. He better be, you, are you full cowling your teeth? I'm yeah, like, word. That was some strong ass teeth. I was like, you got yo, some strong jaws. Deku, you're the fucking <laughs> champ, dog. Because every time this shit would happen, there were so many butthole clinching. It, it, it took me back to... Remember when we, me and Jamie first described to you what My Hero Academia was like and we described the Nomu fight with with uh, with All Might and we said like every moment before All Might showed up, we were like, oh my God, the kids are going to die. Like every moment in this, I was like, where's Racerhead? Where's somebody? Yeah, I, was, I thought somebody was going to show up. I kept thinking someone was going to ha- save him in the, in the last second, but no, no. nobody. <laughs> he, he was Bruce Banner. He saved himself. <laughs> Oh my god, but Jesus Christ, because when he gets back to the corner, he's like, alright, what do I do? I can't run away, I can't fight him head on, both my arms are broken, I, I can't stall for any more time, I, the only way out of this is to beat him straight on. And I love even that, because like, there were moments where he was like, hyping himself into the fight, and then he would say something to be like, like it was like an insecure moment, where it was like, uh, I can't beat him straight on I have to wait for somebody I have to do this but I can't do that like you know what I mean it was like you could see the All Might side of Deku and the, the insecure kid. kid Deku and it was like that struggle and that back and forth it did 
what Spider Man Homecoming tried to do. And then also see that it. moment where it was like, I am Spider Man. Like, mm-hmm. it was that, like, unsure of yourself, that uncertainty, and then coming to, like, terms with yourself and being confident. And then also seeing the reaction of Coda, like, and the flashback. With 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 the other pro hero saying, "No, you might not understand now, but one day there's gonna be a moment where somebody risks their life to protect you." He's like, "Nobody's gonna do that for me." Mm-hmm. And oh my god, when he's like, "You have to run, Kodak. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop him here. I'm gonna stop him, stall him. You have to get away." And then he does the hundred percent punch. And then like again, it's the animation, it's the music. It's the 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 action. This is like the how it's drawn, but you can feel that punch. This punch was through a broken fist, and then when the dude forces himself forward, and he's like, "I'm gonna crush you." That punch is weaker than it was before. Yeah, it was weaker than it like, was before. Nah! Like literally, like hair and pulling. I'm like, how is he still holding? Like his hand is broken. It should be like goo. Yeah. How is he still holding it? Yes, I'm like, just, I guess this raw power of like the almighty. And, power. and, and it also ha- makes me wonder, like, what what is the the top, the ceiling of the one for all, because I'm like, you can go a thousand, I don't think a thousand percent. I don't think his a hundred percent is all my, no, yeah. yeah, it's not all, it's a hundred percent for his, for being a kid. Yeah. But it's not all might's a hundred percent. No, but I'm still just like, what is a thousand, like what's a thousand percent? Like can all might do a thousand percent? Now, maybe not now. I don't think it's, I don't think him throwing out a percentage was like, this is exactly how strong I am. Kind of, kind of like KO can, KO can times 20. Like, can he- I don't think it was like that. I don't think it's literally a thousand times, whatever. I think that was him just literally going like whatever it takes. I will be strong enough in this moment. And that's what that meant. It wasn't like times 20, times 15. It was just like, it could have been a times a billion, jillion, kajillion. It doesn't matter. What matters is he has to be strong enough. And in that moment, that's what he, he dug deep. And oh, with a broken I'm, arm, two broken two, arms. But I'm saying he punched with the broken. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then the way he was being crushed, like he's like saying, I'm sorry. All my, he's having flashbacks. To like All Might and like him say, telling him like, you know, like this is your moment. Like th- this is what you would need to do to be a hero for everyone else. And he's like, I can't do it. I'm sorry, All Might. And then like it goes to black. And then Coda, we find out he black. does have a power. Yeah, he spit he spits on him more or less. Yeah, squirrel power. Yeah. Little squirtle. bit of water. And dude was like, Water? Yeah, what the he fuck was is like, this? He was like, I'll kill you later. I'm I'm busy right now. Like that Bakugo style though, because he was like so turned on by fucking it. Fucking crazy. Yeah, he was like, like I'll, I'll uh, kill you later, okay? Yeah, uh, I'm almost done here. Like, what the fuck? Bro? He was like salivating. Yeah, but in that moment, once again, we see it's not Deku himself being in danger. Like, this is his true power. It's when he has to dig deep for those that he cares about or those around him. Yeah, seeing seeing Koda actually risk being a person that hates heroes and, that, and right? hates and hates quirks actually using his quirk to try to do whatever he can to help that's what spurring him on even more I think it was more the trigger of him the, the muscular telling him that he was going to kill him after he kills Deku he was going to kill Koda and that's what made him sad he was like how you think I'm going to let you kill him in front of me and he stands up like oh for what a thousand percent I was like ah that fucking punch was life <laughs> Like it's in the, if you haven't seen all my hero Academia, it's indescribable. It is. You have to watch it. And then Koda just like crying, like, why would you do this? And then he's just like, My hero. And then you see Deku, I'm like, ah! <laughs> and he has his mouth he has his mouth open and he's smiling. He looked like All Might when he All Might saved those kids in the in the, the thing you used to watch, the YouTube video. I'm like, I love this show, but fuck this show. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so good. It was it was literally a little 20 minute Infinity Wars. <laughs> it was. I was like, oh my god, 
this is so I good. Like, Fuck this show. <laughs> I don't talk at any show as much as I talk at My Hero when it gets good. I, I literally will like play by play. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. No. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> it was so fucking awesome. It was. Definitely. Uh, so perfect vision. I, I will give this to the Watu vision too. Also Watu vision. Yes. Woo. Agreed. It was so fucking good. All right, let's. Heimdall vision. Heimdall vision. Sees Who's everything. vision? Whose vision is stronger, Heimdall or the Watcher? I would say the Watcher. Uh, yeah, probably the Watcher. <laughs> All right, let's get into news of the week. Let's try to make it quick though, because we're already at three twenty, bro. Like Forty-hour podcast. Yeah, word. Uh, Attack on Titan trailer, season three. ガキの頃、やつと暮らした時期がある。いや、リヴァイ。大きくなったか。もうみんなに優しくていい子のクリスタはいないの。それよりも力とその器だ。急がなければならない。The anime that you guys talked about that I was like, what is this? And then I finally watched it. I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know it might seem like random scenes. You haven't read yeah, because I was just like, what's going on? What, what is, I was like, what is going on? I read the manga. A lot of that has to do with um, Levi's backstory coming back like to haunt him. Like uh, that the guy with all the guns and this cowboy hat, he's like a he's a dope villain in the manga. So a lot of what's gonna happen in Attack on Titan, Attack on Titan now moving forward is um what you call it? Uh, it's human on human battles now. It's more of like a political intrigue about what's going on within the walls. Oh, I was to the Walking Dead. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. It's it's gonna go, but better though. Trust me, it's gonna go more internal conflict about the world and how it works, um, and the society and how it works, rather than human versus titans for a little bit. I I can honestly probably see most of this next season being about that. Okay. So I mean, but I like the trailer, and it looks fucking gorgeous. The animation of like um. The 3D maneuver gear and stuff, so I'm excited. Yeah, and it says uh, it's supposed to come out this summer. It doesn't say when, it just says. Wait, that dude. No, you didn't. Okay, well, now I did. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's supposed to come out this summer. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited. I like the first two seasons, so I'm here. I'm here for it. So uh, do. That's that's the only that's the only trailer for this for this. Uh... Wait, were you talking about Venom? Oh shit, Venom! Yeah, I wow, forgot. you're a terrible <laughs> human being. Because I, 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 I don't know, I feel like that was so long ago. <laughs> Is that the Infinity War? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in pre-Infinity War time. So, well, yeah, the Venom, Venom trailer. <laughs> we found something. We call them symbiotes. Carlton Drake believes that the union between human and symbiote is the key to our evolution. I'm really sick. I'm hearing a voice. Eddie. You're not real. You were just in my head. I'm gonna need Mr. Drake's property back. I don't know. Why would we do that? We 
if you're going to stay, you will only hurt bad people. The way I see it, we can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? Are you willing to sacrifice the one thing you hold most dear? You should be extremely afraid. What the hell are you? We are Venom. Um, I that first like- officially, it first officially leaked, and then and then they brought it back. Yeah, or or then they officially uh, released it. Well, once they they had the actual Venom suit leaked, like what it looked like, there's no point in keeping that trailer. Yeah, I mean, Sony made a smart move just letting it go. I mean, it makes. What'd you feel about the symbiote? (laughs) Yeah, the symbiote, which I'm like, like even when I watch the trailer, I'm like, oh my god, this is giving me flashbacks of the last Airbender, Ong, Ong, (laughs) or General Eero. Oh god, (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is gonna be terrible. But I'm like... Like, did you watch the show? <laughs> did, did you watch anything before this? I'm like, eh, I'm a little bit more curious. But even then, I'm still like... I still feel like this movie's going to be trash. Like, the I fact- mean, Symbiote does not do anything to like make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he was doing like the, the Venom grabs with the... There was no webbing or anything like that. It was just a, it was just a suit. I was like, yeah, this is straight up prototype. <laughs> yeah. And we could tell now that, yeah, it seemed like that teaser was missing effects. Or the suit talking to, like, we can do whatever we want with this little weird... That's not Venom. That's not Venom. Or Eddie Brock... And they're keeping the fact that he's a reporter, but they're making it seem like he's a good reporter. Oh, yeah. Then then they flash... We're not going to hurt people that aren't bad. Yeah, then they flash anti-hero. That's what I'm (laughs) saying. Like, if you had to announce that you're an anti-hero... I'm like, that's not Eddie Brock. No. It's like, but why change that? I'm like, Eddie Brock is a villain. Straight up, like Venom doesn't become like more of a hero until like anti Venom comes, or or when the Venom suit becomes uh, with Flash Thompson. Yeah, they're really fucking up. Like, it's like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Like they they want to have do a Venom movie or a dark movie, but they also want to make we can't make him a villain. But then that completely ruins him as a villain for Spider Man if they're ever gonna do that. It's trash. Like I hope they retcon this whenever they eventually do Venom. When this movie MCU. fails, <laughs> yeah. When if I still think it's gonna fail, honestly. Like I, I'm not. I think they nailed the look. Yeah, like people are like, we are Venom. I mean, no, essentially, no. he. It doesn't look that different from the Spider-Man Three look. Not for the most part. Mm, no. For the most, the only difference no. is he looks bigger. He's bigger. He's, he's more bigger. Muscular. He's more slime. He's more slimy. Yeah, Lion, so he's more like Lion this. King, slimy yet satisfying. Yeah, yeah. So he's a little bit more slimy, but overall the looks, like the eyes and all that, it looks. The only the only problem that we had with the there's no tongue. Yeah, with that too. The only problem we had with the Sam Raimi one is we had a problem with Topher Grace. <laughs> no, I had problems with this Venom. It, he ah, he screeched and shit. Like it was stupid. It was like a Tasmanian devil noise he would make. That's dumb. Well, that too. But I'm just talking about. And I'm just talking about the look. Like everything was wrong with that that Venom. Like, it didn't have the tongue. Like, I didn't mind the raised webbing suit look. I think that detail was cool. But it didn't... They didn't do enough to make him seem like a symbiote. As opposed to Symbiote. Just, symbiote. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I've, I'm wrong. I didn't realize. Um, as opposed to just being, like, a, a different type of suit. And especially since they didn't have the the face part of Venom for a lot of the movie. 
So, but, even, but even then, like when you get to the point that even celebrities are making fun of the trailer, like Elizabeth Banks was like, dick in his mouth yeah, she was like, looks like I got a dick in his mouth. That's funny. And then other celebrities started jumping on. I'm like, that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I the trailer, as a, other than the reveal of his look, it hasn't done anything yet to make me think that even those rumors of it, like it. Him not being in the suit for more than like five minutes. And then I'm like, how are you connected? And I know it's not supposed that to be. That We Are Venom part could be the last five minutes. And I, that could like, be the post credit scene. <laughs> and I know there's rumors of Tom Holland showing up and all this other stuff. And it's supposed to be connected to the Spider-Man universe. But I'm yeah, like, universe. how? How is it going to connect? I'm like, is uh, is Osborn making this? Like, is it just going to be, thing. Like, they, gonna be they, a random corporation? They said the name Is he going to have the Spider-Man logo on his chest? Because if he Did does, that they, didn't show they, didn't, they didn't show it. But still, yeah. it's like. Where did you get the Spider-Man logo if you're saying Spider-Man's not going to be in the movie? But even if he is in the movie, the he the Spider-Man logo came from the fact that the Venom symbiote was Spider-Man first. Even his eyes. The yeah, eyes even the don't eyes. Make sense without it being attached to Spider-Man. The, the fact that he has webbing, the fact that he can stick the walls. like none It of seems it. like it's not even webbing, though. It looks like they're doing well, no, the, Yeah, in this movie, they're just making it part tendrils. of the suit. Like They're making it like Ultimate Comics, where yeah, it's like giant tendrils rather than like... Rather than, yeah, rather than the webs. Yeah. I said rather than the webs. Rather Why? than the webs. <laughs> Elmer Fudd. Yeah, we're... <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I mean, this I'm going to be... see. I'm going to see it because I'm in. I'm into. I'm going to see it. I'm. We're going to review it. But, but how just, you relate? But I'm just like is so uh, I don't... important to his character. It is like that is the quintessential element of his character. He doesn't exist if there's no Spider Man. The symbiote exists, but Venom doesn't exist without yeah. Spider Man. Like I heard, I've seen people comparing it to Upgrade, the trailer, which is funny because it's kind of the same thing. Or it's like something in someone's he, mind. Yeah, because he's bootleg Tom Hardy. The guy looks like Tom Hardy. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like the same kind of premise, where it's like somebody in his mind, and they, they take control, and it makes him an ass kicker. Just in one, it's like a thing in the spine, and this is a symbiote. Yeah. But even when they mention, like they they say, some guy tells him like, oh. Uh, you've got such and such as property that we gotta take back and they're talking about the symbiote symbiote, symbiote. <laughs> sorry um, it wasn't even like a name I recognized from the comics so I was like no it's, it's like, not, you can at least make it Osborne it's not or rocks, something it's not Roxxon Roxxon something yeah Hammer yeah Just, nothing no I'm just like this is trash. It's gonna be Apple. <laughs> what are you doing, Sony? Like, why are you fucking this up? And I don't and and and, and I'm just like I don't understand why they're doing this because all they gotta do is let Marvel make the movies and Marvel doesn't get any money from Sp- like Spider-Man Homecoming they don't get any of the box office from it it goes all to Sony they just get toys they just get the they just get the merchandising and they get to use the character yeah. but Sony gets to reap all the benefits more or less in terms of the box office so why don't you just let them take care of these movies they want in more. their own time they want more than just Spider-Man like you already got you already got Jumanji nope you're doing that made money they got you're supposedly Super doing Rose. you're supposedly doing a Men in Black reboot nope. so like l- leave it alone you already you already played with it and we already didn't like what you did. So what makes you think you could do it like what are you doing? <laughs> you don't know what you want, okay? We're gonna get an Aunt Man Solo movie and a black and, and even silver. Though, like remember that was going around like black, Aunt black cat and silver sable was next. <laughs> oh, uh Morbius is they're they're, they're Oh my god, I was I, joking. <laughs> I no. was joking, so I, I, I'll scroll down to it because I was gonna uh talk about that later, but yeah, uh uh, what's his name? Uh, Antoine Antoine Fuqua, the director of uh, the new uh, Equilibrium. I mean, not Equilibrium, Equalizer Two. He said uh, Sony approached him to do a uh, 
to because I remember I mentioned that they were looking to do Michael Morbius, and he said, "Yeah, they approached him to do it," and he uh, said, "So they're in talks right now." to possibly do it he's just like as a kid i grew up with comics they talked about black panther to him years ago they approached him a while back and he's like I, uh he has a son so he would love to do it you know if, if if they're serious he would love to do a michael morbius movie and i'm just like what are you doing sony like who the fuck wants to see a morbius movie who and the fuck yeah kind of universe I, mean, I, know, you're making? I know who morbius is but i'm like who the fuck is morbius that you, he has to get his own movie it's not about the character. That's what that's what the problem is with Sony. It's the same problem with DC and Warner Brothers. To them, it's not about the character. It's just about the brand and the. Yeah, property. it's just about the brand and and making money. Yeah, and if it's if it's about that first, then you're not really building to success. And because I mean, success I get it. Is based on having a singular vision, not a vision of a dollar sign. Like yeah, and a, I mean, I get it. They're all corporations. Like at the end of the day, if you don't think Marvel or Disney wants to make money, you're crazy. They want to make money, but. They're doing it they in a way. They prioritize yeah. it better. Where they was like, this is a story we want to tell, and this is how we get there. And then all these things that happen, like that come out of that, those are how we make money. Like the individual solo movies and all that stuff. But like, but I think first was, this is the overarching story. And this is how we're going to go from here to there. Sony and DC and Warner Brothers <laughs> do not have that concept. They're just like, these are properties, these are brands, make a solo movie, and we'll figure out how it all works yeah. later, like down the line. And it's people like, are gonna people are gonna see them. People like people like Superman. They yeah. like they like Black Hawk. <laughs> people like that Morbius character. Yeah. Like what? Who 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 did you hear that from? Who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, whatever. I guess low passable for the trailer. Uh I give it passable. Maybe even a high passable, because like the look. It surprised me. It, it did deliver on that. It delivered on like, hey, we know how to make Venom look cool. Now let's see how much he's actually in the movie. <laughs> and let's see how it's actually executed. Oh, well. well I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But speaking, <laughs> of, speaking, <laughs> speaking, speaking of something that delivered, and one of the reasons why I knighted you <laughs> as kid prediction. So, <laughs> so Avengers... Uh, opened at the biggest box office on Friday. With uh, on Friday alone, it made a hundred million dollars domestically. God damn. Yeah, and so with that, it ended up breaking Star Wars: The Force Awakens opening domestic box office weekend because Star Wars: The Force Awakens was at two hundred and forty-eight mm. million opening weekend, and Avengers is at two hundred and fifty million. So it made two million dollars more. Than The Force Awakens. Black Panther and Infinity War just like on your left. <laughs> so at the end of the <laughs> day, even though, even though it beat The Force Awakens, at the end of the day, Disney wins. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It's competing, yeah, it competing against ma- themselves. Like, yeah, they're competing against themselves. But I'm just talking about like in terms of like brands, like, oh, man, DC, like how many times people are going to lap you now? It's just sad at this point. But I'm just like about that comic book fatigue, though, people keep bringing up. Yeah. <laughs> Superhero fatigue. It's not a thing. It's not a thing at all. It's only a thing if it's a bad fucking movie, but Marvel has been killing it. Can't can't hold it against them. But yeah, but Oh, well, speaking of killing it, I I do want to mention um our sister podcast, <laughs> our friends over at Uncanny Comic Quest, our friend uh, Chris. I think he's doing the Infinity War podcast this week too. Yeah, it drops on the same day as ours. Oh, really? It's just on it's, Monday. It's too? drop it's dropping on Monday. Okay, yeah. So today, guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess so. In the future! In the future! We have the time, Jim. <laughs> Mike was waving his arms like Dr. Strange was. But, uh, yeah, you guys should check him out. I, I don't think we even talk about them that... Talk about them nothing. Yeah, we talk, we talk about them all the time. Yeah, they come up every once in a while. They're like the... 
the cameo Stan Lee of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but check him out on iTunes. Uh, Uncanny Comic Quest. Every 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 major episode, they 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 pop out of our mouths. Yeah, Chris. Well, There's we, a lot of crossover, so, so, but Chris, so guys, Chris does yeah. Too. So when you always hear us say Chris, 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 we're talking about Chris from Uncanny Comic Quest. So yeah, check mm. check check them out. Leave him an iTunes review too, because he's always talking yeah, about leave, that. Yeah, leave, <laughs> he's always leave, like leave. Leave them what? on iTunes what review. Follow, follow him on Instagram. Yeah, and if you do, leave us an iTunes review as well and tell us. About yeah, and let us know <laughs> that you did. Yeah. So there you go, Chris. <laughs> That's for you, buddy. <laughs> There was no other way. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but going back to what I was saying uh, about Avengers Infinity War. So they also made uh, like $380 million internationally already, which boosts up their total domestic gross. And the movie just came out mm. fr- Thursday, $630 million. So God it's only been like damn. four. It's only been what three days? No, well four days if you count Thursday. So only been four days, and they're pretty much almost top Justice League's <laughs> worldwide <laughs> box office total. But also going. It'd with, be sad if it wasn't so true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but going with that. So ten talk about talking about ten years in the making and the culmination and all that other stuff. So Marvel first. I mean D- Disney first bought Marvel in two thousand nine mostly after the success of Iron Man 1, and they uh, bought them for $4 billion. $4 billion. Yeah, $4 billion. <laughs> and so to date, with all the movies that they've made, with Infinity War included, with the $630 million that they made so far, and that's going to go up, right now, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has made $15.39 billion, which makes them the highest grossing franchise ever <laughs> well that seems unfair because there's like 20 movies in this franchise <laughs> yeah, well, yes, yeah. but like more than Star Wars more than yeah more than Terminator, Terminator Harry Potter wow so again kudos to Kevin Feige because every other everybody else everybody else is trying it and they're failing they're really the only like but they're also cinematic universe that's worked yeah and then also I think part of it is because of the way it works like when Disney buy these com- when Disney buys these companies they let them still have their own affiliate like Disney isn't running Marvel or Lucasfilms or mm. Pixar they're still they still have that infrastructure in place yeah. so like Marvel Studios is only strictly uh, making Marvel movies Pixar is only making Pixar movies Lucasfilm is only focused on Star Wars whereas Warner Brothers like they got all these cooks in the kitchen there's no Warner Brothers Warner Brothers Cinematic Universe or Warner Brothers Studio no person at the head of a Warner Brothers I mean of a DC studio making only DC movies it's like they're all making they're all got they all got all these cooks in the kitchen and I think that's really where they where they fail mm. there's no Kevin Feige at the D- in DC there's no Kevin Feige trying to make the Mummy Universe yeah. or whatever so I think that's fan first. That's the most important part. Yeah, I th- and that's I think that's part of what why all these other studios fail because they just like oh well let's just make a universe let's hire such and such. Do you know anything about this universe? No, no. But no. you can do it. Yeah, it's like no. The reason why the Marvel Cinematic Universe works is because they know what makes each of the characters. Yeah, like Kevin Feige special. worked at Marvel before he became. Yeah, that's rare. It's just a rare thing. But yeah. uh but also going to what I mentioned before about them changing Thanos' motivation. When he was like, it would be kind of weird about them bringing Lady Death into the in, into the uh, cinematic universe. And so the Russo brothers addressed that. And they, because uh, they also mentioned, 
going back to uh, the first Avengers because they also they kind of uh, tease like to to do something whatever would be to court Court death death. yeah so they're like well why did you change it he was like well it's our responsibility to carry forward the story that's been set out and you're spending two and a half hours with this many characters so then adding in some character that the audience has no relationship to having to explain the backstory of that character making you care about that character making Thanos care about that character and then making that character interesting to the other characters (laughs) he's like yeah so he's like, and then he was like, and then also we'll be creating another another level and another plane of exist, ex- existence that the MCU hasn't gone to yet. Yeah. He's like, do we even have metaphysical characters in this in this universe? That's uh, like I said, I feel so, like that'd be cartoony. So yeah, so instead of giving him that relationship with Lady Death, they decided to give it to Gamora. Yeah, and he's like, if you t- if you tell me that he's got a relationship with Gamora, that's important and has been touched on in two movies. That's really valuable to us. Focusing on that relationship rather than death, than the death obsessed Thanos does humanize Thanos and make him more understandable than bonkers. So I'm glad they yeah I'm glad they went that route because it does make it more relatable because you could also translate translate it to a real like I said when I mentioned before like a real world context context with overpopulation and all that stuff yeah so uh, remember where I, I predicted before where I was like when we was like uh, they said they won't release the title of Avengers for anytime soon and I said well they'll probably do it during Comic Con yeah. nope <laughs> Uh, wait, already? I thought you said it wasn't confirmed. No, Kevin. Kevin Feige is like, yeah, they're not because they essentially announced they're not going. To, they're not doing a Hall H panel, or whatever, at Comic Con. They said they're going to have a presence, but they're not doing any major things at Comic Con. They're not doing any major announcements. Oh, they yeah. still want let. They still want to let this movie settle, have many, as many people see it as possible. So yeah, so they're not going to release the title for until mm, when? They didn't say. They just said no time soon. They just want to let. They said they want to let the dust settle. From Infinity War. Yeah. But no, I, I didn't say it was confirmed. So this is the next oh. new so this is the next new news story. So according to uh Cosmo Book Cosmic Book Movie.com, they saying they're saying that they can confirm with one hundred percent certainty that Avengers Four is going to be called and granted, granted, this is not confirmed by Kevin Feige or the studio or anything like that. It's just more or less a rumor taken from a website, but they're saying they can confirm it. But they're saying that it's going to be called Avengers Endgame. And they got it because they're saying they're, they got it from a source that works at Disney. Hmm. So take that with a grain of salt. But even then, I'm still just like, that doesn't really spoil anything. No, not really. Not really. Even if it was like, I would say if it was Avengers Forever, maybe. I mean, I feel like because that's, cause that's see... based off a comic book where they actually go back in time. But that was them going back in time to try to fix their timeline. But that's more on uh, Kang the Conqueror. That's a story based on Kang the Conqueror. I think you're thinking too deep. I think I think Endgame would spoil three. Oh, yeah, maybe you. I am thinking too deep. Yeah, I think I three. Know. I mean, just by the name alone, Endgame. I, I get why they wouldn't want to release a title like that. But yeah, but I don't know. Even though, like, me and you, I think both of us knew going into it, this movie was not gonna have a happy ending. But you know. The average moviegoer probably like, oh, what? it's gonna be the Avengers and they win what? But yeah, but uh, Kevin Feige also, because before it was just a rumor going around. Maybe it, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But Kevin Feige actually came out and said officially, Eternals is one of the many things that we are actively beginning to have creative discussions about to see if we believe in them enough to put them on the slate. So it's, it says we have started working on what the films are post phase three. And uh, it, it says uh, 
Eternals might be one of them. And it says we start shooting Spider-Man Homecoming Part 2, whatever that title is going to be. We start shooting that in July. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Going back to uh, what we talked about the movie, I'm like, unless it's a prequel, I don't know how Eternals would fit into what they established in Avengers 3. Because Thanos pretty much said that he's the only one left. Unless maybe uh, a contingent of them ran off somewhere or whatever. It's got to be a prequel. Maybe. It's like it basically would be an origin story, I think. Eternals would be Thanos' origins, which would lead more evidence to him not dying. Like, why would you build out so much backstory for a character you're just going to kill off? Probably. But speaking of something that's going to be a prequel, they they said Black Widow movie is going to be a prequel. And it's going to become it's going to come out in 2020. And it's going to uh, possibly feature... Because people are like, oh, well, they're going to do the Budapest thing with Hawkeye. But they're saying Hawkeye is probably not going to be in the movie. But it's going to be Black Widow and uh, Winter Soldier. So I guess maybe that moment where they talked about a civil war where she said she tracked, she went, she was on a mission <laughs> and he was like the one person that sh- that like shot, like she, she yeah. showed the scar. We so shot Bucky her in the gut. The villain? I'm assuming, yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, but it's still like, where's Hawk? Like, Hawkeye don't get no love in his universe. But I don't, but she may have seemed like they're she both only spies. got, sh- but she may have, yeah, that's stupid that he's not included. But if it's weird to me that he would be in it for any extended amount of time though, because it's not like she may have seemed like he, she fought him. Just yeah, they shot. they fought. Well, in terms of Hawkeye, they fought, and but them them fighting because at at one point that she was a Russian spy, they were on opposite sides, and he was sent to kill her. No, no, but I'm saying no, no. He he was sent to kill some person she's protecting. Who are you talking about, Hawkeye? No, what? I'm talking about Bucky Wait, oh, and you're talking Widow. About, oh, I yeah, she, and then she took the bullet, but it's not like. She didn't make it seem like she ever fought him or fought, saw him up close. No, because she said he's rumors and then she never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I'd be a terrible villain. It's just, he just shoots her once from a distance and you never see him again. Like he's like a cameo. I don't know. Maybe it'd be another another moment where they interact. I don't know. That, but that did not wipe away what they said in Winter Soldier. Yeah. But they're saying Sebastian Stan is in talks to uh, hmm. be in it. So Interesting. We'll see. And then they say I'm intrigued. And they're, they're saying with that. Because, you know, with these movies, they're also looking at uh, women directors to do the Black Black Widow movie, mm. which kind of makes me still go back to what I was saying. Like, oh, yeah, we're in a perfect world. We want to get the right person for the job. But yeah, but again, with Captain Marvel, you look for a woman. With Black Widow, you're looking for a woman. With Black Panther, you're looking for a woman. Mm. It's like the right person just depends on what you're looking for. Like, why can't a woman do, you know, Spider-Man or a black person do Doctor Strange? It's like, yeah. why does it always have to be the, the the specific minority or whatever characters that have to do minority, you know, directors or whatever? It's like, whatever. But I'm like, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. Was somebody complaining about that? Huh? Well, no, I was saying, because they talked about in the news, uh, I brought this up in the news a while ago, where they was like, well, could we get more women directors in the MCU going forward in the future? And, and the producer was like, well, ideally, we, we look for the best person behind the job. And if that happens to be a woman, then that's who we will hire. But it's like, but that's not what we oh, look yeah, for. Yeah. But that's not what we look for. And it's like, no, that is what you look for. Because even with this, you're looking for a woman for Black Widow. Yeah. You're not looking for a man for Black Widow. So it's like... It's... It's just based on what you want. It's a PC. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just based on what's your scope. Yeah. Clearly, your scope for this is a woman. Because mm-hmm. if that was really your criteria, it would always end up being a white guy, probably. <laughs> Basically. No, no, they're the best. Are they, though? Or are you just picking from a small pool? But 
speaking of something that won't be a small pool, because uh, I just mentioned that uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, whatever. well, that's not going to be the title, but Spider-Man 2 starts shooting in July. Yeah. And they say they want to take, they want to do it different this time as opposed to other, other all, even the Spider-Man comics where Spider-Man is only in New York. And Kevin Feige basically said, we start filming in July and we film in London. Lund- London. We fi- London? <laughs> we film in London. We shot the first film in Atlanta and we shoot a lot of films in London. But there's another reason we're shooting in London, which is, yes, Spidey, of course, will spend some time in New York, but he'll spend some time in other parts of the globe. Uh basically saying that they want uh the second movie of Spider-Man Homecoming to be like a global global movie outside of New York. So I'm like I wonder what they're going to do with that. Cuz even in the comics for the most part Spider-Man's never really for the most part is never really outside of New York. So it makes me go, well who's the villain going to be then? If it's a globe trotting and it's going to be a pl- take place in London. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Spider-Man Gaslight. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't I don't know any British Spider-Man villains. I don't know any British Spider-Man villains either. Maybe maybe, maybe they'll make somebody British, it's not. Maybe uh I was gonna say Mephisto, not Mephisto. What's the other guy with the M? Mysterio. Mysterio. He teleports to London or some shit. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, but I guess we'll find out. But uh something else we'll find out about. Did you ever you you own the Marvel DVDs, right? Did you ever watch those like special feature one shots that were on the DVDs? Some of them, like the Coulson one, like the Coulson ones, or the one uh, uh, Thor, uh, Iron Thor Man. yeah, Thor and Daryl, or uh, uh, the there was this there was this group of robbers after Avengers where they stole some tech from uh, the the Chitauri thing, and they were going around robbing people, and they ended up being Shield agents. No, there was, there was there, I didn't yeah, see that one. there was another, there was a couple of them. And those those are fun, and uh, they haven't done any since Thor: The Dark World. Okay. And uh, so Disney came out and basically saying that uh, they're going to start doing more of those. They want more of those to come out. But uh, Louis de Esposito, the the person that directed all of those, was just like, we've been busy with the television and all this other stuff with the separation between Kevin Feige and and him. So yeah. it's like, but we're going to start doing more of those again. So that that'd be cute because I like cool. I like those. But uh, what else? Final, there's a lot of Disney shit. So final Disney news before we move on. So Disney finally came out since they're winning. (laughs) (laughs) Was there even a race? (laughs) They're they're, they're at the top of the race. They're like, hey, guys, Marvel isn't the only thing, you know, we got our big dick out. So and speaking of plans, they came out and released their entire slate of upcoming movies up until uh i think 20 2019 and on that of course avengers infinity war but then star star wars a solo story uh coming out this year incredibles 2 ant-man and the wasps christopher robin the 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 uh poo movie <laughs> Uh, Nutcra- Nutcracker and the Four Realms. I didn't know they were doing that. Ralph Breaks the Internet, Mary Poppins Returns, Captain Marvel, Dumbo, Penguins. I don't know what the fuck that is. Avengers 4, Aladdin, Toy Story 4. I forgot about Aladdin. The Lion King, Artemis Fowl, which I don't know what that is. Frozen 2, and then 
the last movie that they re- uh, announced was Star Wars Episode Nine. So up to next year, I said twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nineteen. I said that. So yeah, so that's their that's their upcoming slate. So I'm pretty sure a lot of these movies are gonna make a lot of money. So Disney, yeah, there's no competition with the other studios. Disney, Disney is winning. And uh, you know another studio is winning. What Paramount with A Quiet Place. So A Quiet Place was number two at the box office again this weekend. And so with the success... So does it beat out... What was the other movie that came out that it was like kind of competing with? Uh, well, it beat... Well, it, it beat number two. It, Rampage was number Rampage, one. Rampage. Yeah. Okay. Rampage was number one. Then it went to number one the next weekend. And now with Avengers, Quiet Place is number two. So Good. I'm glad it's outpacing Rampage. Yeah. So because of the success of Quiet... Of, of, uh, of a quiet place, which I'm like, I kind of felt like this was gonna happen, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, do I want it? Well, it depends on if they keep the same characters. So they confirmed a sequel. They're gonna do a sequel, and uh, they're trying to. They're gonna get. Yeah, they're gonna get John Krasinski back, but there's no. Wow. Wait, what? What? To, he directed it. Oh, to direct it. Yeah, but there's but there's no. Uh, they don't know if they're gonna uh, have Emily Blunt and all. If it's gonna be a sequel, the, yeah. If it's gonna be the same characters or just an, another set of characters in the world. So, what would you want, actually? Let me ask. I don't think I would want a sequel. That's what I was saying. I was like, do I even want a sequel? Like, I think it was. But this is in the world where everybody needs a franchise. Yeah, but in a prequel, I feel like you lose all attention from the lack of stakes because you. Yeah, know no, I don't. Happens. I definitely don't want a prequel. So I guess the only option would be a new set of characters. But then it's like, then I'm completely uninvested because now it's like I have to be reintroduced to a new char- like set of characters and, you know, like them before whatever happens at the end of the movie. That's why I said of anything, because kind of like the mother was like, if I'm old and, you know, you had to learn to take care time of me. Forward. Yeah, do a time skip forward. I mean, you could, you could, you could, and you could, you could keep Emily Blunt. You won't be able to keep the younger actors, but you could keep Emily Blunt that way at least. Just put her, age her up. Yeah, that's a possibility. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not really that hyped about a sequel, to be honest. That I feel like it's not necessary. I agree. Yeah. You want to know something else I'm not that hyped about? What? I didn't know they were going to do this either. And I'm just like, whoa. What? I found out. I was like, what the fuck? So, again. <laughs> what the fuck? And this is Paramount again. So, okay. they're trying to find a franchise. And they were actually made in a, a, a release date. But So, I'm going to say the release date first. October 11th. 2019 and that is for are you afraid of the dark yes it's a movie like a movie movie a movie movie what is it about what (laughs) What? is it about is it about the kids doesn't say it just says official release date for are you and then it just says what are you afraid of the dark was about yeah but it doesn't say what the movie is going to be about did we talk about this before? Or it just, like yeah, this? it just talks about the show. Because there was a movie, there was a TV movie of Are You Afraid of the Dark that got meta. Like there, it was there about was a, there was, was a TV movie. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, okay, it was good. I mean, I say that I haven't seen that shit in years. But but, but as a kid, like, but I'm I really like, but how it. does this work? How does this work as a movie though? It depends on what they're gonna do it about. Because it could be about the Midnight Society telling stories, and each story could be like its own little like you know. It could be what's it called? When it's a bunch of stories in one anthology. Anthology, yeah. So it could be either an anthology movie or it could be, it could be a meta story about kids in the Midnight Society, which was kind of what the TV movie was about. It was about them telling stories, 
but then one of the stories ends up being real, and then it becomes about the real world supernatural events um, happening to the kids in the Midnight Society. So those are like your two routes to go. Or even a combo of both, like a Tales from the Hood type of thing. I mean, October 11th, 2019. So, I mean, I guess I, I just need, I need to see a trailer. Cause I'm I like, watched Are You Afraid of Dark? Like, oh, I loved, I loved, like, that was, every Halloween. That was, that was my good, not even Halloween, every Snick, Saturday night. No, no, no. I mean, like, nowadays. Oh, like, nowadays. I'll, I'll yeah, watch, I don't, like, I'll watch a few episodes. It's been, I haven't watched it, like, in years. It's uh, been a while. Some of them are still awesome. Especially for a kid's show. Yeah, I loved, like, I would go Snick between Clarissa Explains It All, all that, Ren and Stimpy at one point. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, which really, you think about it, it's not for kids. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> and, then it, and then it finished off with Are You Afraid of the Dark? You remember the episode with the ghastly grinner? The the clown that came from the comic book, and then like he would like do like a joker to people where he would like laugh at you, and then you start laughing, and this weird blue goo would drip out of your mouth. Like It looked, it looked like Colgate toothpaste, but as a no. kid, it freaked the fuck out of me. No. Wow. Okay. I don't remember that many episodes. Uh, do you remember the one with the the monster in the pool, like that was like invisible, and then they threw like acid on it, and it became like this weird like swamp thing looking monster in the pool? No. <laughs> wow. I'm t- it's a lot of I'm like uh, I don't really remember. Do you remember the episode? With <laughs> you're the- just gonna. You're really. Yes, because I love the series. So I'm trying to say you're a real fan, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I think not. <laughs> I have a trap of forgetfulness. I don't remember what I did yesterday. You're going back. <laughs> you're going back twenty plus years. Wow. <laughs> Do you remember the Tia Tamara episode? I don't remember what I ate yesterday. Wow. Do you remember any episodes? What episodes no, do you I just said I don't remember any. I can't even tell you an episode I remember. Oh, fuck, you ain't watching. You're a fake fan. You're a fake fan. No, I didn't watch it. I just don't remember. I'm oh, old. Man. I'm old, Jordan. Okay. But more release date. So uh, they're doing a Big Hero 6 animated series on Disney XD. And that's slated to come out on uh, June 9th okay. on uh, the Disney Channel based off based off the cartoon so if you're a big if you're a fan of big hero six look forward to that also if also for fans out there because i know well you're a fake fan because you don't like the fact that they they changed the actor of kafeus but who kafeus sense eight Oh, since hey, I'm like, yeah, you see how bad of a fan I am. I'm like, yeah. who? So, <laughs> I'm, I'm like uh, Dijon Hansu or whatever in Guardians of the Galaxy. Whatever, who? you're trash. So, yeah. <laughs> so, the the final two hour finale that, you know, because the show got canceled, but then people petitioned and rioted and all that other stuff. So, they decided to do a final. I was like, I would rather hope to a final season as opposed to a two hour movie because a two hour movie is shorter than the final season. Okay. But they, uh, June 8th. Is the release date for the final season of uh, Sense Eight, so I'm excited about that. That shit was dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. Uh, another release date, so they uh, came out with the release date for uh, Jumanji Three: Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. And Not games. It is. Why don't I see it? <laughs> I just my screen went black. Caught up. <laughs> Oh, okay. Here we go. Christmas 2019. It's gonna and it's gonna compete with. Uh, they're putting it up against again Star Wars, because they were like, well, we had a good one with the first, and it was a, a it was competing against Star Wars before, and it still made money, so we're gonna do it again. So Christmas 2019. So look forward to that. I kinda am, <laughs> I guess, more so than a Quiet Place sequel somehow. Which, funny enough, I, I really enjoyed A Quiet Place, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want a sequel. It just seems like more of a standalone than a thing for sequels, but whatever. Well, Jordan, are you ready to get excited about something else? 
that you didn't know you wanted, but you will. What? So. What? Netflix. Prove it. <laughs> is releasing. <laughs> no, this is, this is stupid. Netflix is releasing the greatest animated series ever. The Fast and Furious. Animated series? Animated series. Is this from the from the makers of uh, <laughs> Neo Tokyo or Neo Yokio? DreamWorks Animation is developing an animated series on. But I'm like, why? First of all, I'm like, why? And then I'm like, for? and then I'm like, the cartoon series is animated. It's pretty much a cart. I mean, not the the movies oh, are live action. Yeah, the movies, movies are a cartoon at this point. Yeah, that's true. But it's saying the animated series will focus on Tony Toretto, the teenage cousin of Dom Toretto. What? <laughs> and it says he will infiltrate a racing league that is actually a front for a criminal empire. Dun, dun, dun. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what is going on with Netflix doing that. But Lame. But something I am looking forward to that is not associated with Netflix. What? You know the comic book Black about you know all oh, the, the black people all, get superpowers yeah all the black people get superpowers Netflix studio well it's not going to Netflix but oh. studio studio eight is which I've never heard of them but studio eight is developing a movie I heard it's better than studio seven shut up <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about yeah. I'm like, I'm I like, saw wait. your face I'm <laughs> like, wait studio se- shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> they're one better than seven. <laughs> But yeah, they're they're developing it into a into a live action movie. So I'm, I'll be excited about that. Depending on, I, but I don't know who Studio Eight is. So I don't know. How, I don't know whether to get excited about that or not. But live action movie, I'm here for it. That's cool. So uh, I'm almost done. Cause I see you're yawning. <laughs> no, I didn't get much sleep last night. But yeah, so again, talk about that superhero fatigue. It's it's real, Jordan. Like, <laughs> you can see from my, my yawning, I, I'm experiencing it right now. <laughs> yeah, you're experiencing superhero <laughs> fatigue right now. But yeah, Deadpool two is currently tracking for a 150 million dollar opening weekend, which will also make it the highest grossing rated R movie, which would be more than because Deadpool one is the highest yeah, grossing. That's what I was but that was at 139, so it's even tracking to make more than Deadpool one. Makes sense. I mean, Deadpool like is a beloved character already, and then you know people and then it'll also word of be, mouth in the first movie. Yeah, then it'll also be Fox's uh, highest grossing opening ever. So I mean, Fox is looking at it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that that's that's superhero fatigue, bro. Like, uh, what's going it's, on? It's called what it is. It's DC fatigue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just be real. All right, final two bits of news. So we talked. We every week just talks about Movie Pass and how we enjoying that ride. While it's still going on, but yeah, Movie Pass is now closer and closer. <laughs> yeah, if you're a subscriber of Movie Pass, once upon a time, if you could, you you would be able to see a movie. Like for example, I saw Love Simon twice using my Movie Pass. Yeah. Well, now they took that option away. Where if you see a movie with your Movie Pass, you cannot see the same movie twice with Movie Pass. And also, if you sign up with Movie Pass now, you cannot see. A movie every single day like we can right now because we signed up before they did that but eventually retroactively they're going to take it away from us as well so trash yeah movie pass not looking good what happened to that oh we had a plan there is no plan 20 2019 i feasibly can't see we planned on losing a whole lot of money that's why i have 350 million dollars on cash maybe the plan was to get people like to sign up for the service and then slowly take away all of its features so then, like, the service is, like, you know... Oh, what's... Oh, man, I'm, like, so tired. I'm forgetting words. It's, uh... More profitable. You know what I'm saying? 
but they lure you in with the, yeah, sweet, you lure me, the sweet deal. Of like if you lure me movies, in with one thing and then you take it away, I'm like, I'm not keeping this. What am I keeping it for? Yeah, you. But there is a percentage of people who just forget that they even have the monthly recurring bill payment. That is a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. They legit want you to start free trials and then forget that you're paying so that you still get 10, 12, or 10, 20, 30 bucks out of you from just the rollover months that you forget that's on your, or debiting automatically from your account. Yeah, because me, I'm like, well, yeah, because we see movies all the time. So I'm like, if at a certain point, they're going to be like, oh, no, you can only see one movie a month. I'm like, well, fuck this service then, yeah. shit. But somewhere out, someone else out there probably forgot and just like, oh, fuck, I got 10 bucks a month coming out on my movie pass I don't use anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only thing I could see. Otherwise, like, I could not, I can't, I can't see what their plan could have been. I don't see what their plan is is yeah <laughs> what what was their plan when they started this company if you spend more than one movie ticket because i already paid because at one point month. at one point they were charging like 30 i think like maybe 50 dollars a month for movie pass but it wasn't like i don't think it was the same type of plan but then i guess to get more people subscribed they drop it to 10 that's when i first heard about it. i never heard about it until they were like oh yeah movie pass has dropped to 10 dollars an hour 10 dollars a month sense in terms of like profitability yeah so, so or, maybe that was the plan. Nobody was paying for that shit though. So they're like, "Fuck it, I drop it to ten. But even Fuck you drop it. it to ten, it's like, what was the plan though? To get to get people to be like, "Oh, because you haven't what you just said. They you hadn't heard of it until they dropped the price. But they're all but that Scooby Dooby Doo. But now, but because they dropped the price though, now they're losing a shit. They they lost like 200 something million dollars. Well, then, Michael, I guess we're in the end game now, aren't we? We are. And there was no other way. That's gonna be like my thing from now. Like whenever like you're up against the wall and something, just like we're in the end game now. Well, speaking of the end game, Netflix is all about trying to increase their. Their IPs and profitability and stuff like that. Now that everybody's trying to do their own uh, online service, so they're taking away licensing rights and all that other stuff. So Netflix is slowly starting to not become the place where you can watch a bunch of like Black Lightning or you know movies like that or like Buffy episodes or Fringe and all that other stuff. So that's why they're trying to increase their IP. So okay. they're learning that their most successful. Why did my screen just go back? Okay. So they're learning that their most successful original properties are uh, science fiction and fantasy properties. So now they're saying, you know, with, uh, you know, Lost in Space or... Uh, mm-hmm. Still haven't watched that. <laughs> yeah, me either. Or Altered Carbon, which I still... I only watched the first episode. I watched the first I mean, movie. no, I watched the first two episodes, which I mean, I like. I just haven't I just haven't finished it. Or Jessica Jones and right. Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Iron Fist, yeah. all those, or Stranger Things, yeah. or uh, Black Mirror... Oh yeah, Black Mirror. Yeah, so they're noticing that those are like their most profitable properties. So now they're going full force, where they're just saying like now they're really investing on essentially making a lot of their slate all sci-fi, fantasy related. Which part of me that's good. Yeah, which I'm just like yay, a, and then I'm like, also I'm like, are there gonna be some more Negroes in these fantasy properties? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Because they're black people. Because as, right, as of right now, it's pretty pretty white. That's true. And then B, I'm like, hey Netflix, um, hey, can I send you my resume? And and let's uh, make a show. Come yeah, on. my my headshot and resume. Can I get on the show, bro? I, show I, got, I got a couple. I got a couple ideas. We can you know we can start. I could be the executive producer. I could be the writer. Maybe not a writer. I'm not that good at writing. Well, maybe I don't know. I like writing. <laughs> I wrote Power Rangers Unworthy. So I'm like, so yeah, can we? I know you're listening to this podcast. 
because we have blur, we have blur vision right here. You don't know who he is. Come on, Viva religion. So, Come on. So the, Come v, on. The, the president of Netflix, like the president, of the Netflix. president of Netflix, like I'm serious. Cast me, like I'll audition. Okay, put me in something. I got a couple ideas. I'll, I'll with, put in some with, calls with, with some Negroes. Yeah, Jordan. Why am I even talking to the president? I'm talking to you, yeah. Jordan. Call the president of Netflix. Yeah, I'll call him up. But like I'm blur. Do you know who I am? I'm blur vision. <laughs> <laughs> It'll hit me with the Dijon monster too. <laughs> no, so, it's not gonna work. Yeah, some properties, sci-fi, cast me. Okay. All right, so let's let's make I, our own I, original I sci-fi. Be, property. I could be the gay. I could be a gay wizard. Since since you want to keep me in a box, why oh you're God. you're gay, right? So why don't you just play a gay character? Because I'm an actor, Jordan. I can I, I can play straight characters, but There's no, no not, truth not in this to, Not according <laughs> to you. You have to bring truth to the arts, Michael. <laughs> I'm gonna be a gay wizard. That's kind of cool. That's that's uh, you kind of sold me on the premise. <laughs> what does that mean? So, okay, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna call the president of Netflix <laughs> and make it happen. All right, Mr. President, <laughs> I got two words for you: gay, gay wizard, wizard. <laughs> starring Michael Lamar Simeon. Like, I'm listening. Gay, <laughs> gay black wizard. His monocle pops out. <laughs> what? <laughs> gay wizard? You say sold. It'll be the next Infinity War, I swear to you. Even better than Infinity War. <laughs> 20 movies. He, he, won't need, he, won't need the, he won't need the reality stone or whatever. He could just use his hands. Oh, my God. Instead of voguing. <laughs> that, that could be how my magic comes out. I got a vogue. Ah. <laughs> Come on in vogue. Do what you got to do. I'm, I'm now watching Michael flail his wrists like he's voguing. <laughs> he looks a little bit like a, a, a gay we, Doctor Strange. We, we need show. a YouTube channel so people can see what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you do look kind of like a gay Doctor Strange right now. Or does Doctor Strange? That was one thing. Look like a what? Straight you? Because <laughs> he's he was doing all this too in the movie. But that was the one thing I really liked that they didn't. It didn't feel as like strong in the Doctor Strange movie. The way he would like do his like hand gestures before he would start his castings this time, like when he was like bring it, Thanos, basically when he when he confronted him at the end. Yeah, like like his hand movements are so strong. Like his power movements. He, oh, I like he, this. Oh, oh, he practiced. You think that's what it was? I think so. He practiced more so than Doctor Strange the movie. They, uh, Doctor Strange the movie. What else? Doctor Strange is there? But yeah, he was. Just, I think they was just trying to figure it out. He didn't practice as much because it was uh, like these. Like every movement set seemed more. Did you know where it came from? Defined those movements. Like even like this, where he was trying to summon the reality gem. I mean, just him summoning stone. his normal like what glyphs or whatever in his hands. Just just that movement was so dope in Infinity War. Do you know where it came from though? Pop quiz. What those hand movements came from in Doctor Strange. I guess in this movie too. I would say the Magicians TV show because they do that in the show. No, but good guess. Uh, something, wait, talking about the Negroes, you fucking non-PC motherfucker. <laughs> uh, tutting. All that stuff, tutting. For those that don't know what tutting is, it's that thing that you've probably seen on Vine or YouTube where like, oh. guys will like do kind of like hand movements. like Oh, yeah. Like, like dancing kind of. I thought you said Titan. I'm like Thanos. No, tutting. <laughs> It's it's I think do that's based off like yeah like Egyptian like you use your hands you do like cutting movements like King Tut yeah that stuff it makes sense though right like the way he does like the I'm hand appropriate pictures. to your culture yeah kinda <laughs> <laughs> mortal looking like this motherfucker <laughs> but I think it's just, that's a dope little like side note like wow I, they literally brought out like professional tutters and they had doc- they come up with the movements for Doctor Strange's like uh, magic. So there we go. Netflix series, Gay Wizard Tutting. <laughs> there, 
we go. Do, uh, I'm, oh, summoning, I'm summoning a rainbow. It's infinitely less cool when you're doing it. <laughs> Whatever, fuck you. He was a hater. I could have been a I could have been a Power Ranger. Two, one. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Not in those movies. <laughs> and we how dare you? I, I have a I have a voice in this council now. I am a kid prediction no, head. Exactly. <laughs> I'm up here. Mr. Prediction. Kid Prediction is down here. <laughs> learn, no, learn your place, boy. <laughs> I cast you out. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, all right. This is a great episode. Talking about Infinity War. It took up the entire episode, basically, other than the I had news. A feeling, I had a feeling it was. Yeah. I kept saying, like, no, we're going to talk about DC this week, Michael. We got to. The, the, the fans love our DC talk. But once we finish talking about Infinity War, I'm like, I don't want to go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no. How do you how do you start from a high peak and then just to Oh I had some Infinity War emails I was supposed to read, but I guess we'll just save it for next week. It's fine. Like it's about three or four, but we'll save it. I, I also want to get some people on the podcast to give a little kinda like what I did for Black Panther, just to get some uh our, some of our past guests yeah, on. I mean we never we still never had uh DC comics nerds from the He had to reschedule again. Yeah, after this week he was like I'm still kind of available for Infinity War but I was like nah I want I want our Infinity War talk to be just me and you just trap ourselves in a room for a couple oh, hours oh you love me yeah <laughs> I, I did I'm not gonna lie Infinity War just like that car crash we were in together the trauma brought us a little bit closer <laughs> you saw I was just I turned it to you like oh yeah. my god <laughs> I turned to you more in Infinity War than I did in I don't a car crash. What, I, don't what, I don't remember what moment it was, but it was like a moment where you like hit my chest. I'm like, stop it. It's like, stop hitting me. <laughs> I'm trying to watch. You're distracting me. <laughs> was it when a Captain America showed up? No, it wasn't when Captain America no. showed up. I think it was the moment I was excited. No, I was Captain like, Amer- upset. When Captain America showed up, you were like, Michael, Michael, Michael. I remember that. Yeah. But I don't remember where it was. Like, you were literally hitting my chest like... I was like, I don't remember what moment it was. I'm trying oh, to think. I'm trying to think too. Fuck. I mean, we basically hit all the big moments that I did freak out in. I don't remember specifically. It wasn't. Which one it I was wasn't Thor. Out. It was when the Wakanda music started playing. Oh, oh, the Wakanda Forever moment. No, no, no. When the music. Wait, what? What, what scene? When he was like, uh, I know somebody, and it was like, dude, dude, dude. He was like, it's oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, it's the drums. It's the T'Challa. We know. It's the T'Challa. I was like, yes, Jordan, I know. He's like, Michael, the drums, and the drums. That was funny because that was actually the scene. It starts with, it opens with the Starbucks joke. I, I like yeah. People I, in the theater I, were like, I, oh. I, was, I thought when you opened up Wakanda to the rest of the world, we would get, what, what did she say? Olympics or we Starbucks. Get, yeah, she's like, what did you want? Maybe the Olympics or Starbucks. I'm like, no, <laughs> Starbucks is racist. I was hoping they were going to cut that line, but I guess it was too late. It was already out. Yeah, it's already out. <laughs> I was like, man, how the new, how the real world changed that joke so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if any, in uh, Avengers four, she's like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's already filmed though. Avengers four is done. They they did Avengers three and four at the same time. Oh wow! I didn't realize. Kind of like kind of like the Matrix. Kind of like the Matrix two and yeah, they're wrapped. Oh wow! Oh man, I'm so so just excited. so I just waited for it to come out. I'm glad that movie was not a disappointment. Like I was a little scared. Yeah, because that's why. Otherwise, we had to wait like two, three years for Avengers Four. But that's that's why we can only wait. I mean, they could release it now if they want. To. Well, maybe not now because they still got to do post production. But no, it was smart how they did it. That's why they have you know the other movies in between to fill in the gap. Yeah, it's like it's like the Matrix or the Harry Potter movies where they had this Part Seven come out. Then next year they had yeah. Part because they filmed them both. Back Marvel is so much better that they they have a Part Two coming out in a year, but then they also have like a Part One Point Two and a Part One Point Six. 
still, they still got Ant. They still got Ant Man. And funny enough, Ant Man and Marvel. Ant Man is the only one for the like the last one for this year. I mean that's fine. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of how they did for Age of Ultron, wasn't it? It was Age of Ultron and Ant Man in the same year, or was it in the beginning of the next year? The Ant Man. That out? I don't remember. I want to say it was the same year. Yeah, then Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel comes out March of next year, and then Avengers May. Which I'm hoping they push it up. Just like they did. Just this like time. they did this year. And then funny enough, I, like when I say that, I'm like thinking again. Like me and you on Earth Four. Like we're not talking about Avengers right now on this podcast because it hadn't come out yet. It's still not coming out till May Fourth. So oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm glad we're living on this Earth where we got to see it like a good two weeks, a week or two early. That shit was strategic because they knew Deadpool and stuff was coming out too. So they're like, all right, let's try and move this shit up. Yeah, and, and also make well, all the dates and also, simultaneous. And also, yeah, because also they didn't want the spoilers because people because usually it it would have came out overseas this week mm. and we would have had to wait but then it would have been all over the internet and like Dublin and UK and oh all it would have been this movie's impossible not I mean to... even now people are posting shit I just, and the movie ju- the movie scenes. just came out yeah like there's been no way this movie is like spoiler yeah like, this it, is probably the this most... was like yeah this was like the first movie where the like I see them doing like a strong campaign and like no spoilers no spoilers because like it's basically all it's all a spoiler basically so like, yeah, going into it like I'm glad I went into it, it not knowing. It's the major spoiler. Yeah, I'm glad I went into it not knowing anything because I think Same. you appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, some people got ruined even if, by even if, Spider-Man even if, and stuff. Even if you in. even if you have no issue with spoilers, the fact that you still know. Yeah. It's not. It won't be as impactful. Because there were things that just took me off guard completely, like the Spider-Man and Black Panther dying. There was no. I did not see. Yeah, that I didn't see that at coming all. at all. I'm like, they're not gonna kill. Even in the comic, they didn't kill Spider-Man. No. Well. Didn't everyone disappear in the comic? When, when he did the snap? No, no, no. When, after the snap, before the Celestials. Didn't he beat everybody? Didn't everybody well, he Well, he beat them, but they didn't. he didn't, like, kill them. Where'd they go? I thought he... He, like, he, likes, he sent them away, and Doctor Strange summoned them later on in the book. He was like, these are all the people I can find, and Spider-Man was one of them. He didn't bring... Oh, no, no, but that was after Nebula reversed the snap. They they had all died. It was after the after all that after the Celestials when everybody got the the gauntlet back, and they reversed time, and that's when the everybody had gathered again, and that's when they did a second attack on Thanos. Mm-hmm. But like that first time, they they all died. Dude, ended with Captain America dying. Spider Man and them had already been killed. Was he dead or was he just knocked? Was he just on the ground? Well, you know, they, <laughs> I don't think it was explicit. Like he's dead, or even like. Go, go, you know, going back to the movie like I thought when he punched Cap in the face I thought his neck was like Word. I thought his neck was going to be snapped cause I'm like he took a full on punch from Thanos and the way cause it was in slow motion of like the montage so it was like Doom! and it was, and you saw his neck go like that yeah off screen it was like fuck I'm like damn did he snap his neck uh, all glory to Thanos we are all children of Thanos now Michael hail, hail, hail Thanos hail Thanos not not Darkseid no <laughs> so sad <laughs> Thanos, the knockoff dark side, is now really the, the main real dark, dark side, side. <laughs> in pop culture. Uh-huh. So sad. Not apocalypse. <laughs> it's like, and it was really fucking sad is, if nothing else, DC could have been first out the door and at least they had, the, because had they the had, courage. They, they've had the rights to their characters from Jump. But not even that. I mean, even Justice League. If they just had the balls to follow through with the, with the dark side. But they didn't. They they got cold feet well, the last second. Well, remember because originally it was supposed to be Justice League 1 and 2. Yeah, but just like Infinity War, but one even and two. Snyder's original vision had Darkseid in the first movie. They cut that out, like they just removed it. So it's like they they were literally at the deep end, 
ready to dive, and they're like, oh, no, I can't do this, and it's like they turn back. It was like, okay, well, if nothing else, you could at least put your stamp on, like, the big dude from space being your future villain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but instead, Blackhawk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need, like, three more Harley Quinn movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, ugh, whatever. whatever. Meanwhile, Marvel's doing it right. Maybe not so much on Netflix, because no defenders. Fuck, fuck, fuck them for that. Yeah, they didn't even should did no reference. No mention. Maybe even maybe Avengers four. four. <laughs> no, it's not gonna happen. Because <laughs> I'm like, why would they show up in this one specifically? Even just on the news, just in the background. I just need them in the background. I didn't even need them. Exactly. It could have been a or cameo, a new, or even a newspaper clip. You saw a picture of them on a newspaper. Yeah, if it was as much of a cam, uh, a Easter egg as like the Quiet Place newspaper. Or the 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 poster they had, or the no, nah, that's too much. That's too much the work. Whiteboard. It's too much work, Jordan. Can't do it. Work. Yeah, can't do it. You got to pay people for their images. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> but that's been Blue Vision for the week. Man, it's been a long one, but oh yeah, but uh, Aven- Avengers. Sorry, uh, Avengers. For, like, do you think Cap? Because I mentioned this, I, th- I think either Cap or Tony or both are gonna die at the end of Avengers Four to bring in the the new wave of team especially also you consider going behind the scenes like Chris Evans keeps talking about how he, he's ready to bow out because he wants yeah. to he wants to focus on directing yeah and then also with every subsequent movie Robert Downey Jr. is just becoming more and more expensive yeah and I'm like at some point Disney's gonna be like we don't want to pay this nigga. We don't want to pay him. Don Cheadle again. Oh, yeah. 50, but no, I think Don Cheadle's aging way more than Robert Downey Jr. I think Don Cheadle's older than Robert Downey Jr. Isn't he? I don't. I, don't I think he is. Let me look it up right I now. I think Don Cheadle might be the oldest person in the MCU. I'm gonna look it up right now. He looking real gray and, and haggard, man. He is like, I'm like, what? Like, what's going on, Captain? Black's Planet? not supposed to crack. Yeah. He's, he's 53. Okay. Don Cheadle. And Robert Downey Jr. I want to say that's older than that. Robert Downey Jr. is 53. Oh, they're the same age? Yeah. Damn, Don. Right? What's going on? What's going on? If black don't crack, and then Robert, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is Jr. blacker than you. I mean, Tropic Thunder. Tropic <laughs> <Charming> Thunder? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? I don't crack too, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, all right. Oh, that's the last thing I want to end on. The fact that Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, had to yeah. squeeze in at a motherfucker just as he disappears from the snap. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, is he contractually obligated to say motherfucker and everything he's in? They, did, they, they didn't even write. They didn't put Nick Fury in the script. They put Sam Jackson. Hey, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm good with it, too. I'm, I'm glad he was even in it. Remember they, there was that whole thing about him not about even, him being, not in even being in the movie? Yeah. So was that him just bullshitting? I guess so, right? Or maybe because he complained. Yeah, maybe because he complained about it. But people. it seems so necessary because it sets up Mar- Captain Marvel. Yeah. So like, how do you part of the plan? Maybe they're just bullshitting. I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Marvel's so good at lying to us. <laughs> I like DC. DC is just like, here's a trailer and it's got everything in it except for the stuff that we're going to cut because we're we're not confident in our products. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to do you think that's how like either one of them or both? Yeah. I can totally see that. I, I was going to guess one of them, but I think it could be both. It and makes I, sense. And I wonder if they're going to do the route of the comics where Nebula is the one that brings everybody back. Because notice she's still alive. Yeah, it's only her and Iron Man left. It's only on her planet. and Iron Man. So, we'll see. No idea. But I'm excited to find out. Yeah, I'm ready. Especially, can you imagine those this, first trailers this movie, for this, They 4? said this movie is going to be longer than, than, than Avengers 3. I can't deal with all these endings. Give me three hours. Game of Thrones is going to come back and end. 
Avengers, Avengers is coming back is gonna in the same, pretty much the same month. Oh fuck, that's right. It's like, do you want to cry this year? 2019 <laughs> is the year. The year. <laughs> Broken hearts, like oh, unbreak no. my heart. Sing. <laughs> You've been singing that all day. <laughs> Say you love me again. Exactly. I'm just singing it because it's the truth. That's how I felt with this movie. Avengers 4 needs to unbreak my heart. Tell Avengers, say you love me again. Undo this hurt you cause when you snapped your fingers and caused my Avengers to go. Uncry these tears. We're gone forever. <laughs> that movie got me, bro. I can't get over it. I was like, the child. I mean, they, I mean, did I make that joke? I said, Wakanda won't be forever. <laughs> what happened to that fucking trailer? You need a hero. You need a hero. That fucking Kendrick Lamar song. I'm like, you took away our hero. <laughs> no, he's gone. <laughs> Why would you do that? Sherry's going to be the hero. Black people everywhere just... <laughs> but let's wrap it up. Uh, it's been Blurred for the week. It's been Jordan with... Michael. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye. Break. Tormented and attacked